You are watching the vodka stream. Yo, what is happening, everybody? Oh, it's Friday. Sorry for the little mishap right there of like the uh, the opening little stuff right there. How's everybody doing? Hopefully everybody's doing okay. Made it through another week. How are we doing out there? File in. File in, folks. The Vodka Stream Lounge is open. How are we doing, huh? Man, do we have lots to talk about? We do. We definitely have lots to talk about. Of course, I'll get my guest in here in a little quick minute. Get to know Leo right here. And uh, then we'll get a panel going, too. So what's going on, Miss Nighthawk? Happy Friday to the lovely people. Yes. And do what she says right there. Don't forget to hit that like thumbs up also. What's going on, Jason? How you doing? We got Tony Movie Chappie and D9 Neil Blomkamp fan. How you doing? Clue, what's up, buddy? Hey, the guest is already here. That's right. Talking to you folks. All right. Did you uh, hear that Walter Romano almost go? Yeah, uh, I have a video planned about that. Uh, planned. I didn't have time to execute because I was like, hmm. Um, but yeah, I'll have a video about that tomorrow, but I'm sure we're, of course we're going to be talking about that tonight, but I have like, a you know, a, an initial video for uh, tomorrow about that. Ahoy, ahoy, Mr. Jason McKenzie. What is happening? Hashtag Henry Cavill Superman. That's right. What's going on? JD McRae. Good to see ya. All right. Who else we got here? Now tell me all. <laughs> I know, right? That just happened right now. That just happened. We're, uh, yeah, like well, like an hour ago or something like that. It's like, oh, my God, we're so shocked. Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian broke up. What? That's all we're going to talk about tonight. That's all we're going to talk about. Chloe had her baby. Pete, yeah. <laughs> the Kardashian. Gotta love it, right? Oy. Oh, shush there, Jacob. Shush, shush. Hey, what's going on, Miss Captain Gator girl? Nikki, what's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? Who else we got here? Who else is making their way in here? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, giants, giants suck. They they just suck right now. Like, yeah, there's no, there's nothing else I could say about it. They just suck right now. They didn't even play tonight, which is weird. Friday night, no baseball game. I'm like, what? That's weird. But yeah, giants are just uh, they're, they're rebuilding right now. It's just that's that's what you say when your team sucks. They're having a rebuilding year. That's right. Yeah, a rebuilding year. So. That's the way I say it right there. But anyways, good to see you, Jose. Hi, 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 hi. All right. What's happening, guys? Hey, we got Kat here, too. Good to see you. Good to see you. Everybody saying hi. It's batting time. <laughs> oh, yeah. There was something about that, too, that was uh, showing up with that about that run. Yeah. Oh, you know, just uh, the normal Friday shenanigans. That's what the fuck is up. So doing that. That's right. The Padres, yeah, Dodgers, Padres happening. I don't know. The Padres might be a little, might be a little issue for the Dodgers. Just saying because you know they got that Juan Soto. He's a he's a pretty uh, powerful bat there. So you might, uh, you might, yeah, you might um, have to worry about that just a little bit. But anyways, guys, cheers. Welcome to Friday. It's been a crazy week. And, uh, of course, we've got lots to talk, talk about, but, uh, yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be a fun night as per usual. Get my guests in here and uh, get to know him a little bit, and then, uh, you know, we'll see what happens when it comes to the night. But, yeah, cheers, guys. 
got the bourbon flowing tonight. Got the good old bourbon, uh, the bullet bourbon going on. So um, hopefully you guys, you know, if you have a drink, even if it's water, it's fine. Water, Kool-Aid, smoothie, whatever. You know, you don't dis don't discriminate. Don't discriminate uh, that kind of stuff. So <clears throat> anyway, so let me uh, go ahead and set up the Tweety. All right, let's get my guest in here. <laughs> She's setting up a tweet. I saw a funny, a funny. Hopefully, you guys enjoyed my little YouTube short that I did about the whole uh, Keaton when uh, the one of the directors from Batgirl actually posted a behind-the-scenes shot. I mean, it was funny because in in a, in a uh, group chat that I'm in, there was a mention of side boob or something like that. <laughs> it was just like I had to make the joke. And then it just immediately my 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 brain went to that to that Family Guy episode, and I'm like, "All right, let's just do that." So hopefully, you guys enjoy that little bit right there that I posted earlier about it. But yeah, like I said, I'll do. I have a Walter Hamada video that's going to be uh, showing up tomorrow. I just was like, when I got done with work and then got that video up and set some things up, I just didn't have enough time to just sit there and just like uh, do the whole thing. So I'll have that tomorrow. Has joined the stream. All right. So there we go. All right, let's get my guest in here. Um, let's see, let's see what he has to say. Uh, Geekly Goods is his channel, and uh, been uh, looking forward to talk to him. And uh, here we go, Mister Leo. What is up, sir? Hey, what's going on, Dave? How are you, man? I'm doing pretty good. How are you doing tonight? Oh, not too shabby, not too shabby, man. Lots happened this week, man. <laughs> like what? It's like one minute we're 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 doing fine. Okay, so back up earlier in the year we got okay. a fun teaser for dc all these great movies coming up black adam shazam 2 they had the batman in there i think and then one more aquaman 2 flash yeah and i'm yeah. like okay that teaser is already way out of date <laughs> and now we're talking about potentially delaying aquaman 2 yep ah it's a lot going on man but it's thanks a lot for having going me on. on no no problem man no no i wanted to you know i've been wanting to talk to you for a bit and i appreciate you coming on and uh like i said everybody uh go to geekly goods that's his channel right there it's for uh, i have the link for it down below go check it out uh one of the reasons why what i love watching about your videos your energy man your energy <laughs> is always there you know uh, reaction videos and everything. And uh, before we start diving into the uh, the needy greedy of uh, all the stuff, not to mention you were at Comic Con a couple weekends ago, also. Oh, man, so much. Yeah, fun. yeah. We'll talk about that too. But uh, yeah, I wanted to uh, first, you know, get your origin story, the channel, everything. What's happening? First off, you're uh, you're located. Uh, Houston. Where, where are you located at again? Uh, Sorry, Denver, Colorado. Denver. So that's Midwest. right. Midwest. Yes, that's Not right. Not California, but on the yeah. way. <laughs> yes, Denver. So you're up in the mile high, right up yes, there. Yes, sir. Huh? Yeah, got the beautiful the air is thin. Yep. Yeah. Ooh, man. <laughs> <laughs> How yes, long you lived is. there? How long you lived uh, there? My whole life, actually. Whole life. Nice. Yeah, yeah. So coming up yeah. on thirty years. Thirty years. There you go. And then, uh, and then when it came to uh, okay, so channel. I mean, well, first off, I mean, is uh, so yeah. How long has the channel been around? So coming up on three and a half years in mm -hmm. October here. First of hold on. Are we Mike okay. twins? We might be Mike twins a little bit. You have a blue, blue you have yeti. a blue mic. Yep. Yep. Got a Yeti. So you got you got the all black, which I thought about getting, but I went for the gray. So it's yeah, we're, we're yeah, crispy. we got the same. It looks like we got the same little arm contraption yeah. here. That's right. Uh -oh. Look at that. <laughs> Light Mike twins. twins right there. I like it. I like it. 
yeah, but the channel's coming up on three and a half years, and I just started doing like video essays. Like I started as more of a everything you need to know type of channel. I did my one of my first videos was everything you need to know about Daredevil season three, and I slowly evolved the channel into more move focusing on more movies, doing more reviews, reactions, following this crazy news cycle that goes on every day with all kinds of superhero content and movie content. And I just fell in love with it. I mean, I've been a geek all my life, grew up reading comics, grew up really enjoying Spider-Man movies and all kinds of DC movies, Marvel movies, like just been a big movie fan all my life, but a huge superhero fan as well, really into anime. And it just really transcended into this, into YouTube. Like honestly, not even until the pandemic did I really start diving into YouTube. And yeah. I've, I've been so grateful to make friends, to meet people like you, to be on live streams and to chat about, about Marvel and about all that's coming up. I mean, SDCC just had a great presentation for all that's coming up with Marvel. And I'm, I'm hoping, and I know I got a lot of Marvel around me, but I'm just hoping <laughs> DC can steer their ship in that direction as well. I really want to see this 10 year plan that was mentioned. I want to see that come into fruition. I really do. But that's what we're all hoping, man. That's what we're all hoping. I mean, when it comes to this, but uh, no, no, that's great. I mean, three, I mean, what's funny is like, like having my, my Friday stream, this is what I love. I love, you know, bringing on people, you know, that, uh, that have channels, especially because I always like, like I said, I like to get the origin story. Like what, what, it would, what, what provoked you to, you know, start the channel and whatnot. And a lot of people say like, yeah, you start when the pandemic hit, I mean, what were people doing? It's like, I mean, I started really live streaming, doing my week uh, weekday live streams during the pandemic because I was like, you know what? There's so much stuff to cover. I might right. as well just do a live stream. People are at home. Why not do it? And it, you know, and it grew in. It's grown into something that's really cool. I have a nice little fan base. I mean, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. Like how just just going like, all right. People want some entertainment. People want to hear people talk about this stuff. So, and, uh, and like I said, you got, and when people ask me, it's like, how, if I'm going to start a YouTube channel, I mean, I'm sure you've probably gotten asked that too. It's like, what do you do? And I always just say, just turn the camera on, turn the mic on, see what 100%. happens. Yep. Yep. Just yeah. go for it. Talk about what yeah. you're passionate about. Yeah. Trust me, you'll be ready. Exactly. You just got to have a, a personality. And that's, again, that's what you have. You have a personality, you know, and that's why I like my yeah, but yeah, I love it. And um, so that's good. And so um, is, are you just doing the channel by yourself or no, no? Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. me. One man band for right now. Thumbnails, editing, videos. Just released a prey reaction today. I saw. So I haven't seen it yet. I haven't seen it oh, yet. So, so I'm like, good, Dave. It's so I know. good. That's the first one. Okay, so that's what I keep on hearing. And, and you know what? Like when I saw the trailer, I went, all right, there you go, guys. That's how you to reinvigorate the Predator franchise. It's like, okay, what was the best thing about the original Predator movie? It was when Arnold Schwarzenegger had to go to primitive methods to take mm -hmm. out the Predator. So it was like, there you go. You so whoever say? came up with that idea, brilliant, absolutely brilliant um, to reinvigorate. Because, you know, the last Predator movie, eh, they tried. <laughs> they tried. <laughs> I will admit I didn't quite hate the last one, but it it's just another one on the list of pretty bad Predator sequels that have come yeah. for a while. <laughs> it's a, it was it was funny because I had high hopes because um, uh, Shane Black wrote it and he was in the original cast for the yeah. first Predator. 
And I like Shane Black as a writer, you know, like Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I'm even a fan of like, I mean, obviously he wrote the Lethal Weapon movies. I, I'm a fan of Iron Man 3, like his Iron Man 3. I know it gets a lot of, it's device, it's divisive. Better but than two. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, all right. So I was like, maybe it'll be. And then it just seemed like the studio was like, huh. It was like <laughs> the studio's a little like, oh yeah, we got to like change this or cut this or whatever the hell this. And it was just like, oh man. And I was, me and my brother walked out going, yep, that wasn't it. They, they almost, they, it was almost like they, they were about to have it, but not quite. So <laughs> like the roided uh, predator was just a cool concept, but the execution <laughs> yeah. was really weird. And I'm like, okay, yeah. I know the jokes are, they're, they're fun, but like when we're popping it every other one, trying exactly. to be a Marvel movie, I mean, I just think wasn't quite the right energy not the right i mean it's like there's nothing wrong with jokes but yeah like you said it was just seemed like there was too many uh, of yeah. course and that's that's the bad part it's like there's a time and a place like and i know when people give shit to uh to marvel for you know marvel studios for putting a lot of jokes in and like yeah sometimes it could be a little too much but at the same time i'm like all right they're doing that over there we, nobody has to right. keep on copying that okay you don't mm -hmm. have to like do that i mean yeah it's always good to have maybe a good little you know zinger before it transition transitions into another uh scene but sometimes it's just like man especially with that movie i was going what like, yeah what? it's like every other line i'm like okay we don't need to <laughs> keep popping the jokes y'all we get it we get it it's yeah funny. we Let's get it on. <laughs> and it's like and, and it's like okay you, you're supposed to be an r-rated sci-fi horror type movie it's predator and then of course we have the same scenario of like okay we have the predator visiting earth and then he's you know there's mm -hmm. gonna be a, he's gonna be hunting people or you know obviously it's just like okay you found another reason for that but it's just it wasn't anything really unique because there's he's at like a, they're at like a school and i'm like we saw that in alien versus predator requiem i thought there was like a, a situation like this in a small town so it was like what you could see in avp requiem <laughs> man those dark shots I'm you're absolutely correct it was yes now that the i think about it the alien really and the predator i'm just like yes i can't see this at all whose idea was it to put it in pitch black yeah no i know it was pretty dark man you know what i think about because i only saw it once but because i was just like damn it at least you guys made it R-rated because, you know, the first one was PG-13 and that was just kind of laughable. I was like, really? <laughs> You're going to finally bring these two icons together and make it rated PG-13? That's very interesting. And I saw it. I remember I saw it at a drive-in uh, when it came out. It was the second movie oh, at the drive-in. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, it was not, not even the first movie. Not the, I don't even remember what the first movie that we went and saw, but it was the second movie. So I went all right, I can't wait because like, all right, I get to technically watch this for free. And I just was laughing. I was laughing oh more than anything, watching that first <laughs> Alien vs. Predator movie. I was like, woo, you guys went for it here. Woo. I tell yeah, you. I, I remember it was totally an at-home. Me and my friends found a DVD at a pawn shop type experience. We found it. We're like, oh, crap. Alien vs. Predator had just started diving into the Predator pr franchise. I think yeah. when, did, when did that come out? Like 2004, the first one? The which one? 2003? The uh, AVP of 2004. Yeah. 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 So I was only about like nine years old, eight years old. So I stumbled <laughs> upon that. So like, okay. Yeah. We love the Predator movie with Arnold. This should be super cool. Hey, that first Alien movie is great. Then you get AVP and we're just like watching it as kids, 10 years old. And it's like, wait, huh? this is, this is comical. <laughs> Like what? Yeah. The, it very much outrageously was. violent other franchises. We bring it together, yeah. and it's like, oh no, 
we'll dial it down for you. Dial it down PG 13 and make this weird here. I don't know. It was, it was, they tried, they tried. And it was funny too, because I remember I, uh, even like back in, back in the nineties kids, when there was arcade games and what, whatchamacallit, <laughs> um, basically like there was a, there was a game, there was an alien versus predator game. I think it was also on like PC yeah, or whatever. I don't know. I remember that. And yeah. And it was like, the game took place in the future and it was the Marines like from aliens, the second aliens movie, you know, and basically you were going through and hunting you were trying to just like defeat both so while they were fighting each other you were trying to defeat them as marines and it was craziness and i'm like all right why wasn't the movie based on like that yeah. story you know <laughs> and on. that no but it was like oh present day there's a pyramid and they're gonna go it was like oh, just geez. this weird circle around the block type of story i'm like <laughs> okay this is this is odd yeah, I mean, sometimes some of the fights were kind of cool. I remember there was like one part where the alien got his like tail like sliced by the predator and then he flinged his acid blood yeah. at him. I was like, that was cool. <laughs> like, okay. probably, that was it. I mean, I guess, but that was in the trailer. So I'm like, I don't know. Well, see, but, they just shove it all in the trailer. Of course, they put it all in the trailer. And then, of course, they try to do, uh, like I said, uh, uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. Uh, I think it was the dudes that did uh, Crank and Crank 2, if I'm not mistaken. I think it was the brothers. I think they're brothers. You know, they tried. I mean, they definitely upped the violence, sure. But then it was just like the story was just kind of eh. It yeah, just was and eh. The, and the violence was so dark. I just, uh -huh. I, the, that's the biggest thing I remember about that is just like watching the battle. And I'm like, yeah. I cannot even see what's going on. Like, like come on, like, like. Can we turn Can a light see? on or something like that? What's going on? <laughs> What's happening? I know it's pretty crazy, but yeah, I'm looking forward to watching Prey. I'm going to watch it tomorrow, and it, it uh, delivers. Like it, yeah, it absolutely delivers. I mean, on a on a cinematography level, on a thematic level, it really is the best Predator movie since that first one. It's so okay, good. good. The main yeah. actress is really great in it. The Predator, when you get those scenes, I mean, there's a couple in the trailer. They give you a little sneak, couple sneak clips. They don't really spoil, though, and they don't dive yeah. into the outrageously good action in this movie. I mean, there's some really long takes. <laughs> there, I, I don't want to say too much, but I there's know. a couple of things in, in trailers, but I don't want to dive too deep. There's okay. just some really good action scenes in it, man. Like, Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Any everybody that 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 I've uh, that I've talked to, like uh, whether in like uh, group chats, or whatever, they all been saying it's great, and uh, even say that there's like callbacks too from. Uh, yeah, I mean, even though, yeah, even though there's yeah, even though there's a prequel, it's a prequel essentially. It's gonna you know, mm -hmm. um, but it's still some good callbacks to the rest of the franchise, which you know that's what you want right there. As long as they handle them, as long as it's not in your face, like, hey, remember this? Remember that? Remember? No, right. no, no. It's all over be... the place. Like, we're okay yeah. on that. Yeah, good. Drop it good. in here and there. Be cute with it. Be cool. Yeah. And uh, and anybody who doesn't like Predator 2, you're on my shit list because that movie is a great sequel. I'm just I saying. Predator 2. I like Dude, it. I know. I mean, yeah, it's Danny Glover, man. Danny Glover. So good. So yes. good. I mean, what better way to uh, do a sequel? Like, I mean, you have the jungle in the that was the first setting. So then just have it in L.A. during a heat wave and a crazy. Uh, yeah, it, it worked. Like, uh, yeah, don't sleep on Predator 2. I always say that. Don't sleep on Predators. Also, that movie that came out. I don't know when that came out. Remember that one? Yeah, it was like early 2000, like kind of like late 2000s, I think, like 08, 09 time. 
wasn't it? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that. It might have been like eleven or something. But yeah, Maybe. I thought I honestly thought Predators might have been a step above Predators. It was. Uh, it I, I really liked was. Predators a lot. Yeah, because, I mean, they had that whole thing where they were dropping people on, like, an isolated planet, yeah, and they had to survive, and it was, okay, it was 2010, yeah. Okay, that one, yeah, that one, uh, yeah, you can always depend on the people in the chat to, uh, when, whenever you need something. Um, but, yeah, that one was, uh, that, I thought that was a big step up of, like, all right, all right, and then, mm -hmm. of course, then it just kind of was like, and eh, now we're back to where we are, but, yeah, looking forward to Prey, and, uh, and, uh, even but before we start diving into like the superhero stuff, I saw your uh, your review of Bullet Train, which I saw last night, oh. and I'm glad that we actually share that it was. I'm talking about just a f just fun, fun. Movie. like yeah. so fun. I mean, yeah. you get these fun whimsical lines between the great cast. I mean, you've got yeah. a great lineup of people between Brad Pitt, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson. I mean, you've yeah. got a huge cast that just all work. And it's just what's so nice about it too is the pacing doesn't really come to a slow. There's there's maybe a couple lulls in the like third act of the movie, but it really just goes and goes and goes, and it's really fun. Maybe not as action packed as I thought it would be, but mm -hmm. I was okay with them adding a who done it element to it, and I thought that that kept the curiosity going throughout. And it's very colorful too. Uh, oh yeah, I will say sometimes Brad Pitt's character, I was like. Are yeah. you in the right movie? Like a couple yeah. of times I was like, my you man. Said that, you said that in your review and I was like, yeah. I mean, I, 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 dis I disagree a little bit, but I could see why you said that because, you know, he's very much a fit. Sometimes he's a fish out of the water type yeah. where he's just, yep. he just wants to do the job that he was set out to do, which was just grab a briefcase, get off the train and that's it. And then of course there's, he has a, you know, bad luck, but I thought I actually liked the fact that I, I really enjoyed Brad Pitt big time because, you know, it's Brad Pitt. And I think this was one of the funniest, uh, one of the funniest roles he's actually ever been. And I was laughing at a lot of the stuff and I was just kind of surprised, like, all right. I mean, I knew he was going to be funny and it's not like he hasn't been funny before, but it just seemed like, to me, I just really enjoyed his character, you know, always just trying to be like, hey, hey, no, no, this is not what I want. This is not what he, <laughs> basically it was just everything that that he didn't want to happen happened. But then he can also just handle himself. And uh, but He's then, yeah, a really like a therapist. <laughs> he has a really good therapist. Apparently he mentions that throughout the movie. But uh, no, no. I mean, like, yeah, it's a, it's just. When it first started, it was a little it was a little cluttered. It was a little clunky at first because I'm you know, there's a lot of establishing the characters. Yeah, lots of storylines yeah. going on. Yeah. Lots of lots of flashbacks. And I was yeah. kind of like, I think at first I was like, this could be a little jarring. But as they started yep. sprinkling them a little bit more throughout the movie and spacing them out, it really works to give us that present storyline. Because, yeah, they they bought back to the past a, quite a bit. But I'm thinking in my head, I was like is th this is a better version of what suicide squad was trying to do uh david ayers was trying to do in the beginning it's like okay give us a little sequence but keep some things in the dark keep some things mm -hmm. rolling into the story so i think that that's why this was more effective because it did piece together at the end of it yeah you're right you're right and uh yeah it just but at, at first i was like oh man this is kind of just jumping all over the place and like i said it just it starts off a little like slow and it just kind of eases you into it and then it gets pretty uh outrageous of course when it comes to the fight scenes and like you said aaron taylor johnson and what's the other guy's name i always forget uh, his brian name. tyree henry yes they were oh, fantastic no. great chemistry yes. 
and uh their backstory was really cool and uh yeah aaron taylor johnson was uh he was an all-star when with his scenes too and then the fight scenes with him and brad pitt were just absolutely fantastic so yeah for real i'm like go ahead craven okay let's see yeah <laughs> speaking of that how, okay being a spider-man fan how are you feeling about craven um not not great <laughs> not great i'm like is, there you go are there we you gonna go. do the craven's last hunt without spider-man <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna really do a Craven story without Spider-Man. Uh, that's how I feel about the whole Sony. Yeah. What is it? The Sony Spider-Man universe of characters. Whatever it is, SMUMC, whatever they want to call it. It's not <laughs> that great. I will say it is just. I, I I Venom one. I was like, okay, this is we can we can kind of tiptoe into Spider-Man, but it just seems like there's no getting spider-man back into this universe at any point and there's no plan to to me it seems like they're on track to maybe doing their own version of a suicide squad the suicide squad and getting yeah. all these characters in morbius madam webb and now that spoiler alert for morbius uh vultures in that universe he'll be a part of it you got you'll have venom i mean it's like all right what are we doing here sinister six in a the suicide squad style right. this whimsical funny comedy type and that just doesn't know. work without spider-man <laughs> i know it's all very strange and poor poor michael keaton especially with reese and stuff it's like oh, he just gets man. thrown into these multiverse situations no idea what the hell's happening and god knows <laughs> if it's gonna be and he's just there to show up you know do his job and then leave but he's just like whatever um which I, I love michael keaton to death uh but too, man, man such a great actor and it's just like he just got in a whirlwind of crazy multiverse concepts but yeah and when it comes universes, to universes too yeah two universe isn't that crazy i mean at least he has that like he's that much in demand okay yeah, you, get, like, you know he'll be in two scrambled like, up universes yeah i know <laughs> it's like god how many times he gets called back for like hey you got to do a reshoot got to do a reshoot got to do a reshoot it's like <laughs> shit man but um, no, Craven, it's just like, I mean, uh, I'll watch it, of course. Uh, I like Aaron Taylor Johnson a lot. Uh, but yeah, it just seems like when it comes to this whole like, hey, let's do a bunch of villain movies that are villains of Spider-Man. And I'm like, all right, love Tom Hardy. Love, you know, the first Venom movie. I was like, okay, cool. Uh, yeah, seems like it was uh, cut up a little bit and a little rushed. I'm like, but I enjoyed it. Second one, I was like, okay, you're going forward with it. And I was like hoping for a little bit more, but it didn't quite get what I wanted. You know, it's just, it, but it, they knew what it wanted to be. So I was like, okay, that's fine. And then Morbius was just like, what? I was like, what the hell is <laughs> happening here? Like there's many times where I was just going, Wait, we're already in the next scene? Like, wait, there seemed like there was jump more to that. Yeah. Jump after jump. I mean, and that's the way Venom 2 was going, too, as I was watching it. I'm like, we literally yep. sat on that scene for maybe two minutes and we're into the next one. And I'm like, okay, I'm really feeling the effects of them cutting that down to like a 90-minute movie. Yeah, I know. So that's wasn't it supposed thing. to be like two hours? Well, yeah, it was going to be over two hours, probably. I mean, there's scenes in there where you're just kind of going like, oh, uh, I mean, specifically, there's a scene where he's getting chased up to the rooftop, and then it's just it just cuts to like he's already like in a jump, the orange jumpsuit, and they're interrogating him. I'm like, what the hell just happened right now? Like, here's <laughs> like, what just happened? They they were chasing him up, and he went on top of the roof, and then Tyrese was right there holding the gun to him, and then it was just like, bam, here we are interrogating you, and I'm like, okay, what? yeah. I know where's that director's cut? My God, but I don't know. It's all it, it yeah. Sony needs At least to release the Morbius cut. <laughs> no, right? It's Morbid time, y'all. <laughs> uh, 
exactly but uh all right so yeah i know i'm kind of worried about the craven thing because it's like all right especially when aaron taylor johnson came out or they said something about there was like news that came out where he talked about how wasn't gonna be like i don't know i forgot exactly what was said maybe someone will mention in the chat but like there was something that where people were like wait a minute that doesn't sound like craven the hunter and it was like i forgot exactly what they said but it just didn't sound like he was actually going to be hunting animals <laughs> or something like I that something like, about maybe he was defending them and not yes like, like defend more defending like he loves animals or something <laughs> like, wait a minute like, uh, Google craven the hunter like, yeah, man is always in a fur, man. Come yeah, on. he's yeah, he's not an animal lover. Uh, he loves the sport of hunting the animals. That's what it is. That's the whole cusp right. of his character. He's a hunter. He likes yeah. to hunt game. Like that's his big thing. And I'm like, okay, to strip that from the character completely to try <laughs> to make him fit into some kind of anti-hero universe you guys are making, it's just not even worth it at this point. Put listen. I don't love the amazing Spider-Man, but bring Andrew back if that's the solution. Because at this point, we got to get a Spider-Man somewhere. And I they're know, using I up know. all these great actors, Dakotas in, and Sydney Sweeney or in yeah. uh, Madam Webb. And Madam Webb's going to be interesting. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, okay, if those two are in it and they're so good, but the movie sucks, it'll be just, it'll be Venom too. Tom Hardy and uh, Woody Harrelson. I think oh, they're both God. great actors, and yeah, I felt like a little bit away, especially when they try to make Woody Harrelson look like a teenager in the oh. beginning scene. I was like, "What are you doing?" <laughs> I was like, "No!" I started laughing in the theater. I was watching. And I was like, "Oh man, they're really <laughs> trying to make it like like Woody Harrelson. Like it's like or like they're trying to make this character look really uh, like young." And I'm like, "It's just not yeah, working." I'm like, "Wait work. a minute," because mm. if Cletus is this young at this time. Woody Harrelson's like in his fifties. I'm like, this isn't working. This isn't working. Like mm -hmm. I get what they were trying to do. They had like these other actors and then you had his voice come out of the, it was it very was so weird. It was so, so weird. Hey, Mr. McKenzie. Thank you, sir. Yes. I appreciate the, yeah. uh, yes. Always like that. Uh, the appreciation right there. Uh, and then of course, yeah, like I said, follow Leo Lamb, follow his channel. Much appreciated. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, so we'll see. I mean, yeah, they definitely need to, Sony needs to figure out their shit too, because it's like, all but right. What's I mean, so crazy is they seem far more confident in their strategy. They really do. He does. And I'm like, oh my goodness, this, we are three movies into this SUMC and arguably two out of the three did not quite work movie wise now box office wise different story with venom too but morbius even didn't work in the box office and they re-released it <laughs> after the morbin time stuff trended and i'm like okay it's not working guys but they seem to think that they're on the right track so do we it's like do you stop them there it, it blows my mind that we're getting a madam web and a craven the hunter over a batgirl like I'm like okay, what? yeah, right. Batgirl and those are still on the way. Oh and man, the re-release of Morbius in theaters and it, it showed at San Diego Comic Con. That's right. All right, let's, let's oh, talk man. about that. So you were uh, when you went to Comic Con. Uh, how many days were you there? So I was there four days: Thursday, okay. Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and it was really good. I mean, first time at Comic Con. Nice. A lot of exclusive stuff I wanted sold out on Wednesday, but I will know that for next time. Uh, but a very fun experience, really crowded uh, um, Artist Alley, but it was really cool to just see all the different vendors and see Netflix set up and 
Paramount Plus, Disney Plus, everybody doing different installs and just so, so cool. I feel like I didn't get quite everything because I did have to be in Hall H for a lot of it, but I got to experience quite a bit. Uh, the Marvel animation panel was really good. Actually, yeah. Hall H material, they dropped so much like for Spider-Man uh, freshman, freshman year. year. That that is intriguing me. That 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 animation. And, and, yeah, it's, it's, and it's, it's like, gonna it's, be a different universe. Yes, based it to the MCU. I I like this idea. I like it. I, I do I, too. I saw some complaints, but I like it because then you have you can open up so many possibilities with this Spider Man in the MCU. I'm so yeah. down for it. There's I like so many the whole concept suits. of uh, I like the whole concept of like uh, you know the Civil War when he like walks in and it's supposed to be you know Tony Stark was there with Aunt yeah. May this time it's Norman Osborn. Norman, I yep. like that. I yes, that. I like that. So yeah. yeah, switch it up like one little and that's that's a cool that's like a cool nugget in their whole multiverse setup is like one little nugget that's different can span a whole different multiverse and I I, I really like where they're going with that and. What if season two is looking to be a little bit better? I, I didn't love season one, but the first episode of season two, they showed that at um, the presentation and it was actually really good. You saw the um, whole thing? Yeah, I saw the whole, oh, wow. it was the first episode. I, I want to say it was the first episode, but it may may have just been an episode in the season, in the second season. But they went back to uh, Captain Carter and did a story with her. So really, really nice. cool. Um, and then, Gosh, that X Men '97 was emotional. That, that I'm sure. I mean, I watched that like religiously when I was a, a young oh one. Oh my gosh! Just that theme alone will just get you back, back Man. right there. <laughs> Multiverse of Madness when Professor X oh, rolls yes. into the frame and you get yeah. that little theme song like yeah oh yeah oh yeah yeah I know. Oh yeah, the whole theater was like uh, lighting up when when it came to that. Oh, um, yeah. And then, yeah, and then showing off, you know, the old concepts of the characters. I mean, I will say that when they showed Magneto, I was like, okay. I mean, I get that it was pulled from you know because obviously Magneto is going to be leading the X Men in yep. this uh, continued thing, and and in the books they had this look for him where he had the long hair mm -hmm. and he had this different costume. I'm not really a fan of it. But I get okay, fine. They're going with that concept. That's sure. But I remember when I saw that, I was like, uh, I don't know if I like. This. I always like I mean, the traditional Magneto. Yeah, look. I, just, I always <laughs> love that look, man. That red, the red cape, the even the yeah. helmet. I mean, it just fits. The the when they showed it at first, I was kind of like, wait, is that Magneto? <laughs> They're like, yeah, and he's the he's the leader of the X Men this time. And I'm like, oh my gosh, crazy. Yeah. Um, but I'm looking forward to it. They they dropped like one little clip and it was a storyboard animation of the X-Men versus the Sentinels in the new season. Looked mm. really good. And it was That's just cool. like to the to the theme song and really, really well done. I, they showed this clip of all the voice actors coming back and oh, nice. dropping some lines and talking about their experiences coming back and just their experiences with the show everybody's so dedicated to this that there's just no way it could be bad. Like it's going no. to be phenomenal. Uh, and it'll, it'll bring us back to our childhood a little bit. Exactly. Like, oh, it's so yeah. cool. I'm looking That's forward to it. I mean, there's like, there's sometimes you could do nostalgia pretty, you know, correctly. And then why not do it like that? I mean, it's weird because when it comes to the MCU, I mean, even when it comes to Spider-Man, it's all, it's still kind of wonky when it comes to Marvel studios and, and both of those uh, properties, because you know, when it comes to Tom Holland, we're we're not fully sure exactly. It's like, all right, so what's going to be next for Tom Holland? Right. What is it's always a limit. Yeah. 
It really is. And, you know, obviously Sony is trying to hold on to Spider-Man as much as possible with their Venom or their uh, villain <laughs> universe that they're doing. But it's like, all right, but who's your Spider-Man? Like, we we want to know. And, and like, you have, in and we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We, and you have maybe three options now because, I mean, the last one we had three Spider-Men. So, and it seems like Andrew Garfield might be, I mean, it, you have options. And I'm just really hoping that, but then it's just, I wonder what is happening behind the scenes when it comes to Marvel Studios and Sony. I mean, obviously, you know, when you see them at the red carpet, they're playing nice. You have Amy Pascal and Kevin Feige taking pictures together. But then he's just <laughs> like, what is that? Crazy in that. Yeah. No, <laughs> no way home, promo. <laughs> A little bit. Uh, yeah. And then it's just like, all right, so what's actually happening here? Because obviously they both own the property. And and even, and even Tom giving, Holland. Like, awkward looks in the corner. And yes. you're just like, what is happening? And, and and Tom Holland's not voicing uh, Spider Man in the in Spider Man Freshman Year. Yeah, which is weird because, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, Charlie, Charlie Cox, Cox is coming back. Yeah, yeah I'm like, okay, yeah. he's, he's doing Daredevil. Kind of weird that you don't have Tom Holland and him. Well, like, it, it's because they fully own his him. I guess right. you could say because yeah. because Daredevil they acquired daredevil from netflix and you know that whole thing and everything's so they have the full-on rights of daredevil so they're able to do that when it comes to spider-man and tom holland they, do they can't do that it's That's so crazy. weird it what doesn't a weird situation sense. and it's only yeah. films correct like it's like they can't yeah really run with the films the way that they want to which marvel um mcu marvel studios was also at hall h announced phase five phase six being there was absolutely unreal, but it was I like bet, one little tidbit af afterward was like, oh, no Spider-Man mentioned. And it's like, well, Sony probably was like, nah, you guys got your stuff, but we got to have our Spider-Man under us. So it's like, no Spidey, but I mean, the Black Panther 2 trailer looked great. Oh, my God. That the was Guardians the best trailer that came out that week, oh. that whole weekend. That was the best trailer. I know. I saw your uh, your your short and I saw, yeah, you just, you know, I mean, I'm sure you, I, I probably would have got put to tears too, being there, watching all that and watching that, and watching that panel too, because obviously there was a lot of praise for Chadwick Boseman oh, yeah. uh, from Coogler and everything. Yeah, it had, I mean, that was a pretty emotional panel, I imagine. Yeah, it was. And just the fact that a lot of people address Chadwick and would say like, oh, he's still with us and his creativity is still with us and that'll never That'll never go away. And it was just like, I remember being inspired by seeing Black Panther to take my channel to, you know, a more serious level. And it was, it's, it's so, it was so emotional to be there. I mean, just being in the room, like they introduced the panel with like this great African drum presentation. Oh, yeah. And then uh, Kugler comes up, does a great, fantastic speech about Black Panther 2 with a couple of things and talked about Bozeman and, then you bring the cast on and everybody just seemed like it just seemed like such a family and they were so welcoming of Namor. So I, it just, I have a lot of faith in the next one because I, I remember before this presentation, I was a little bit nervous and actually toward the end of it, it, it closed it out. Me and my friend, we look at each other and we're like, are they doing black Panther? Cause it seemed like it were, they were just ending it. They only scheduled an hour for the panel and an hour had gone by and it just seemed like things were, were ending and lights were going down. It's like, oh, well, they must not be doing Black Panther here, maybe D23. And then out comes this like drum line. This, this Actually, at first it was an African choir and then a drum line came from the other side. They come up on the stage together, do a 
a couple of songs and it was like people started coming out Kubler came out talked for a bit and then everybody else came out and they showed the trailer and it was just immaculate and this is actually after like the guardians of the galaxy 3 yeah. cast comes out and they showed a trailer um secret invasion it was only uh kobe smolder for that one but they showed a trailer of that and uh the she hulk trailer dropped there too it dropped online too uh and a cut i want to say there was one other trailer that dropped but it was like guardians drops guardians of the galaxy yeah guardians volume 3 was really really good i and that was an emotional panel as well i mean people were it was the last announced as the last one we'll see if that ends up being the case but james said it was the last one and for him at least yeah 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 and i could see in the actors faces they how they felt about it and how they felt about it being the last one and they actually hadn't seen the trailer until uh the the presentation at SDCC and they were all getting like really emotional. It was just like such a brilliant moment. And honestly doing that she Hulk and all these things, and then closing out with black Panther fantastically done. And now they have more to announce at D 23. And this was all, all these things were after announcing phase five and phase six, the multiverse saga. I'm kind of wondering because obviously, I mean, they didn't, they didn't show everything that they wanted to show there. I mean, obviously when you see that, when you see phase six, especially they're like, all right, yeah, fantastic four. And then it's like, and then there was a bunch of dates and they're like, well, now you got to And then he does the whole thing like, Hey, well, obviously we have two movies that are going to end phase four. And then of course showed the two Avengers movies, um, which was great. But then I'm like, all right, is D 23 is when they're going to fill the gaps that that we didn't see. Yeah. Yeah, It's gotta be right. Phase six. Um, Yes. And then I'm wondering, like, Fantastic Four cast announcement at D23. Yep, I'm thinking so. You know what? I think yeah. I think the Batgirl directors would be great for that movie. For <laughs> Fantastic Four. Yep, yep. I mean, good on Miss Marvel episode. I, the last so episode. I mean, they could. Yeah, I mean, you never know what could happen, especially after now. You know, <laughs> Kevin uh, sent that email. Like, yeah, you did send that guys. email. <laughs> so good. Uh, yeah, we're definitely going to get into that, but I want to do uh, so. So, um, so you were also there for the DC uh panel too, right? Yeah, and you know, yeah. that opened the day on Saturday, which that was before the disastrous House of the Dragon panel. But <laughs> DC opened, and everybody, everybody thought Henry Cavill was showing up. I mean, oh, I know everybody it was the, the big buzz that we did. <laughs> yeah, we're like, we're like Henry Cavill, like, what they're gonna bring Henry out. People, oh, rumors boy. are swirling that he was in San Diego. So the Shazam panel happens, boom, Black Adam was really cool because, like, the rock comes up, like, there's like this smoke that goes out. The rock comes up on this raised platform and he's in the suit, comes back down into regular clothing, and the class, the cast talks, they release a, a new clip and a new trailer. And our our um, th- we had these lanyards on, and there was like these like kind of they were like these lanyards. They were these cards that had the Black Adam logo on them, and they all glowed blue. And it was just like this super cool experience. And it was like, okay, cool. And somebody gets up, a fan gets up on the fan questions mic and asks, who yep. would win in a battle against Superman and Black Adam? And The Rock's response, it depends on who the Superman is. And I'm yeah. just like, come on, are they like, are they leading us up? Are we going to get to it? And yeah, we never got there. Another person did ask about Superman specifically, and both The Rock and uh, Zach Levi both said we can't answer. So I'm 
guessing there's something going on behind the scenes, but <laughs> definitely is definitely, definitely stuff going on behind. Like, yeah, going on like, behind. Uh, I, I, I'm wondering if they just can't reach an agreement with Henry, and, and so that's that's ball maybe. What I from what I gather, that's pretty much what's been happening for like the yeah. past ever, ever since they ever since they shot Justice League, you know, initially back in 20, you know, whatever. It's, it's been so long since he's actually, I mean, that was like 2016. That was like six years ago that they were doing that. I mean, and it's so funny too, because when it comes to that DC panel, it's like, yeah, the, the trailers were, 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 I enjoyed both trailers. I enjoyed Shazam mm -hmm. and I, and I enjoyed the first Shazam. I love David F. Sandberg. Seems like the nicest guy in the world. And, um, and then when it comes to black Adam, I'm like, all right, I, I like it, Dwayne, but I just don't. I think you might be overselling your hand here a little bit because I'm just not sure um, if your if your name's going to be putting the butts in the seats. I mean, we saw what happened last weekend with DC Super Pets did not do that well. <laughs> you, well yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, DC did, Super did Pets just kind of came and went. Nah, yeah, did you see I it? Seen it? I still haven't seen it. You know what? I mean, it's nothing yet to rush to go see. Okay. Yeah. It not. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it was, but at the same time, I'm just kind of going, ah, this could have just, uh, Dwayne Johnson, again, I like you, but I wish somebody else was voicing crypto. You just don't oh, have, man. I'm like, I'm like, I just wish somebody else was uh, voicing crypto. You just, now I'm just, I just hear Dwayne Johnson. Yeah. That's all I'm hearing. Kevin Hart, fine. Because Kevin Hart, like he fit Ace. For some reason, I was like, I was worried that Kevin Hart wasn't also going to fit ace but he actually fit ace pretty well and and everything so i was like because kevin hart's a comedian so yeah yeah, he's he knows cadence, to... yeah he's got that cadence to him where it's yeah. like all right yeah i'm voicing a dog for shit's sake dwayne johnson <laughs> it's not like he did bad but it's just like i just kept hearing dwayne johnson and i'm just going somebody else should have voiced this whole thing and i'm like ah it kind of so, takes it away from it being crypto a little bit to dwayne johnson yeah, yeah i totally get that i get that and i my theory is that at least Aquaman and Wonder Woman pop up in uh, Black Adam because I'm True. like, okay, since this trailer has now established that the Justice Society is going after him, I'm thinking they're not going to be enough. Wonder Woman and Aquaman are going to come in. Maybe, maybe Superman. I know. Apparently, there's supposed to be a Superman presence, but it's like, but are we going to actually see a face? We need yeah. to see a face. <laughs> is it going to be... Yes, exactly. <laughs> is it going to be that, or is it going to be in the shadows? What's going to be happening? Right, right. Shazam, Peacemaker. It's like all these uh, little teases. Come on, see, that's, come that's, on. Oh, I love. I I really enjoyed Shazam, and that's now part of my Christmas movie rotation since it's a technically yes, it's a Christmas so movie. Good. <laughs> yeah, but that. But I just hate that last part. I'm like, you could have just just not had that last part. I'm like, if oh, you're not going to have. What the the the, the, the Superman scene? Yeah. Oh oh yeah yeah. And yeah, the cafeteria. Yeah, I, it's like, come on. <laughs> it's like you didn't need that. If you didn't get the guy, let's not just fake like, it. You know. <laughs> yeah. Look at how do you do? Oh yeah. So you get it. You get so you get zoomed in right there, right live stream. I got. You gotta have to tell me how you do that stuff. I'm sure there's like a little setting or something on my camera. Yeah, Sparko Cam is what the program is called. Sparko, okay. Hmm, I'm gonna have to hit yeah. you up about that. Interesting. Hey, I got you. I got you. Oh, yeah. I just keep everything stationary, you know. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so there's that, and then I'm um, like, all right. So and then of course you what Sunday you head home. Uh, Sunday I actually just kind of walked around, 
Okay. Went to the Funko booth. I tried to get the Batman uh, vinyl. They posted, Mondo posted a vinyl signed by Michael Giacchino. Didn't get it. <laughs> but just explored the room. Uh, went and met up with a couple friends. And then, yeah, wrapped it up there. Like I said, didn't get to get any exclusives, though. Damn. But it was all right. I was I was there. I also saw the first 20 minutes of Dragon Ball Z or Dragon Ball Super Superhero on Friday, which was okay. really good. Those people were hype as hell. I got this. This is the only exclusive I ended up getting was a Sun Goku exclusive. Nice. Uh oh man, and I was like, finally could get something, but that was like the highlight of Friday and then Saturday, Marvel and DC. Yeah. And also on Saturday, there was a House of the Dragon panel that just did not go great at all. Why? Um, Why is that? So the moderator was asking some really weird questions. Uh, the weirdest one being like after people were dancing around mentioning not mentioning the actual title Game of Thrones. George had mentioned it as a show he worked on previously. So it was like awkward air in the room and, and the moderator goes, is there anything on anybody's mind that they want to talk about right now? And I'm like, <laughs> uh oh, whoa, man. Uh, and then a fan gets up on the on the mic to ask a question. And he goes, Matt Smith, it's Morbid time. And Matt oh, Smith shit. is like, it's what? <laughs> no. like, no, I think I remember man. reading about I think I remember reading about that, too. Oh, <laughs> man. Matt Smith was like, it's what? <laughs> oh no it's like oh man uh, and then he asked the question do you think your character morbius would be able to survive on westeros and he was just like i, I guess like he had no idea what he was talking about wow yeah Jeez. and then there That's was another bad. fan question where a fan had actually dressed up as a character and asked the actress portraying that character how she felt coming from a theater background and, and transitioning that into this big TV TV show. And mm -hmm. she just like, it almost, I think it almost like triggered her a little because she just kind of like couldn't answer the question that, that well. And I don't know if maybe that was like, maybe something she tried to bury. And I was like, Oh, that, that just kind of got a little awkward. And the rest of the panel, I don't, I don't think they really asked Olivia that many questions. Okay. But I, and it was just kind of beaten all over the place. It was just not that it was it was kind of weird positioned after DC too, because the yeah. interview in the room immediately dropped. Yeah. No, you know, Henry Cavill. It was like, oh yeah, I know. Uh, <laughs> if, if Henry had come Henry. out, maybe that would help them. <laughs> Damn that Henry Cavill, my God. Now it's it's kind of funny too, because I mean, yeah, that, that was the most buzz that came out. And then of course, after like you know, almost a week later. What happens is they announce, you know, J Jason Momoa decides to drop a video on Instagram showing that Ben Affleck is going to be in Aquaman 2. And that got more buzz than anything from Comic-Con. It's, like, <laughs> it's like, oh, it, it is just, I mean, being a, I mean, I'm mainly a DC fan and I mainly cover that. Um, but man, I, and I tell you what, sometimes it's just, it, it could be just like, what is happening? I mean, I mean, I remember I was, it was. What two Thursdays ago? I am. I have a four thirty showing of DC Super Pets. I'm getting ready, and all of a sudden, I like refresh my Twitter, and I see this image of Momoa and Affleck together, and I'm going, right, like, "That's what? not real." I, my first thought was, "All oh, that's not real." Yeah, and right. Like, and, then I, and then I send it to like a group chat. I'm like, "Hey, somebody sit, tell me if this is real." I'm trying to get ready for you know to go 
watch a kid's movie by myself. And um, so I was like, I was like, so, and then I was like, shit, it is real. So I went, man, all right, I'm going to have to uh, like, just shoot a quick video real quick or something like that before I go. And I was like, and then of course, when I get out of the theater, I mean, everybody it's trending, it's all over the place. It's crazy. Yeah. The timing of this stuff is never the best. <laughs> It always will drop like right when you're in the movie theater or you're at a doctor's appointment or you're headed to the dentist and you're like, damn, here it comes. And and when that dropped, I was just like, okay, so what about Michael Keaton? And now it just seems that maybe he's out of the picture. I'm not sure, but it, Man, I, I'm I, unsure. It's... Rumblings has said test screenings. People were like confused about him being there, and yeah, I can understand, especially if if you're not really deeply ingrained into the DC universe, and you know you're just following this as a casual moviegoer, somebody who really likes superhero movies, and you're maybe not that deep into it. You probably would be a little jarred by Michael Keaton and his Batman popping up in Aquaman too. I mean, here's the thing: it's like. When they initially got all this and they, they they were trying to establish something, they were like, all right, how are we going to get Oh, wait, we have the Snyderverse, obviously, that was all established. It's like, all right, so how do we kind of, you know, step away from that? And, of course, there's like the Flash and this whole, uh, you know, timeline that he could change. Obviously, that's what Flash does. You read any comic books. I mean, obviously, when he, the end of New 52, what happens? There's like a whole thing and just basically the whole universe gets reboot into rebirth which is cool because then it's like you know people can go all right i could start over and i really did that i didn't really collect i didn't really collect much of anything when it came to new 52 yeah um, me neither yeah but then when rebirth happened i was like all right i'm gonna go i'm gonna i'm gonna really just start from you know but there was so much and you know and where i used to live there was a comic book shop like two miles away which was nice you know i, I made friends with the the, the yeah. owner yeah i made friends with the owner i mean it was like once a week I'd go in there and I would grab the books that I wanted to get. And then I would just sit to, stand there and talk to him for two hours. We'd be talking about yeah. everything, <laughs> movies, all the movies. You know, he was a big, you know, he was a fan of, uh, you know, of course, like Man of Steel, stuff like that. And, and uh, BBS. And then, of course, Marvel stuff. We talk about all kinds of things. It was funny because I would literally just be standing there. I might as well just went behind the counter and just pretend <laughs> like I worked there because I would just be leaned up against the uh, the counter talking to him as other away, people. Huh? yeah just chatting away and then other people are like buying books and stuff but then it would be you know I, I try to incorporate you know whoever was buying the books like i would try to like change the conversation and be like oh hey yeah yeah that's a good one or blah, blah, blah. Well, hey what do you think about this or something like that so i always try to be like yeah i don't want to ruin your business here man i don't yeah, want to i get it you're like oh, yeah we get out the way a little yeah, yeah. but it was a lot of 52 though at, that line was pretty I, I really yeah. like some of the rebirth stories, but yeah, the re some two. of the rebirth was really good. I like that. There was a couple things that when it came to like the Trinity, I like when they had yeah. like a whole series dedicated just on the Trinity, and the the mm -hmm. first story was actually really, really good. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of good little um, re uh, boots, I guess you could say, that they had with some of the stuff. Um, I also loved our All Star Batman with what Scott Snyder Ooh. did with that one. That was dark and gritty with. Uh, with him and Two-Face going on a, basically he, he was trans, 
transporting um, Two-Face across like, you know, to get him. I forgot exactly where, but then all these other like hitmen and everything were going after him. And then they kind of changed the backstory of Bruce and Harvey, which was kind of cool where they were like, they went to boarding school together and stuff like that. Oh, and dope. yeah, it was actually like, you know, because there's always been when it comes to Bruce and Harvey, there's always been like, it's, it's never the same. Like when you, when you, right. when you, always when you different. watch, yeah, when you watch Batman the animated series, they were like really good friends and which makes the, you know, when he turns into Two-Face, the Two-Face part 1 and part 2, which makes it like a little more heartbreaking because it's a really good, you know, pair of episodes in that in Batman the animated series because you see Bruce's struggle with it and stuff. But then of course then you'll have like stuff where it's like, all right, but maybe he didn't know him that well, he just knows him as, as the district attorney. If you look at like Dark Knight you know, right. he didn't know him at all, you know, and then even Batman forever touched on it a little bit, but it's like, were they actually friends? I don't know because yeah, there's all kinds of things. So I thought it was kind of cool. I actually liked the storyline where Bruce and Harvey were friends prior to all the madness that's happening mm -hmm. in God before they were who they are. Yeah, I like the fact yeah. that they're like school buddies. I actually do like that concept. And convention. I kind of, yeah, I, I actually, if if Matt Reeves is gonna bring him into, um, if Matt Reeves is gonna bring him into the, uh, into his universe, I would think that he should go for that concept of like, hey, yeah, Bruce and Harvey were chums; they already know each other. I think that'd be a cool concept to bring into Matt you Reeves. Think he does that for two? Are you thinking he's going down a line? Well, I I just think when it comes to Matt Reeves, I think he wants to. What I like about the first Batman is the fact that we didn't have to like, it's not like he had to introduce, I mean, yes, he introduced all the characters, but they're already like somewhat established. Yeah. Maybe not the Riddler so much. The Riddler was like first finally getting to where he was, but Penguin was already pretty established. Catwoman was already pretty established. And then the Joker is already in jail. He's already in Arkham. Crazy. So I'm like, yeah, <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. And I thought that was a beautiful way to do it. I was like, all right, yeah. Yeah, it, and then release a whole scene where wow, that scene is amazing. But it's like, hey, can we get a can we get a cut of the movie that actually has that scene? Hey, Brian, right where, where is that at in the movie? Like, give yes. it to us. Give it to us. Yes, I, 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 I really like that. I mean, I and I really like Barry Kilgan. He was, he yeah. was good. He was good. He was I'm kind of glad good. they didn't release it in the theatrical. It is a long movie, and it would have kind of yeah. just like. Been a little bit of like a oh a derail, but I mean, if they did it as a post credit, like they could have slipped that in. They could have slipped that in. Yeah, they could have done something like that. But I mean, the fact that he, but it's like part of the story. I think that's what I mean. Yeah, I, don't know, I think they were trying. To, I mean, but then again, you want to do something different than what Marvel's doing. I think that's the big thing. It's like they're they don't want to do like you know two post credit or a mid credit and a post credit. So, but I know like that's the He's thing that I mean. Yeah, you have to be different. So I do like the concept of like, all right, yeah, there's a deleted scene. We're going to release it online and then it trends. Because even that that happened with uh, like Batman or Superman when they had the scene where Lex is talking to Steppenwolf, which essentially is leading into Justice League where he's like yeah. in the ship and he's talking to and you see like the uh, the SWAT team like raid the ship. And then they're like, you know, and you see that silhouette of, of Steppenwolf. So I was like, that's cool because... Yeah, that's kind of like a post credit scene, but they released it just online as a deleted scene. And then, of course, it got put into the Ultimate Edition. So I thought that was kind of unique. It's like, yeah, don't do exactly what they're doing over there. But um, but yeah, that, when it comes see, to that's that, what I want out of DC. Right, yeah, I want unique. 
and the Batman, and regardless of how you feel about it, Joker as well, they're unique in that they feel like their own universe, their own property. Yes. I almost, to be honest with you, would have been cool with them just rolling with a formula like that after BVS and, and Man of Steel weren't as successful as they wanted it to be. They could have just went and did these solo outings and then in the Batman universe, do the Joker. Yeah. I don't know if I needed the uh, sequel to be a musical, but <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're not, feel, not feeling that too much. I'm not feeling but, it. Yeah, you know, I think with Gaga involved, it makes it a little bit better for me. I'm a big Gaga fan, but I don't know. I don't know. I don't know that I even needed a sequel to that movie. I'm like, yeah, I was always against it. I was always against it. Like yeah. uh, that, I always thought that's a one-off. Don't touch it. it you know, you want you won awards. It made a billion dollars. So it's like, don't do this. Don't, don't, don't try to like over, you know, let's not overdo it here. And and then all of a sudden they're talking about Joker 2. I'm like, what do you uh, I'm like, unless they come up with a story. Yeah, oh yeah. Yeah. Pardon that pun. Yeah, but yeah, it's like I'm like, uh, do I do I need do we need this? And then when I heard, but I will say this though, when I heard that they were gonna go on, like it was gonna be like kind of like a musical, I went, all right, that's different. You have my attention. We'll see what happens. I'm not a big musical guy. I'm not, but I'm intrigued enough to be like, okay, let's see what happens with this. Cause I just, you know, I'm trying to, if you're going to do something unique for the sequel that going towards a musical. Okay. You got my attention. You got a lot of people's attention. Yeah. So I think, you know, regardless of what, what people think about it, I think a lot of people went kind of went, you know, they went back like, Oh, okay. That's intriguing. Oh, Lady Gaga? What? Okay. Right. All right. So I think that's to if if they're gonna do a sequel to that movie, they needed to go that crazy. And I just really hope that they nail it because you know, Todd Phillips, I'm not, I mean, I'm not trying to, you know, dog on any of his um his previous movies, but you know, the hangover was a fucking hit. I mean, it was yeah, huge. No, yeah, it was. Yes. So then it was like, all right, let's make a sequel. And then they made the sequel. And guess what? The sequel was like almost beat for beat. Of course, it was a little bit grander and, the, you know, it was a bigger almost, setting. Almost the same movie. Yeah, but it was like they went with the same beats. And it was yep. like, all right, yeah, okay. You, you sold the same product repackaged into like something bigger, sure. But I'm like, yeah, but look at that. You started off the same. It was all just like, eh. And then, of course, with the third one, they try to do something different and they try to bring it back. And I was like, yeah, OK, but nah, nothing's going to capture the magic of that then. first one. It was, it was yes. at that point. It's like, okay, like if, three. Ugh, yeah, we needed three. But I mean, you're, you, you bring up a great point in that at least Joker 2 is something completely different. It'll be something new to add to the mix, which is weird that this had a release date announced. And a little teaser drop during four years, not four years, two years from now, two, two years. years from now. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like wow, y'all really doctored that up quick to kind of derail some of this Batgirl stuff, huh? <laughs> it's like, I think that's what it was too. I think they were like, okay, 
You know, and I, I, you might be on to something right there because I think with, with, with everything that happened this week, they were like, we need something, po we need something positive right now. So somebody, they, they got somebody to make that little clip and add the music and add the yep. silhouettes and that little teaser. And like, we needed a release date because I've said this time and time again, because even when it comes to Marvel, like, especially with Comic-Con, I just go, yeah, release dates. Do we really believe in release dates anymore? I mean, they <laughs> It's a placeholder. Oh, cyborg and, and Green Lantern supposed to come out. <laughs> oh yeah, exactly. Anytime, anytime you see a slate that has release dates, no, I mean, don't even believe them. Like most of the, t I don't think there's ever been a movie that's ever been full. I mean, maybe there has been, but I mean, I would like to actually see the percentage of movies, these big movies, especially comic book movies, that when they got announced, were they ever released on that exact date? Not a lot. Maybe there. Maybe there was, I don't know, but yeah, but I'm just going like release dates don't mean shit. So they, but you, yeah, like I said, you were probably onto something. They were like, we need something positive. And that was it. Something to derail, something to take us away from the Batgirl cancellation situation. I think that yeah. was like, so that was the morning before their WB discovery earnings call. They knew, they knew. They, they knew. knew people were in a panic and yes, I, I don't, I don't know how you felt, but. I definitely was worried about some HBO Max originals. I was like, okay, yep. James Gunn said Peacemaker is safe, so we don't necessarily got to worry about that one. But what about Harley Quinn? What about Doom Patrol? What about um, I love to hate Titans? So there's that. And I'm just like, okay, where are we going with this? But luckily that earnings call sounded like they were positive about HBO Max. So hopefully things are just here to stay. We may lose one out of those four, but hopefully not. Yeah. Now, okay. So, let's let's talk about this week. Let's get into all the stuff that that happened this week. Now, obviously, when uh, when the news broke that that Batgirl, um, I mean, obviously, <laughs> I mean, it just kind of sucks when like the New York Post was the first one to uh, to post about it because you know they're not exactly you know credible as you know they they could be a tabloid kind of website sometimes you know. I'm not saying that they're like wrong all the time. I'm just saying that sometimes you can kind of go, oh, it's a New York Post. Should we right. believe it? <laughs> you know, and that was my initial thought was like, I don't know if I should believe it or and not. You pop and the article open and when it says like our sources said, you're like, Ugh. yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, and then it's just even like they had like an animated GIF too that showed yeah. like her and it was like, like tomatoes being Tomato. thrown at her. Yeah, yeah I, was like, weird. I was like, what is going on here? It was just very strange. It was very strange. And then um, and then I'm like, all right, nah, this is not true. Why would they do that? They're, it's almost, it's in post-production. There was, there's no way. And then all of a sudden, it just like post, you know, all of a sudden, like the trades got it and everything. And it was like, what is happening? And man, what was your initial reaction when all this came about? Uh, so same as you with the New York Post, I, I jumped on it right away and was like, is this real? Like, I was like, wow, like, well, there goes a most anticipated movie can't, that I was really looking forward to canceled. Yeah. It was just very odd and shocking. And I, I thought like, OK, is this like a joke? Is it not? Are we going to see people come out and deny it later? Because the same thing happened with Green Lantern. So I was like, OK, maybe. This is just a joke. This is a flub article. Maybe it's potential that somebody can come back and, you know, set the record straight. No, we're going to keep on going with this. And then when they finally release it, I'm like, how do you cancel a movie that's going straight to a streaming service? 
yeah. that you've already paid a lot of money for, $90 million for, and it's straight to streaming. You got post-production left to go. How do you just shelve that? How do you just say, you know what? These people spent months to years of developing and producing and writing this material and acting in it. Crews coming out every morning super early only to put it back up on the shelf. Like it just didn't make sense to me. I, I guess for a while, like I was thinking like, is this real? Like, did they really just cancel a DC movie like that? And yeah. so when I saw that there, and then the rumblings of HBO Max potentially going away and things like that, I definitely was a little nervous. I was wondering what was going to happen with DC and the DCEU. And then I know, I think it was a variety or indie wire. One of the two had mentioned the possibility of Shazam two and Aquaman two being moved. And so I was just like, what is happening with this universe? Like, and, and, and it's weird that all this comes out and I'm like, okay, so now them not presenting Batgirl as DCC makes sense. Um, or anything Aquaman 2, anything The Flash, them not presenting all that makes sense. There's a strategy shift. Very, very weird. It was just a weird instance. It was a weird thing to happen. I did uh, something I never expected. And to see that shelf like that, it made me feel bad for the cast and crew. It made me feel bad for Leslie Grace, the directors who one of them's at their at one of them's wedding. They're wedding. It's crazy that <laughs> they're in the middle of a, a wedding for one Ugh. of them. And they they get the news from I think they got it from that NY Post like they saw the New York Post article before they were even told so that's <laughs> got to be absolutely heartbreaking for them and it was just I think it was a, a mix of shock nervousness because I was uncertain where the rest of the DCE would go and then yeah. a little feeling a little bad for. Feeling bad for the crew and cast and directors putting so much heart and soul into this. And clearly it seemed like they were huge Batgirl fans. Yeah. To see that that ship sink like that, and it was it could have been dumped on HBO Max. So weird. It's oh, it wow. yeah, it's a it's it's interesting because I'm like, okay, if it was that bad, I'm like, all right. Honestly, it's like, okay, they must have saw a, an assembly cut. And but see, I mean, that's the thing, it's like you have an assembly cut, maybe it's not going to be as good as it should be. And Why? I don't know, like, what was so bad that was in there that they were like, no, we're not going to do this. And then instead of just going, all right, we're just going to dump it on HBO Max and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll get some something out of that. They just were like, you know what, we're going to find a loophole and stuff and try to get a tax write off thing and blah, blah, blah. So Which is a thing I never heard about. I was like, wow, that's a thing where they can literally just go, hey, we're going to pull original content that we own and to be never seen or distributed ever again. And we could write it off as a tax break or whatever the hell. And I'm like, wow, that is sleazy. First off, right? that is very like, I mean, I, I get it that there's bad shit out there, but at the same time, it's like there's people out there that are that like it. There are people out there that love Howard the Duck. I'm sorry to say, people. There are <laughs> people true, out there. Yes, yes. They love that movie. I mean, and it's it could be a it could eventually be a, have a cult following, a guilty pleasure, something. You know, there's always something good that can come out of something bad. You know, when when I mean, look at the look at the room with what's his name. You know, a high mark. You know that. Oh my gosh. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> that, that is. I mean, it's so bad. Movie. It's good. 
it's so bad that it's good where he turned he turned that ba- awful movie that he made into something that had a huge cult following where he was yeah. having sold out screenings all kinds of things Tommy Wiseau like, was showing up to the screen yes. signing stuff like yes. it's bonkers so it's like there's always something that you could turn from like even if it's really bad you could turn it into something i'm like going all right this is okay it's Batgirl. It's got Michael Keaton. It's got Brendan Fraser. We always got to forget, not, not forget that Brendan yeah, Fraser yeah. was Firefly in this thing. How but bad could it really guessed. be? How bad could it really be? How bad could it really be to, uh, to the point where it's like you just full on scrap it? I get the business decision because like, all right, if they looked at it like, all right, if we get, if we don't, we don't put any money into marketing, we save. Well, I think they released the numbers like $20 million, 20, 30, maybe. I don't know. But then I'm like, okay, but all your mark, all the marketing is happening right now. You shelved it or see to me, I'm like, man, I almost thought, are they playing like this 4D chess kind of thing where it's like, hey, if we like, you know, tip off the, the trades and the media that this thing got canceled and then everybody starts freaking out and all of a sudden we get this free marketing and then we go okay okay we heard you we heard you we're gonna put it on hbo max and then all of a sudden maybe they'll get like a spike in something subscriptions i don't know i don't think that's i mean it sounds like that's not happening but i was like wouldn't that be a kind of like a strategy that they can take yeah it's one route i mean look we got (laughs) we got justice we got Zack snyder's justice league so it's like okay that's one route they could have taken to bring some awareness to the Batgirl movie at all because they had done no marketing. All we saw was that photo of Leslie Grace in the suit and then some yeah. various behind-the-scenes pictures. But we hadn't seen a clip. We hadn't seen a trailer, a teaser. That DC, that the video that I mentioned earlier in the stream, they didn't put it in that video. And it was just like, okay, what is happening with Batgirl? So, yeah, I mean, that could have been one route to go. I, I honestly, I thought it was fake. I was like, I thought they were going to come out later and be like, no, 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 we're, we've got our Batgirl. But what kind of trips me out about all this is like David Zaslav says, like, okay, making big budget movies for streaming is not worth it. But I'm like, but y'all spent all that money on Zack Snyder Justice League and it brought in a ton of new subscribers. So, yeah, there was a spike. It's not worth it is going against a strategy well, that worked for you when the platform was in its beginning era. It just didn't make that much sense. And honestly, I'm like looking at different streaming movies and I'm like, the fact that Red Notice, a movie that's not a great movie at all, got so many streaming minutes that it's being compared to watch time of Avengers Endgame. It just goes to show that big budget streaming movies are still a hit and they always will be, especially with where things are moving. I mean, 45 day rule, they said they're going to go away with that, but it was just like, okay, people wait for streaming. Lightyear, a lot of people waited for streaming. Like, it's not a, I don't think it's rocket science. Well, I think, you know, what this is what happened. This is, and this is a theory that I've been thinking about. I think I even said it this week too on my show was like, I don't think studios were quite prepared for streaming yet, you know, for the streaming wars. I mean, yeah, it was always going to be like a start, like it was already already starting. Mm-hmm. But the fact that the pandemic, when COVID hit, it 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 took what was going to probably happen in about five to seven, maybe eight years, and just 
boosted it up and it was like, all right, we have to start doing more stuff streaming because theaters are closing. People aren't going outside. We don't know what the hell is happening with all this. So it was just it. I mean, let's face it, the the past two years, which felt like a decade. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, let's Amen. face it. And it really like I, I'm trying to remember pre-pandemic years and it, it feels like it was a decade ago. You're like, wait, that I'm happened like, in 2019? What? Yeah, I'm like because it's funny because I'll be listening to podcasts and whatever, and people will talk about stuff like during the pandemic and say few years ago. I'm like, it's only been two and a half years. And I'm like, it's amazing how people's brains will always go, yeah, well, a few years ago. And I'm like, no, it hasn't been really a few, <laughs> but it feels like it's been a few. That's the thing. So I think like that really just jarred like you know every studio and then they're like what's going to be the alternative and when it came to warner brothers i mean obviously they had hbo max and then they had the idea this is when jason kylar was oh, ahead man. of all that yeah and he was just like well let's just do same day you know same day release which seemed like a good idea um ended up not exactly being a good idea i mean i think for some people it was a good idea but for the most part, when it came to the bottom line, it wasn't. It, it lost money. They lost a, sh uh, a shit ton, and and um, it ended up not being a good idea. But at, then at the same time, uh, like when it came to Zack Snyder's Justice League, I mean, he helped greenlight that, get the money that that needed. And then, like you said, it, there was a spike. I mean, it sh they showed the numbers even on like THR and everything. They showed that the numbers that spiked up were like people wanted to see it. But the sad fact of the matter is, is like what every streaming service needs is for people to stay. Yeah. There was no, you know, it's like, it's like, okay, they paid what $15 for one four hour movie. And then they left and it's mm -hmm. like, Oh, so the problem is not so much that, yeah, we can green light some good content here that we know people are going to want to come watch, especially when there's a movie out there that's been requested for three years and it's part part of culture yeah but then we need content to keep them there we got to promise them more and that's the thing if they had some more like future dc pro products or and and mind you they, they could have like i mean today was the sixth uh, anniversary for suicide squad we talk about the air cut release the air cut they could have easily been like hey guys just to let you know if you liked what we did here we can get you the air cut too. that the suicide squad. They could have done something like that, which didn't require as much as the Snyder cut Snyder cut needed. They $70 million. Jesus Christ. <laughs> air cut. Jeez. Air That's cut. Daily Batgirl. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, the air cut doesn't need that much. And they could have been like, Hey, if you like this, guess what? In a couple of few months, we're going to have this, you know, we're going to have the Suicide Squad, which is a follow up to it. Then we're going to have the original cut of the Suicide Squad. It's like in order to keep people subscribed, they needed more, but they didn't have any. They didn't have a plan for anything mm -hmm. else. And they were still ushering stuff over from uh, the DC Universe app. So I was like, OK, you don't have a library of stuff like, OK, you've got a hodgepodge Harry Potter over here, all this different stuff. But like you were saying, they didn't have originals. Like, what if they put Batgirl out at that point? What if after that, they put out just more content, had more stuff? And it was crazy. It was like, okay, we had Godzilla versus Kong. We had uh, yeah, which was Mortal Kombat drop on yeah. there, which showed some a little bit of steady retention and watch. But it just wasn't enough because it's like, okay, uh, 
Godzilla versus Kong, I had to slip out to a theater for that one. So that one, I that's I, the I thing. To go to a theater. I mean, like, <laughs> that's the thing. It's like when, when you have movies that are big scale like that. And even like, uh, you know, a lot of people were giving hell to uh, Tom Cruise for holding off on Top Gun Maverick because obviously like that was supposed to release. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, yeah, um, now it's like, oh, just put it on Paramount Plus, put it on Paramount Plus. And Tom Cruise is like, nope, nope, you have to watch this in the movie theater. You have to watch this in the movie and theater. He was right. <laughs> and he was absolutely correct. And it was just like, it was one of those things where for a while there, people were like going, dude, Tom, just we want to see the movie. Put it on the streaming service. And he dug his heels in and said, no, we're going to just, I'm going to hold out. And then look what happened. He was right because now it's $1.3 billion still yeah. running in the theaters now. And people are still going to it and multiple viewings are happening and everything. So he was absolutely correct. So yeah, when it comes to certain movies, it's like, yeah, you have, it just, it's the movie going experience is always going to be there. I'm like, yeah, maybe eventually, I don't know. It's always such a weird thing. And that's another thing the pandemic kind of um, threw out there was the fact that, okay, now that this has happened now the movie going experience you know there's a there's a good portion of that audience that mm -hmm. now is still still not comfortable going into a movie theater um i would say you know it's a very small uh portion because now when i go back it seems like okay we're we're back when i saw spider-man no way home it was like a packed theater and yeah, i'm like all right down. we're back yeah we're what back was the most packed uh theater you had this year this year this year uh yeah because that was technically last year I would probably say, yeah, I'd probably say Doctor Strange. Okay, was pretty, okay, yeah. that makes sense. Oddly yeah. enough, the most packed, the well, not even oddly, uh, Top Gun Maverick was packed. Oh yeah, wall yeah. to wall. I mean, yeah. people were cheering in the movie. That's got its own fandom, man. Like they, the people were very dedicated in my screening of uh, Top Gun. I mean, they were <laughs> so into it. It, it, and it was, it was worth it. I mean, it was a great it movie. Was. I thought it was better than the original. Oh, of course. But that's the thing. I know when people talk about like people almost are afraid to admit like it's better than the first. Like, no, admit that it, it is. It, it is. is. It, Everybody, it is. Okay, Some the people first love one, that first one. I, I yeah. get it. There's a little bit of a nostalgia that goes with that first one, you know. Yes. But, and for for <laughs> for its time in 1986 movie was phenomenal okay and it was ahead it was it set a totally new fair. precedent it was like yep. fully there if you were to go back in time and go watch that in a movie theater in 1986 and see everybody's minds get blown by by the sequences and stuff like that sure but top gun maverick is a better movie it definitely is it's just because of everything the practicality of everything that that happened in the movie i mean it's it's all i mean yeah it, it's all there but of course the first one's going to hold a special place in everybody's hearts yeah. because it was so iconic but but uh, you're right it, and it was uh it was a totally different i would say that yeah that too was also pretty packed actually um sadly i only got to see it once in the theater same year, um, but yeah, what a pleasure I, know. It was. I know. I know somebody who saw it five times in the theater. I was like, Jesus, oh, yeah, oh, I can't say nothing. I saw No Way Home quite a few times. I'm ashamed <laughs> to admit, 12 in the theater. In the theater? <laughs> no, well, I mean, you're a diehard Spider Man fan, and that yes, was just sir. that I was everybody. <laughs> anybody, anybody who was a Spider Man fan, that was that was their wet dream right there. I mean, oh, my god, man. it was just. 
I mean, it was everything <laughs> When Andrew about comes it. out of that portal, and you, uh, well, honestly, it's like when Andrew just turns around, you see the different eyes. It's just like, oh, yeah. <gasps> yeah. Everybody in the theater is just like, that ain't Tom, that ain't Tom. <laughs> Dude, like, I remember, I remember, like, just being in that theater. And uh, first, I mean, I remember I, I was just, I had energy just like crazy. Yeah. I was spoiled. I was spoiled, obviously, because doing this, you get spoiled, you know. Oh, no. What what you get spoiled with? I got spoiled with Charlie Cox, man. Oh, same here. That was the big thing. <laughs> and then I saw, you know, literally when I was live, uh, uh, people were like, dude, so and you know, so and so uh, dropped some uh, behind the scene images of uh, all three Spider Man. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, how? Why did he, Why would, what the hell? So I already, I mean, but we already knew, we already were like suspecting that the, all three of them were going to be in the movie, but yeah, Charlie Cox was kind of like a, like, is that going to happen? But then of course, wow. yeah, it eventually got leaked, which I was fine with because I was still, I went in there. So like, all right, this is going to be a crazy movie. It's going to be energy like crazy. This is going to be the first movie that's going to have like that energy back since the pandemic. And I'm happy for it. And I was like, just, even when Charlie Cox showed up and I knew that when you saw him just Boop, when he just, you know, he that scene transition where he just drops his cane yeah. and he's oh focus on it. I, start, I literally <laughs> just started clapping. I started clapping. I, the yep. girl next to me, you know, because I had my brother next to me and my nephew over here, but I had some, you know, random stranger next to me over here. And I started clapping like hard. I'm like, I probably scared the shit out of her. This <laughs> going nuts. Like, oh my yeah. gosh. I was just like, yes, yes. You know, so even though I knew it's coming. The first one I was uh, the first screening I went to was a critic screening, and I was like, "Man, like some the energy is definitely not there." Nope. And nope. I think there was like five of us, and me and this other woman were going nuts. Almost every other scene, every cameo, and it was just me and this one woman. And when I finally went to a actual screening with my cousin to a to a movie theater, I think it was th the Thursday it came out. It was like the 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 crowd just went nuts. Like I was like, this reminds me of Endgame. This is yeah. the same energy of when Cap <laughs> picked up Mjolnir and Mjolnir came over to Cap. People were coming through the portals again. It was like that that feeling was back. And people, like the audience just went nuts. Charlie, Andrew, Toby. I mean, the audience was just going crazy. I, when the three of them jumped up on the building, you get that shot of yeah. all three of them in the suits. Oh, oh my God. Well, <laughs> I remember just screaming about that. Oh. So it's just funny because I remember when they released the trailer, remember everybody was dissecting the trailers like crazy, especially yeah. that shot of like, we have just Tom Holland, Spider-Man charging like, all three of them. And everybody's kind of like, wait like, a minute, wait <laughs> a minute here. And then of course somebody zooms in on, on, uh, on, uh, Lizard. On the yeah, he got, yeah. Like, and then he, you see like an invisible <laughs> presence, like, like kick him in the face. And you're like, there it is. Yes. Yeah. I see what they did there. That was so funny because it was like, it was almost like, here's my theory. My theory about that whole thing was, because uh, you know, obviously the 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 you the the person I was talking about who leaked the behind the scenes was John Campia. All right, yep. John Campia has a an audience. He has a big audience, especially when it comes to Marvel stuff. I personally I think he. I think he was handed those behind the scenes images. Just because ever because they were like Marvel Studios probably looked at it. Kevin Feige were like, all right, everybody already knows that, you know, there's no secret here that we're going to have like all, you know, we're going to have Toby and a Andrew back. So we're just going to hand these over to John Campia and then people are going it, to it's going to I honestly think that's 
some of these studios, and this is why I was thinking about like when it came to the Batgirl thing, I'm like, these studios really need to utilize social media for their gain. I mean, mm -hmm. I could honestly, like, again, going back to the Batgirl thing, if they were just like tip off the uh, the media and say it's canceled, but then all of a sudden, you know, we're going to raise, look, let's see what happens. Let's see the reaction. And sure enough, hashtags, people outraged, people, all this, that, and this. And then I'm just going to go on. What, what's stopping them going? All right, guys, it's going to go on HBO Max. Subscribe. And they're going to see a spike. I just, I just, I'm just sitting here going, they need to think about social media. And I think, Marvel Studios has done a good job, and I think they personally leaked, they handed those images. I don't know. I might be just out of my fucking gourd here. I don't know. I just say Yeah, because like, I think he says something along the lines of, oh, somebody wanted to show, like a, a fan or something, somebody found a couple of big pictures, and I know I wasn't on the stream, but I had heard he said, yeah. oh, let me, let me take a look up at them and pulled them up like on stream. It just like, seems- You, might, you just, might be onto something there. Because because he didn't get like any he he should have gotten in trouble for that yeah but he didn't like, get any he didn't get in trouble to him. nothing and he put he put his watermark on it and I'm like really you gonna put your watermark on it those aren't your right. pictures right yeah. and I was and I was pissed about it but yeah and I was kind of pissed about it I'm like why are you gonna put your watermark on it that's uh, I don't know about that I don't know that's about that super and, suspicious yeah I exactly. think you're on something Marvel's slipping See? out some stuff to people okay okay and then and then i'll I'll even i mean and one of the things that okay so for instance and i'll lay this on you because i'm sure you're going to totally agree with this when you do a reaction to a marvel trailer do you ever get a copyright email never 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 warner brothers every, though every now and then every now yeah. and then like what is exactly one of them, but like no way home none of that nothing nothing right you never get like when it came to even Comic Con recently, I got yeah, one nothing. for Black. I got one for Black Adam and Shazam, and they. I mean, they clear, they clear, but you have to right. submit your thing. Never get one for Marvel Studios ever, because mm -hmm. they know, they know that's free marketing right there. It's absolutely free marketing that they have, and I think they really realized, okay. We know, okay, how are we going to market this? Well, we already know we have this. It's for free. Of course, they're going to do the regular marketing, but it's just like, it just seems like that's what Warner Brothers Discovery needs to realize is like, hey, stop throwing copyrights out there for trailer reactions or trailer discussions or breaking down of trailers. That is free marketing for us, 100%, 100%. okay? Yeah. Let the internet run with it. Yes. Let us run with it. You'll build the hype. You'll build the anticipation. I mean, seriously, they had that one shot in that sizzle reel of like the like behind Michael Keaton's head. It's like, okay, even another closer look at that. Like, yes, come on, people will run with it. Videos, we'd be doing reactions, we'd be doing. It's crazy. Free marketing. I mean, the, free marketing. It's free marketing, and it's great because even like the the people who are involved, like us. You know, it's something that we love doing and we oh, get a yeah. little piece. We get a little piece of the pie, obviously, because, you know, we're doing this. We're we're all monetized and whatever. It's a win win. It really is like a win win. It's like a new it's like a, a system that all studios need to realize with this whole digital era that we're in is the fact that it's like, OK, you could cut the marketing budget a little bit if we utilize social media just a little bit more and like YouTube with YouTubers and stuff like that. They really should really focus more on that. And WBD needs to really 
jump on that bandwagon. And it's so weird that they did fandom and there was a sizzle reel of reactions to, I think it was the first Batman trailer from the first fandom. And I'm like, yes, that thing was oh, huge, huge, huge. Yeah. And, and I was like, okay, so why are you guys collecting these reactions? But then not really doing anything with them after I know there was one. I think they did another sizzle for either Mortal Kombat or Godzilla versus Kong. But I'm like, keep these coming. Like the, this is they, free advertising for you guys. All they have to do is email every person who does a reaction video and go like, hey, can we use your footage? And I'm sure like pretty much Everybody's everyone will be yes. like, go, go for it. <laughs> Like, yes, use my fucking footage. Please do so. Like, oh, uh, WB we'll be, with uh, millions of YouTube subscribers? Yes. Yes. My reaction there. Utilize that. But give them the credit, too. Put them underneath your video mm -hmm. to their channel so then people can go, if they like the reaction, do that stuff. So, And uh, speaking of, we got somebody who's joining in right now. We got Mr. KC. What is up, sir? Hey, how are you guys doing? Hey. No, we're doing good. You know, just having a little chat about digital marketing and what some people should be doing you know and we're kind of wondering you know i'm talking about i don't know some of the stuff that might have happened this week i don't know <laughs> did, you, did you hear anything that happened this week casey no it was a pretty boring week i mean i was just sleeping all week <laughs> nothing Snow happened eventful, right nothing happened <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> no but yeah we're just kind of just kind of going like because marvel seems like they have it tapped in where you know, I'm sure, you know, with your channel, too, I mean, I don't know if, like, you've shown, like, Marvel stuff or done reactions to Marvel trailers, but I never get an email going, like, oh, yeah, you got a copyright on the, the trailer and blah, blah, blah. Never for a Marvel trailer, not even a Disney trailer. I mean, let's basically call them the same umbrella. But when it's Warner Brothers, I always have to dispute something. I mean, it always, I can always get it cleared, which is good, but at the same time, it's like that first email shouldn't happen, in the, you know, at all. To be honest, they should be clearing that out. Like, no, don't even do that. If it's a reaction video, don't even worry about it. It's free marketing. A lot of the What's times, the... it won't even finish uploading, and it'll just be like, oh, yeah, oh yeah. When it does, the new check checks tab. Yeah, yes. the checks. It'll already I, have actually, that exclamation point. Yeah, yeah. I actually like that checks tab now, but again, like you said, it should not, you know, ding it in the first place. I like it when. I like it the way Marvel does it. Like I did the Spider-Man um, No Way Home first trailer, I think, and they never sent anything. Like nothing. <laughs> it was it was right uploaded, and that was really cool. So uh, Mortal Kombat was a big one. Yes, when that first you know first five minutes were released, uh, I was yeah. trying to do one of one for that. But yeah, that definitely I tried it like removing music, lowering audio, stuff like See? that, and still uh, didn't yeah. work. And I was like, fuck it, I'm not gonna do it. Edit and it won't work. Uh. Yeah. That's the thing, and, and, and it can be frustrating, especially when you know when it comes to the big. I know the real rejects; they always have problems with that. I always see, uh, you know, uh, what's his name, like always tweeting about it, like, hey, you know, we're we're gonna have our thing up, or waiting for it to clear, and blah blah blah. Because I mean, they depend on their, you know, their views right off the bat, so they can't just like sit around and wait for these studios to clear their video that's the thing they really can't wait for i mean like maybe you know small youtube channels like us where we're not like fully depending on it, we could just be like all right let's put it out there and see what happens you know and uh but at the same time it's like all they have to do is just just clear i mean and what, what another frustrating part about it too is like when there's music in there and the music gets you it's not the trailer footage it's the music yeah. and it's like yeah. that needs to be cleared too because hey you guys 
purchase that music for your trailer. Why am I getting gigged? Because you use that. You're not, you're not getting me for your trailer, but you're, I'm getting gigged. I'm getting like, you know, dinged because, because of the music on there, but you guys legally purchased that and I'm legally okay to react to your, ugh. Plus so it helps the artists. I mean, what it yeah. Yeah. From, from stranger things running up that hill went absolutely bonkers after yeah. the season. I'm like, Hey, this is helping these artists too. Yeah, the music part goes to the artist directly. So that's that's very, you know, risky because it takes like literally two or three seconds to detect it. Yeah. At least with footage, you can have, you know, small screen and, you know, edit like that. But music, it just takes away like two seconds. Yeah, it's ridiculous. But they just they need to realize, like, especially even with clips, too, like clips can be a real pain in the ass. A clip yeah. could get you a copyright strike which is crazy because because it's like a full-on clip from the movie and it's like but you guys released it publicly and we're okay can't can't we you know break it down i mean i mean i get it it's like and obviously they can't be there's got to be a clause in that whole thing too it's like well even if people rip it apart and say it's bad that's still marketing for you you know you got to utilize even bad marketing you know, with good, I mean, look at, look at, I mean, for instance, Morbius, I mean, let's face it, you know, when it came to Morbius, it's like, it's, I think some of the money that it got was like, wow, people are saying it's that bad though. I got to go see how bad this is. I mean, that's the thing. And I'm almost thinking like, okay, if Batgirl is that bad, put it out there and let people judge from that. You know how much, yeah, give us something. Give us something. Let me ask you guys, what did you think about that two minutes? Morbius clip because I remember when it came out, I was like, Oh, yeah, is this what we're working with? This, yeah, this I remember when that clip came out. I mean, I know Casey, you you have a special love for uh Morbius, I know it's Morbid <laughs> time. it's Morbid time every time, yeah. I mean, <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think, uh, firstly, I didn't think the movie was that bad, like people were making out to be, like it was the worst of CBMs and all that. But I've seen way worse CBMs, like I would put Wonder Woman 84 below that, definitely. Uh, easily. Uh, I think Morbius is like, uh, you know, it just didn't feel like a modern CBM. It felt like it was supposed to come out years before. Um, and Four era. Yeah. <laughs> that, yeah. <laughs> so the story was there. It just wasn't something special. It was, you know, very generic and stuff like that. But I didn't think that it was completely bad um definitely not one of the worst cbms ever <laughs> like i don't think that at all no no so, no I mean, i'll give it. i mean it yeah. had its moments the editing was really bad though the editing was so bad i mean we were talking about i mean like that that specifically that one scene where they chase him up to the rooftop and then yep. tyree's just like you see him like draw his gun and then it's just bam it's like we're in interrogation room he's on the jump he got the jumpsuit on I'm like what the hell just happened like i remember just going what the what i mean we're already here what what i think from the start and the intro uh, with the bats and stuff i was just like oh, okay yeah. <laughs> we're, we're in for it with the with the bat scene it was literally <laughs> the music was literally like the dark knights theme yeah yeah and i was like was what it? is happening yeah it kind of yeah. Yeah, it kinda sounded yeah it really did huh <laughs> like they got their own batman i guess <laughs> It's just funny because I, I loved Venom one, okay, and I was kind of hopeful that okay, if they are not using Spider-Man, um, maybe they can have these individual movies. But Venom actually gave me hope because the first Venom I really loved. Um, this 
after that came, you know, Venom 2. I didn't think that was um, as good as the first one. It was very quick, very small. Yeah. And, you know, I like the first one better. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so sure. I, I feel like that was missing. And then now we have Morbius and, you know, the next movie is going to be uh, with Bad Bunny or something. And then you have Madam oh, Beb. Like El Muerto. Yeah, El Muerto. And you, <laughs> and you hey, hear about Craven. I, and I was I like, had, I, Okay, hey, to be Come fair, on. to be fair, I didn't know who Bad Bunny was, but he was in Bullet Train, and I went, oh, okay, that's okay. I could see him trying to be a villain because he's a villain. Obviously, he's one of the assassins okay. in Bullet Muerto? Train. Yeah, but I'm like, I'm like, what? El Muerto, sweet. <laughs> like what? Two? It like two Spider-Man stories, I think. But again, what you said, what you said, Leo, is like. You know, we're getting an El Muerto, and they shelved a Batgirl movie with Michael Keaton as Batman. What? I think that's not definitely not the reason for shelving it. Like, yeah, no matter how be. bad the movie is, I don't think, you know, you can easily just shelve it. First, I would say the official reason uh, I could, you know, understand that you you wouldn't want to spend more for marketing. It was already over budget because of COVID, so you wouldn't want to spend more for marketing or you know doing reshoots for you know changing of the Keaton stuff and all that. And to be honest, you actually could not have changed it because he was in it a lot. Like he was, he he wasn't just a cameo in the movie. He was basically you know integral to some scenes with, yeah. you know, Barbara Gordon's backstory. So you cannot just remove that. Um, so, and if you decide to remove Keaton completely and have it without, have the movie without him, that movie wouldn't have worked. So I think they just didn't want to spend much and it already was looking kind of cheap. And, you know, their model of having DC just being theatrical event movies from now on, I think that was also another factor that that was um, that Azdaf saw and was like no more straight to HBO Max movies and even Blue Beetle um, it's not a HBO Max movie although it started like one but they Oof. quickly moved that to the theater and it's not shot stays, yet. Do you guys think Blue Beetle stays? I hope it is because I really I want think to so. I think it the might costume be was really good. Yeah. That's the thing. Like, anytime there's a costume reveal. Like when Batgirl got her costume revealed, it was pretty mixed. And people were like, what the hell yeah, is this? It's CW and blah, blah, blah. And, and a lot of us were going like, Burnside, just look at the Burnside book. It's right out of that. <laughs> it's good. It's all right. You know, but at the same time, it's like, okay. I mean, but at the same time, I was going, yeah, I get it. It looks cheap, but it's supposed to look cheap. But I think a lot of people didn't like when it came to Blue Beetle. I mean, obviously, if you know the, the story of Blue Beetle, it's not like he makes his costume. It's all, you know, it's a it's an alien that essentially right, is like right, you know, making the costume. So they had to make that top notch. And when those when that was revealed, everybody went, Oh, okay, that's good. I like yep. that. So I'm hoping I'm thinking mm -hmm. that Zaslav and crew were like, Okay, I think we're okay with this. I mean, obviously they're gonna probably watch an assembly cut. I don't know if they have or, or not. But at the same time, they're looking at going, okay, but people like the costume. It's almost like Vought right now. It really is. Oh Jesus Christ. <laughs> it is. It's For like Vought right Man. now. They're looking at the numbers, <laughs> looking at everything right here. But we got somebody who's coming in right now. <laughs> I was gonna give you a good drop, man. That's what half the chat says when I come in here. Like, oh no, oh no. How's it going, man? 
David PC, good to see you. Leo, nice to meet you, sir. Nice Hope to meet you, Travis. Good oh, KC, good on. to meet you too, man. I see we're yeah, twins here, you. Travis. Yes, yes, yeah. I have some good posters going baby. on. Yeah, yeah. It's, I shifted my podcast room, though, so they're just in the bad background now. It used to be that corner, but it was too close to the door. But yes, got some stuff going on there. Nice, so. nice. Yeah. I was a little worried. You're almost about to bring me on the Sony talk. I'm like, oh, this is how Dave's going to bring me in when we're talking about Sony <laughs> and Marvel and stuff like that. <laughs> oh, we're talking about... We're talking about every, I mean, mm-hmm. I'll actually, Travis, I wanted to get yeah. your take on this. Like the fact that, I mean, I'm sure you guys deal with this too with Geek versus the fact that like, you know, if you're doing, if you're, do you guys ever do reactions? I mean, you guys don't really do reactions. You mainly discussion. Do you ever like show clips or anything or? Yes and no. It, it, de- yeah. it depends. It just depends how much time I have in the week and do I want to get demonetized or do I want to yeah. talk yeah, that's to somebody? The thing. <laughs> yeah. And I think most YouTubers know this when uh, it was probably around 26, 2017 reaction Reactions were huge and they were very easy to pop. There were so many people like we could balloon our YouTube subscriber base so easily because you would put out a video and it would just like boom, 25,000. This is when we weren't even like a thousand subs. It was like a lot easier, the algorithm. And then something when they did that whole like change up in 2018, 2019, that's when we kind of stopped doing because they didn't pop as much. So there'd be semi ones and we sometimes use clips. I think the most we use them is when we are talking about a trailer, we'll bring it like scene by scene breakdown like oh pause talk about it here talk about it here instead of like oh you remember that one thing so it, it varies but not as much as in the past because it's just not worth it as much you'll get a video that's seven days later oh yeah it's approved but no one's viewing it as much anymore and it's gone so not worth yeah. it no not at all no yeah Sorry. the bvs the suicide squad trailer the bvs trailers and you know the civil war trailer all of those that time was really like the reaction videos were really hyped Oh yeah, no, it, and I remember I can't remember. I'd have to look for it, but I remember doing the one for the I think it was Rise of Skywalker or Last Jedi. It was like bigger than usual, and it was just again we're still a bunch of nobodies and everything like that. But it's just so yeah, no, not as much anymore. It all depends on the yeah. situation, but it's just uh, I, I I respect the people that do that because I I would love to if we had more time do that more because I think those are fun. But it's just because we already do so many like multiple podcasts a week. That's where it's like, okay, you have to. You got to pick one unless it's your full-time job you can do it all right then it's like oh you could do reactions yeah. you could do reviews you could do this yeah. and that breaking news but when you got you got to pick one lane i think we found our audience more goes to the podcast like long form side and everything because at one point we were i remember when we put out our end game review it was four hours and 40 minutes and i was like man i don't know if people are gonna like this like i just thought it was too long i was personally worried about it and it still was our biggest episode that's what hooked us up with Spreaker. That's what hooked us up with sponsors and stuff like that. But at the time I was like, I think this is too long. So, and then we've done polls before. Like our audience is like, yeah, we like when you guys go on for hours and just talk. It's like, okay, that that's the way we're going to do it. So that's see, that's the thing right there is like, listen to your audience. And, uh, you know, I, I've, I've gotten my fair share. Like you should stop doing this, stop doing that. And then I go, well, wait a minute, let me ask. And then I'm like, okay, no, people like it when I do this stuff, but they like the short stuff too. It's fine. You know, that's, you know, you have to have that variety, but long as, you know, you stay in that, uh, the movie, but at the same time, like, yeah, I've, I've never been good on the whole reaction stuff. Yeah. I'll do live reactions, but I don't, I'm not a big, I've never really found. And, and I know Leo, you do a lot of like reaction stuff too, but it's like, but you have that energy to do so <laughs> like, when I've watched your reactions, you're good at doing that. Me, I'm just going, I'm quiet and trying to Oh yeah, yeah, I'm supposed to say something. Yeah. Shit, you know, I'm and that's a nut. <laughs> you're like, yeah, ah! I know. But that's the thing, though. That's you have the personality for it, just like the real rejects and the uh, mm-hmm. the cyber nerds. Those guys. I mean, you guys really have that energy that has that, 
And I'm I'm not going to sit there and go, okay, yeah, I'm I'm going to try to do you know do that. No, I'm going to be like, all right, if I'm going to do a video about it, I'm going to react to it, and then I'm going to break it down and just kind of give my like points and blah blah. That's what people they want to hear my opinion on it. But I'm like, but I want to watch the trailer first, like you know, and that's the thing. Or maybe I'll do like a, a different kind of reaction where it's like a scripted reaction where I make like jokes about certain things or something like that, which I'm toying with right now when it comes to certain news, what I've been doing with like little short videos, but I'm just like, but I, I do appreciate Like, like I said, if like, if there's a trailer that comes out, I'll go to the people that are like, what, who are the high energy people? Like, you know, your Leos and your cyber nerds and your real rejects. That's who I'm going to go to, to go down that rabbit hole of trailer reactions. But uh, but what I was like, what we were talking about, Travis, is like the fact that it's like Marvel seems to realize that's marketing. Yeah. Other studios have not realized that. Uh, they need to be realized. from Marvel. Never. Yeah. No. They don't never care. get a never get a ding from Marvel, or even Disney at all, because they realize, oh yeah, that's 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 marketing for us because most anybody who's you know ninety eight. 0.9% of people are going to get a positive review and they're just going to reshow our trailer mm -hmm. and say great things about it. And it just seems like every, all the other studios are still lagging behind because they're like, Hey, ding, what are you doing? What are you watching our stuff? Oh, okay. I guess we can let you pass that. You're like, yeah, it's in the freaking laws guys. Yeah. It's copyright law. I mean, fuck, you know, so they really need to tap into that. That's the thing. And, and we were talking about this earlier. It's weird that Warner Bros. had a strategy for that. Like, they were releasing sizzle reels for Mortal Kombat. They did one for uh, Batman at DC Universe. And then they just, like, dropped it. And it was like, oh, okay, now we're going to keep copyright striking you. And it's like, oh, Like, why would you create a whole strategy and then just drop it there? And, nope, we're going to keep on copy. I mean, Mortal Kombat, I got oh. a copyright strike on the trailer. Warner like Brothers would never Warner Brothers would never start up a strategy and this kind of drop it a few months later. That's that's not doesn't sound like them at all, you know. <laughs> Even with their YouTube, there's no way, you know. So. Yeah, they drop a big DC sizzle and those movies are all still coming out on their release dates. Yeah. I know. It, well, it it just seems like right now, I mean, obviously there's with 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 everything that happened this week, I mean, let's face it, when it comes to the new regime, um they acquired uh a, a steaming pile of debt mm -hmm. <laughs> they really did and that's why zaslav zaslav when when this whole thing started zaslav when he came in it was just like give me the numbers I, i'm sure like there are probably people that are going that were probably working long days and everything crunching numbers crunching numbers crunching numbers because he is all about the numbers if you know his history and you've read he's just numbers 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 he's not caring about all right what what is this going to look like what is this you know because obviously there's going to be backlash when it comes to a lot of decisions there's backlash when it comes to batgirl obviously there there's going to be and it's just like but at the same time it's like they're like no it's not it's not about that it's just numbers 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 we're looking at the numbers and uh and they're going to take the heat that they're getting which they are getting and and, you know, and i'm just kind of going like man i mean anybody gonna want to work for you guys yeah after this and i'm like but then at the same time i'm like when i'm talking to people in the biz and going like maybe this is gonna sit because i've said this you know during the week is like and i we were just talking about it before you guys came on me and leo were talking about is like i don't think the studios were quite ready for the streaming wars to be this intense 
right now the the pandemic kind of just pushed that to the forefront they were probably preparing for it slowly because it was going to be another five seven years maybe before they were like all right streaming is it but the pandemic was like nope you better find a solution people don't want to go outside it's the end of the world you know it's all it, it's just it's apocalypse right now like give them the entertainment right there so they weren't ready for it so they're just kind of like that's why especially warner brothers and jason kyler was like i got the plan and he was like let's do this let's do that and for the most part we like what he did for the most part but at the same time the numbers didn't show for it and that's the bad part so now when discovery comes in and zaslav they're looking at it going god we got to like really because netflix even though that they were like putting out so much content they are not making money their their cash flow is bad big in debt right now yeah they're, <laughs> they're doing real bad let me ask you guys a question do you think yeah. it would have been more beneficial if they did the day and date release of just like the first couple of movies yes like, so say they first did mortal six Kombat. Yeah. yeah they did mortal Kombat, godzilla versus kong and then the few that sprinkled after that and then matrix 4 came out in theaters exclusively everything else past that came out do you think it would have worked out a little bit better for them because it it seems like it would have worked out if it would have just been two tent poles and then the rest we're going to release in theaters but it was like okay nobody stopped to really think how are we going to make that much money if everybody's watching on hbo max paying mm -hmm. a 20 dollar at most fee to watch this for um, months and months on it like nobody stopped to think hey how are we gonna make money yeah what do you yeah, think casey oh yeah, oh, no. yeah yeah casey you haven't talked talking about what do you think yeah i do think you know um I, I do think that strategy was good for the beginning and you know they should have done that with some movies though not every movie because even dune and you know uh stuff like yeah. matrix and the batman was in uh you know with that but then they shifted batman for that um but yeah i mean doing that to all the movies especially when before talking to your talent will definitely you know breach some contracts and <laughs> cause outrage and stuff like that you know how firstly you know how those people um see streaming right now like they they always prefer their movies to be traditionally you know theatrical releases they go to premieres and all that stuff so premiering on the first day right on streaming is whether it's true or not to them it's kind of like a downgrade and you know huge embarrassment and stuff like that and um i felt that you know they should have first talked to the talent but maybe if they did that then nobody would have agreed to that so i don't know it was just a weird strategy and i'm, I'm glad that i like the 45 day window um i think you know a 30 day window is also good but that might be pushing too close uh a 45 day window for almost all movies and you know um an extended like three month window for movies like top gun or the batman that would be the ideal situation but again it's not just warner brothers like every other studio is also having uh the 45 day window so they have to compete with that as well so it depends on the market and i feel like 30 to 45 is uh you know ideal for most movies 
Yeah, I, I think with that, it's because around that time, obviously, like Black Widow came out, made some money, had that big drop. But I think it was around the Suicide Squad time where it's like you could have maybe got some more money out of this if it wasn't the 45 day one. So I, I would have thought the whole year was bold. I thought they should have done at least even just four to six months, see how it goes. And at that point, I think Casey said Dune was the big one because I think they could have made even more with that one. At that point, they didn't really. I don't think needed it anymore. And I think 45 days is good. I think even for the bigger temples, you could even argue 60. Like I was still surprised Jurassic World was like, like Jurassic World was still in the box office making money, but you could still for 20 bucks rent it or get it or whatnot. So, and obviously Top Gun, I think when most of Paramount stuff they have, like I remember Sonic was on there right away, but Top Gun, <laughs> it's still not on there. They're not doing that. Yeah. And even no. today it came out like, yeah, I think it was a few weeks ago it was Boz Lerman was like, yeah, don't expect to see Elvis in that 45 days. So I think it is smart that to legs. be, yeah, be selective about it. Don't like, you can yeah. say 45-ish, but just keep it with the ish. Don't don't be yeah. so certain on, oh, it's going to be 45 days for sure, because then that's mismarketing. And some people don't even know that, right? My mom doesn't know, oh, in 45 days you're going to get that. But for the people looking out for that don't use that as like a key marketing term just say oh yeah it's sooner than ever you'll get movies on streaming service when who knows no no i actually liked what they you know when that was released today uh about hbo max it's like oh yeah the, you know the 45 day thing it's not going to be for every movie mm -hmm. it shouldn't be it should be like a thing where it's like just determine whether it's like if the movie's doing well maybe a movie will do well better Super pets would do well better on a streaming service. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, Dwayne Johnson, you know, but it would like that movie. That's a family movie you could watch at home and mm -hmm. kids would like it and blah, blah, blah. I mean, yeah, I enjoyed watching it on the big screen. It was fine. Like it was an enjoyable movie. But at the same time, I'm going like, you know, you sell this on a streaming service. It, it Same with Lightyear, you know, Lightyear underperformed too i guess you could say and a lot of people i think thought it was going to just go right to disney plus so it's like some of these movies yeah they're just not that but there's some movies where it's like you have to see in the theaters and then when there's a big audience like your top gun mavericks and whatever mm -hmm. you just play it by ear it's like all right we're gonna keep this in theaters as long as possible i mean it's still out in theaters it came out in may yeah. And we're in August, guys. And it's still, still right. out in <laughs> it's still not out on video. We we still couldn't watch in our homes yet, which is fine. That's perfectly fine. It'll eventually it'll probably get there Paramount Plus and on video will probably be showing up this month or possibly even maybe till September, who knows. Mm -hmm. But that's the way it used to be when like before all this, like back in the 90s, 80s, 90s, there would be movies that were in the fucking movie theaters for like 6 months. Yeah. You know, and it was like the only way you could see it was at the movie theater and it should still be like that. But I mean, obviously, it's not going to be like six months. Sure. But it's like, you know, you still have that option. But then it's like, all right, it, it when it gets to like a, they should determine like a certain line. And once it gets mm -hmm. to that line, it's like, all right, then. All right. Let's drop it on our streaming service. Let's drop it on Blu-ray. Let's do all that stuff and everything. So, uh but uh, uh, Leo, I know you got to take off in a little bit. Uh, you got to take off right now. Uh, before you, uh, I think Mr. Uh, Samuel wants to say hi first. Yeah, he was just showing hey. up right now. Hey, what's up, man? Yet. <laughs> How's it going, Leo? Good to meet you, Samuel. Team JBS. Nice to meet you. Yeah. 
So I thought I'd bring him in before you take off. You know, I saw, saw him in the back backstage. But uh, Leo, I know, yeah, you, you said you had to take off right about now. I know, you, uh, you know, you've been in here for about over two hours. And, hey, great conversation, man. Hey, great time. Great time, Dave. Yeah. Thanks for having me on. It was great. Yeah, you're welcome you back. Chatting. Uh, yeah. Quite the discussion about HBO Max. It's like, man, I thought Super Pets was for sure going to HBO Max for the longest time, <laughs> to be honest with you. I thought that was going to be a day and date of release, but. No, it didn't end up being, but yeah, great discussion. Not a lot of news this week, right, guys? Not a lot of news. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lot at all. Nah, what are you talking about? It's been all boring. Right. That girl who? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but thank you for having me on, Dave. And guys, it was great yeah. meeting you all. Have yeah, thanks, Likewise. thanks, Leo. All right, Peace make out. sure you guys follow him. Links down below. Take it easy, Leo. Take awesome. it easy, y'all. All right. Thank you to Leo. That was great. Yeah, I know he hit me up. He's like, I got to be uh, gone in 10. And then, Sam, you just like showed up right <laughs> then. I was like, yeah. But thanks for coming on, Sam. Been a little yeah. bit since you've been on. It's you awake? <laughs> man, look, it's, what, it's 1 o'clock? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm good for a good 30 minutes, man. I'm All right, good. man. Well, that's good. That's good. Yeah, I saw, I saw you in the chat. I saw you like do the hand wave thing, and I'm like, up. Oh. Yep, yep, we got Sam here. So then, and then I went to the DMs and I saw you. I was like, "Yep, there's your link if you wanted it." So thanks for joining, man. But no, we're just we're just talking about uh, you know our feelings and Pete Davidson and Kim Kardashian. They broke up. Oh, what are no, your really thoughts worried. about it? No, Wait, they sorry. broke up for real? Yeah, yeah, they did. Dang, <laughs> I just saw him in um. Stalker. Was it bodies, bodies, bodies? Two days. I haven't. Ago. How was oh, that? Was movie? it good? Was that? Yeah. How was it? That movie is. <laughs> the movie is so weird and mm -hmm. yet crazily entertaining. Yeah. Um, I think it's gonna be a make or break for some people though. Like I think okay. there's some satire there. The the tone is really strange, but it's kind of dark, but then it's kind of funny, but it tries to be a little woke. It's weird, but I liked it. I liked it. I actually enjoyed it. Um when I saw the first trailer, I was kind of like, eh, "This could be either really bad or really good." It's a twenty-four though, so I'm like, right. mm. "It's weird." So, so the past few a yeah. twenty-four films, I've been—they <laughs> haven't been hitting like that necessarily. But uh, this one was really entertaining for me. I actually thought it was pretty. Yeah, a twenty-four. They they did men too, right? They, they did men. Yeah, yeah. they right. did men. Yeah, we've talked about that, Casey. You still haven't seen men, have you? I have. I like it. Oh yeah, you did see men. Yes, yes, yes. So we all, we've all. You saw men too, Sam. Okay, yeah. Okay, but you heard things. <laughs> yeah, it sounds like you. I it sounds hear. like you heard stories. I heard somebody stories. told you stories around a campfire about yeah, seeing a movie called Men. In the last twenty minutes, totally changed my life. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I mean, like a twenty-four. They they go for it. They go for it. it you know, they they. They give, you know, it's very artsy stuff. And, you know, they have a good batting average for sure when it comes yeah. to their movies. Is everything going to work now? Uh, bodies, Bodies, Bodies. When I saw it, I was like, okay, a different take on a whole whodunit kind of thing with some young people and blah, blah, blah. I want to see it. But it's like, and this is what I hate about, you know, when it comes to release dates. I'm like, this weekend, there's three movies that I wanted to go see. I wanted to see Bullet Train, most of all. That was like my most anticipated movie of the month because it just seemed like I was like, I want I'm down for a good original action film starring Brad Pitt and then uh, a, a great cast. And then I wanted to see the Joe Coy film because I like Joe Coy because, you know, a movie that's like kind of based on his life. Easter Sunday. I don't know why they're releasing it in August. It's called <laughs> Easter Sunday, people. Hello. Um, 
But and then of course I wanted to see bodies, bodies, bodies. I'm like, why is that all coming down like this weekend? I'm like, shit. I mean, yeah, I only have time for one, guys. You know, mm -hmm. so yeah, don't getting... pray too. Yeah, pray. But luckily, yeah. I could watch that. I'm gonna watch that tomorrow, first thing. And uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Uh, yeah, okay, KC. I was talking to KC about this. Apparently, KC has not seen any Predator movies before. Wow. This. <laughs> yeah, I will watch it, Dave. I will watch it. <laughs> I told I mean, you. I've, the, I've seen yeah. the 2018 one. Unfortunately. Oh, I see. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. But I've and seen Prey, you, and I will definitely go back and watch those. See, okay, yeah. I, I and I told you, I was like, watch, okay, now, because obviously Prey is uh, the prequel, so you mm -hmm. know, I mean, it works obviously as you like don't a starter. Yeah. But and what's good about it for KC is the fact that it's like, all right. And I told him, like, watch Predator 1. Obviously, it's the best one. Get to the top of Come on. Do it. You know, I mean, let's let's I mean, it's the best one. Watch Predator 2 because it takes it to a whole different level. And I don't care what anybody says. Predator 2 is it's Danny Glover. It's L.A. It's awesome. Right. Um, and then after that, it's like predators the plural one underrated i think that's a great one mm -hmm. you know the the a the, the avps are not that great <laughs> you could skip those if you want yeah exactly see sam knows uh <laughs> <laughs> so those three at least and then go back to prey and look for the callbacks in the easter eggs because i'm sure there's plenty of them mm -hmm. and i'm looking forward to that when i watch it tomorrow so so that's what's good about you know even though casey i was like ah what you haven't seen <laughs> and then i was like okay but you have the advantage of like watching these beautiful pieces of cinema that is you know these at least these three predator movies and then going back and seeing the callbacks and easter eggs and i'm like i actually envy you for that sir so good luck <laughs> yeah i will definitely check them out uh prey got me interested for sure the 2018 one didn't get me interested at all <laughs> yeah, it, uh, yeah especially because good. my uh perception of this franchise was kind of like the avp uh, vibe. Mm. I thought it was just like a parody type thing because even the design of the Predator is kind of goofy if you think about it. Mm. If you don't actually watch the movies. Uh, but, you know, once I saw Prey, I was like, this movie is amazing. Like, the shots uh, are also very, very well done. Um, some of the camera work is just, you know, amazing. And Dan is, you know, I think his name is Trachtenberg. I don't know. Trachtenberg but or something like that, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so he, he did a uh, uh, Cloverfield Lane. Yeah. yeah, I really Same. liked that movie, and oh, uh, you know, at that time I didn't know why people were not watching that movie, and I had no one to talk to about that. But apparently, the you know general perception is that it's a good movie, and I was yeah. happy to learn that. So, um, yeah, because I really liked that movie because you know he built this tension and suspense throughout the movie, and the ending was just surprising. The whole movie there was no Cloverfield stuff, and it was always you know making you think: is it true? Is it not true? And all that. So yes. he did a really good job. It was claustrophobic yeah. too because it was yeah. all like in the basement, mm -hmm. and then like the whole time. And then when when she finally got out, and you see that ship go, yeah. and I'm like, I went, oh. Oh, it's true. Yes, yes. I was so hoping. I was rooting for it. Like, yes, let there be yeah. aliens. You know, sorry, any spoilers here. I mean, it's been out for fucking years, so sorry. Right. But my God, I was so happy because I was like, please not let it be some. <laughs> please let there actually be aliens out there. Yes, there is. Fuck yeah. Yeah, yeah it was amazing. So yeah. I think he outdid himself in prey. Um, 
it's just amazing on every level. I think, uh, you know, the action also was amazing. What he does best with this movie is, you know, what Alien 1 did, where mm. they hide, you know, the alien most of the time. So you just, you still feel the tension and you still feel scared, but you don't actually see the entire thing much. But in Prey, uh, for, you know, the first two acts, you basically don't see a lot. You just see, you know, out-of-frame shots and stuff in the background and stuff like that. And I loved that because, you know, maybe the budget was not that much, but it didn't feel like that at all, um, you know, because everything was on location and it was beautiful. And, you know, the creature design was also really great. I, I, I thought, you know, the face looked amazing and every effect was amazing. So uh, even all the gadgets and all the stuff and the gore oh my god oh, they went sure. the boys level gore in this nice it was really nice good yeah. good good yeah like it i, I really like loved it. that good i actually would have preferred watching it in the theater though because right it didn't feel like a big screen movie damn it that's yeah. one of those things that's the that's the bad part but i think that they that, that's what you know with the last one not doing so well and being poorly received they were like, uh, we're not going to give it. I remember I was talking to somebody, somebody in my DMs that were like, you know, man, this should have got a theatrical. I'm like, well, probably didn't because the last one did so poorly. Mm -hmm. So they were like, I mean, obviously now, I mean, it's kind of weird that Disney owns the Predator. What? <laughs> That's yeah. weird. That's very strange. Um, but it's like they were just going, all right, let's put it on Hulu and see what happens. And. Hopefully with the buzz that it gets, it's like, all right, if there's a follow-up and they try to do something with something, I don't know, maybe they'll be like, all right, yeah, we're confident enough to put it out in theaters because this one tracks well. But I'm just so happy that it's like, again, it was like, what is the best? I mean, in case you haven't seen it yet, but I mean, like, you know, I mean, there is the, the one of the, the, the best thing that was always about the Predator series was like, all right, yeah, you can have as much technology to take out this beast that's, uh, you know, that's preying on you, but primitive methods are going to be what works, you know? And that's the thing. That, I think that was always like a common theme when it comes to at least the good ones, the good predators, is the fact that it's like it, it boils down to like, all right, yeah, there's technology involved, but what if we use primitive methods kind of thing? So I think taking the franchise to a fact where it's like, Oh yeah, everything's primitive. There's no nothing. Like, let's see what happens. That it just makes it crazier because you have this alien that has technology, and and you're gonna take it out with primitive methods. It's that's what really works for the franchise. And I think they finally realized that after some attempts and the, the attempts that they saw that worked and didn't. So I just hope that you know in the sequels they don't go modern. You know, keep it yeah. within. Yes, 17th, 18th century. I think it will be awesome. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it's funny because at this point now, Predators 1 is still my number one, but now oh. Prey is my number two, which nice. is crazy um, because I did like Predators. I liked yeah. Predators 2 as well. It kind of brought it back. It brought it back. Predators kind of brought it back because of the way that that movie starts off. We're like, wait, what the fuck? They're just right. throwing people on this jungle planet right what and it was it's crazy uh, we won't spoil it for you casey i'm telling you i mean yeah like i said predator predator 2 predators that's the trilogy that's the trilogy you gotta watch right there after this and that really just keeps like you know 
keeps it right there perfectly, I think. And uh, yeah, no, it's uh, it's going to be something uh, I can't wait to watch it tomorrow. It's going to be the first thing I do tomorrow is I want to wake up, um, drink some coffee, uh, get a breakfast burrito, maybe, and um, watch Predator or watch Prey, which I love the fact that they called it Prey. I mean, they were like, I mean, that's that's risky, too, because that's think about like when yep. it came to Prometheus, people were like, what the fuck is Prometheus? Oh, it's right. a alien prequel so then when it came then, to the sequel yeah fox was like no you gotta put alien in the fucking name and so he's like shit okay alien covenant and it's like and i'm still mad about them not yes, doing the third movie for that exactly. because i loved both those movies yes god damn it it's like it, that's what sucks is like studios are like hey i mean that's the that's what's sad though is like it's yeah. almost like a keyword you know se seo mm-hmm. thing where it's like you know you have to have the name in in there and luckily, they're like when people are saying "Prey," they know. Oh yeah, that's the new Predator movie. Thank God. Hey, there's two. There's three words. There's three letters at least. Prey, Predator. It's you know, it's right there. The first three. <laughs> it's close enough. <laughs> you know, maybe that's where they were like, okay, we're fine. We're fine with that. But or maybe they didn't want that attachment to the you know movie <laughs> because know. of the previous perception but yeah i, I do think you True. know they, they have something solid here and you know i think everyone will like this movie i i literally didn't find anything to complain about i don't know yeah. why people would complain about this Casey, um, is but it in yeah. your top five uh films this year um i would say i would say uh, top seven for sure but I'll have to think about top it <laughs> because I, I said my top five, you know, a couple of vodka streams ago. So, um, yeah, I, I might have to think about it, but I really, really liked it. I was surprised by how much I liked it because the trailer really set the expectation for me. It was really high already. Yeah. And despite mm. that, I liked it. So, okay, Sam, I have to ask then what's your top five right now? Because I know you, you get a lot of advanced stuff and you know, stuff I haven't even seen. What's your top five right now? You think, uh, I'm going to keep it mainstream because there's been some stuff that I've seen like foreign and stuff with film festivals. (laughs) Um, but definitely top gun Maverick is, yeah, it's up there. I don't know if it's number one or number two, uh, the Northman, yeah um the batman i would probably also give uh everything everywhere all at once and honestly i might give prey my number five honestly no shit like, mm. i actually i've nice. watched prey now three times at this point oh wow and it's kind of like if Damn. you i've watched so much stuff tv shows and movies so much so it's like if if i go back and see something again it's doing something like honestly, yeah. it, is, it used to be I'd watch stuff all over the time, all the time. But now I don't have the time anymore. No, um, I just got done looking at a Netflix film called Carter, and I was hoping that it was going to be pretty dope. It had some great camera angles, but it was just kind of all over the place. <laughs> and then I can't tell you about this other film, but it's coming out August 11th. It's on Netflix. Hmm. It involves vampires. Oh. Very entertaining. I, I enjoyed the entertaining side of it. No, it wouldn't be the but, invitation, right? It's not the invitation. No, that's nope. theaters, yeah. Nope. Invitation, yeah, that's yeah. theaters, yeah. Nope. I, I saw that seen trailer. The movie. You, you saw yeah. the trailer. It shows the entire movie. You know exactly what's going to happen. I know. It, it really did. They like, even get down I, to, like, it looks like the last scene in the movie. Of, dude, like, they I literally, like, <laughs> they did. Like, I, I there's, like, a, a scene in there where, like, you actually see in the trailer. I'm like, 
That's got to be in like the last 20 minutes. Yeah. Right? The trailer sets up what the ending could be and then it shows the ending. I'm like, I don't need to see this movie in theaters for me personally. Like, I might. Ch- the, the premise was all right, but it also just looked like uh, Ready or Not just with vampires, too. That's what you anyway. thank you. Thank yeah. you. That's exactly what I thought about because it was like, I, I remember because, you know, uh, on Wednesday, on my Wednesday show, I started, you know, I always do, I try to do a segment when it's like a new month and I'm like, all right, what's the new movies of the month? Let's mm-hmm. talk about what coming out and the invitation i was like huh i have no idea what this is and and then i finally in i saw the trailer last night before bullet train and i went oh okay this is okay i saw this on my feed because it has what's her name um what's her name uh oh, yeah, is she's a, in fast natal, natalie natalie something Nat, Nata, yeah, uh, I know yeah. Talking about. yeah and annabelle Emmanuel. yeah Manuel. there you go yeah yeah and then I was like, okay. And then it's like, okay, yeah, she she has a cousin. And then all of a sudden, the good-looking dude shows up. And, of course, oh, yeah, the good-looking dude, they're going to have her late. Oh, I'm like, oh. And then immediately I went, oh, this is vampires. <laughs> I was like, I, like even before, even I before like, like, they revealed that it was vampires, I was like, Oh, it's vampires. I already know. Uh, yeah, there's totally vampires. You know, I'm like, I liked when the, fir- when the first half of the trailer looked like it was just a romantic drama of she was falling yeah. in love with the married guy and gonna not learn that it was like, oh, that you're the husband and whatnot. But no, then it takes a shift. And I actually missed the first time I saw that trailer that they were vampires. I didn't see the teeth at all. So people kept saying the vampire. I'm like, there's no vampires in that trailer. It's just they're like a cult. But no, there's, there's vampires. So yeah. yeah, vampires. Yeah. And I was like, uh, and then, yeah, like I said, throughout the trailer, was like wait a minute there's like a scene where like and eh, that's in the final act I, for yeah. sure i don't think that's gonna be my top five no nah, uh, it's not gonna be something <laughs> no no when it comes to august movies <laughs> hey when it comes to august idris elba owns this fucking month let's face it beasts <laughs> and then uh three thousand was it three thousand years yep. of longing whatever the fuck Can't i'm looking know. forward to both of those movies i've seen the beast trailer in front of like every movie that i've seen in like the past like month it's and the I'm new like, morbius yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'm just like, I'm hoping it's going to be a good movie. It's Idris Elba. It seems intense. It's a lion. I'm like, have you seen it already? You haven't seen it already, Sam, have you? <laughs> I have not. Okay. <laughs> but looking at the trailer. <laughs> well, you don't like it when he punches the lion in the face. I, at the yeah. end. I'm with Samuel on this one. I have, I, I'm, I'm skipping that one. I don't, I don't need a night out for that one. Maybe on Netflix one day. I have to, I have to review it, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh man. I, you know what? I'm I actually like the trailer. Yeah. So did I. I like that. And what's his name too? Uh, Sharko, Sharko, whatever. whatever. Yeah. 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 I like him too. So I'm like, it's got, you know, I'm, I'm digging it. I'm digging that at least. That's what's driving me to it. Uh, you know, I will say it's a little like you know, at the end of the trailer when he, you know, they literally show a clip of him punching the lion in the face. Mm. I'm like, all right, that's a little extreme, but whatever. I, I'm, I don't know the context. <laughs> I think it's just we've seen, I've just seen it so many times. Yeah. And like the only thing, like, I, I guess that piques my interest is just like, this is no regular line. And it's like, what, what explanation is going to be used to be like, why this is some sort of 
beast or something but no i three thousand years absolutely i'm there day one to see that that the beast i will i'll happily skip that one and see uh, hopefully hopefully people will come out and tell me oh it's a surprise hit hopefully it's like the gray I hope so too. where right. when like remember when the gray was coming out with liam neeson everyone thought it was gonna be like another bad like straight to b-rate <laughs> liam neeson movie and i was like the gray is actually not too bad and it's actually really emotional and you might cry at the end where i don't know if i get that from the beast i don't think that's gonna be but maybe it is maybe because they didn't show them the gray trailer the gray trailer was just liam neeson versus wolves and then this is an <laughs> yeah. actual movie about a guy contemplating and suicide snow. yeah and yeah. the snow but this is like a really personal journey of like he he's lost and has no idea what to do with himself and uh but uh yeah i don't know if the beast is gonna be that i don't <laughs> i don't foresee that happening but you know. but I, i'll echo casey said prey, prey was great i actually have it ranked one as far as the predator films i i predator i would put still one as far as like if you want that good time you know movie with a bunch of people fun laughs good one-liners but as far as a film i i i put prey over it i really really enjoyed it i liked everything dan's done so far and i can't wait he, he's talking about more of this franchise i'm interested to see how this does streaming wise but uh, no i really like to play it prey, I, and I, I was interested in it already but it exceeded my expectations so between that and bullet train this weekend Same. it's been a good weekend so did you just say it's a zombie lion, Sam? <laughs> <laughs> I just looked at the what? chat and I'm like, you said it's not, you think you, I don't hey, think you're wrong. It could it be might that. Not, yeah, yeah, you might be right. You might be right. I don't know. See, I'm hoping that movie throws me a curveball. It might not just do that. I'm just hoping for it because I like Idris Elba. Mm -hmm. I mean, it, it seems like anytime that he's in a movie, if the movie's bad, it's like, ah, Idris Elba. He's good. <laughs> you know, there's there's actors that 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 even if they're in bad movies, you go, eh, but he was good. You know, you're Stanley Tucci's, you know, those kind of guys. Uh, Idris Elba was one of those guys where he's just like, oh, I'll watch it for him, you know, at yeah, least. Yeah. But uh, but I, I just like the fact that he's in two movies and George Miller coming back doing a, a movie that's just falling right under the radar, which is that 3,000 Years of Longing. Oh, yeah. You watch that trailer, you're going, what the fuck? He's a genie in a what? What? Like, you don't even... And then you're just you watch the trailer and you go, yeah, I'm in. Look at the some of the cinematography mm -hmm. looks really good, and it's George Miller. So of course I'm going to watch that. And I just I worry that that's going to fall too much under the radar. Hopefully it doesn't it's come out yeah. at the end of the month. But um, yeah, I'll be there for sure and mm -hmm. opening night. But let's see what happens. But guys, like the main thing is like, all right, obviously talking about Warner Brothers Discovery and. Uh, you know, Sam and Travis, since you just like him and Casey's already kind of briefly talked about it. I mean, what was your thoughts uh, first, Sam? I mean, before, you know, with the with the news, what was your like your initial thought when you heard like Batgirl's canceled? Huh? <laughs> New York Post. What are they? No, the, you know, it's funny because Travis, he DM me <laughs> and he go and he GMs. He's like, yeah, sure, Jan. Sure. You know, it was like, oh, yeah. and, and even, I'm even so I confident. thought that too, because I was like, yeah, that's bullshit. That my initial thought was like, ah, it's a New York post. I don't know. They, they posted an article about, they posted an article about Disney offering Johnny Depp 300, yeah, $301 yeah. million to yeah. come back for <laughs> Yeah. And I was like, they're kind of, they were shitting on it. Yeah. Right. That's what made me think, like, what are all these tomatoes on the, you know, picture yeah. and stuff? Mm -hmm. It was yeah, so they, had a gift. they didn't have a featured image. They had a gift that had. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like, oh, this is a joke. Right. And then all of a sudden it was like, oh, oh. And uh, even when you read the, uh, you know, the article, if 
it kind of feels like someone was mad at this movie and they're writing something like that. Yeah. And for whatever reason, like there's, I don't know why you would be mad at this movie, but you know, they wrote it like that. And then nobody else reported for like 10 minutes. <laughs> People mm-hmm. were, were, you know, wondering what is happening with this. And it, it, it was just really shocking. Yeah. But yeah, Sam, what'd you think when you saw that? I, I initially kind of felt the same. I was like, I don't know if this is credible. <laughs> I was like, I was like, I don't, I don't know if this is actually true. But I knew, I knew going in to this week that David Z was making some really big moves. Like they, he's trying to recoup money any way he could, mm-hmm. and just structurally, he's trying to change everything. So I was kind of like what is he about to do? And then when that came up and then it was finalized, I was like, dang, they not only cut out Batgirl and Scooby. Scooby-Doo, they couldn't even keep for the kids for Christmas. <laughs> oh, man. Scooby-Doo got cut. And so yeah. I was like, it's it's unfortunate because I'm a fan of everything. You guys know that for the most part. Like, I would love to see, you know, Zach's vision continued in whatever capacity. Um, and I saw some people hating on Batgirl for whatever reason because Michael Keaton was in there, because Ben Affleck wasn't implied in there. And so I was kind of like, but I was like, I really wanted to see what Batgirl was going to be irregardless, you know? And so I was like, this really sucks because it seemed like they put a lot of effort into whatever it was going to be. You had Brendan Fraser in the movie. So it, it kind of sucks from that standpoint. But from a business standpoint, this that's a ballsy move, man. Like you, you're directly saying, look, there's a possibility that this might not work, so we're going to cut it right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. And we know for a fact that we're going to keep the Flash. We've already tested for Shazam. And it's, we, the weird thing about the Shazam situation is it tested, I think, the same. That's what um, all the reporters said. Yeah, yeah, right. Right. I don't know yeah. if that's true or not, but I'll say this because I was I was at San Diego Comic-Con and I saw you know the Hall H presentation. I was kind of like, when Black Adam came up and The Rock, he came up in his presentation and they showed like the opening and introduction of Black Adam, that whole scene, I was like, I'm all for Black Adam. Mm-hmm. Nobody's seen it yet. It hasn't been posted online, but that opening is raw. It's vicious. I was like, there's no way anybody's going to stop him except for Superman. But I'll, that's a whole other thing. But with Shazam, I was like, this seems interesting, but I don't think that this is going to garner people wanting to see it more than anything like Batgirl. So it was really weird. So I, I don't know if it's a testing thing more so than because it was initiated for HBO Max. I think that they're looking at it from a business perspective. They're like, okay, this is streaming ready, but this isn't movie theater ready. And if they're not putting it on HBO Max, then it's like we have to dump, what, 40, 40, 000, $40 million more get it to bump it to about like 120 million for the budget just for marketing and getting it to the movie theater you're like nah i'm not gonna do it so from a business standpoint i get it because shazam black adam all those films they've already kind of budgeted for those and pre-allocated it but for this i think that it wasn't they didn't make it for the theatrical and so they don't want to put it on hbo max it sucks um it sucks for the fans but from a business standpoint, I don't know what they got planned. I really don't. Because now it looks like Discovery and HBO Max are voting within themselves. But then they're changing how things are going to be. And I don't even know if CW is going to 
exist tomorrow. You know what I'm saying? So it's like I want Lois and Clark to survive. I want Stargo mm. to survive. Yeah. But I'm also fine with them going over to whatever HBO Max folded with Discovery is. You know? So it's a weird time, man. I, I can empathize with anybody that's just a normal fan. It's not a critic. It's not an analyst. Like, it's got to be really unsettling when you're looking and seeing all the things that Marvel's doing. They haven't even got D23 started yet. They had a <laughs> cook fire, you know, San Diego Comic-Con presentation. But it was weird. I was talking to my colleague, Lucas. I was kind of like telling them, I was like, it was really weird that they only had two things for Warner Brothers. But now seeing what happened with Batgirl, it makes sense. Like, they didn't want a present presentation for anything HBO Max related. So... It's, it's unsettling, um, but I'm just going to ride the wave, man. That's all I can kind of do, really. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be interesting, too, because, like, I mean, there was rumors that there's going to be a, a, a DC fandom this year. Now I'm kind of <laughs> wondering, is that actually going to happen? I mean, I was like, I was hearing the same thing, you know, like, oh, yeah, it's going to happen. And I'm like, okay, um, now I'm kind of going, hmm, maybe not. But at the same time, I'm like, Maybe there should be. There should be still because if you put in October, you boost Black Adam and you have that at the forefront. Let The Rock do his thing where it's like, hey, you know, because it needs help. It definitely needs help. Show clips, show some fucking, you know, some really good like clips. Like what well, you said, that raw like opening. Show that. Show something. Where Dude, the rock was really, murdering people. Okay, I mean, okay. Like, Show that. I mean, the trailer, the tra okay. The first trailer was like a little bit of, you know, it was a little vanilla. It was a little like, hey, yeah, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> heroes don't kill people. Well, I do. Okay, well, show that. Okay, show like his ruthlessness. Okay, Comic Con trailer, they were like, okay, no funny, funny. Let's show the Justice Society of America trying to stop this guy. And they did. And there's some cool shots, and I was like, stronger trailer. Good job. Now, show a clip. I mean, obviously, with that first clip that we saw uh, at last year's DC Fandom, cool. Yes, it showed him where it was like he's ruthless. I mean, The Rock needs to show that, hey, I'm not the normal Rock that you know where I'm the good guy and the hero and blah, blah, blah. I am murdering people, okay? Let's, let's, let's keep that tone of, like, I am ruthless. I am a villain. And if they're going to try to you know, do anything out, you know, past this. Cause I'm thinking that if this movie doesn't do gangbusters, they're going to be like, sorry, you tried. And we're going to, we have a 10 year plan and it's not including you because you didn't really do anything. Uh, yeah. You and, you know, sorry, Dwayne Johnson, you didn't put butts in the seats for super pets or this, <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. Did you see super pets, Sam? No, I have to no, let yeah, somebody else I'm the one. I have to let somebody else review that one. Um, <laughs> see, that's the thing about that movie is like Eddie, everybody that's been on the, the stream tonight, it's like I'm the only one that saw that that saw that seen it because I thought, ah, give it a chance. Enjoyable, but at the same time, I'm like, hmm, Dwayne Johnson as crypto, you know, twenty two he got paid twenty two million dollars. That's ridiculous to voice a dog, a super dog. And, you know, Kevin Hart probably got paid a, a shit ton, too. And it's like when you have half your budget already going to the voice talent, that's a problem. That is a problem when you could have easily paid 
you know, fucking a fraction of that to like a well, you know, somebody who's just a voice talent already and giving them like that person a couple of million dollars or something like that, pay them nicely more than they probably ever been paid. But like you pay like voice talent that actually just has something in their voice. that's a little more uplifting. And it's like, Oh, I'm, I'm listening to it. And I'm just, I'm just hearing crypto. I'm not hearing Dwayne, the fucking rock Johnson coming out of crypto. That's the bad part. It's like, and I'm, it's, I think we're now realizing that it's like, yeah, it worked at one point. Yeah. When Toy Story came out, Tim Allen, Tom Hanks, sure. Woody and Buzz, that worked out. But nowadays it's like when you try to put like these big names underneath these like characters, it's not working anymore. Like, like uh, that Pause of Fury movie that came out, that bombed. Like Lightyear didn't do that well. He had Captain America voicing uh, Lightyear. It's not working anymore. So it's like, all right, now just stop paying half your budget to the voice talent. Start paying actual voice talent that can be better at doing the voices because that's her job. And just focus mainly on the product to make something really good. And I hope that when it comes to at least to Warner Brothers Discovery that they do that moving forward with any kind of animation that they're going to be doing. So, yeah, it's frustrating. Yeah, I but think yeah. Uh, the new company, you know, the, the new company is going to have a very different approach. Like from the get-go, get before even the, their first call, they made such a bold move. And even I was looking forward to that movie. Um, I didn't want Michael Keaton in that movie, of course, um, because, you know, obviously, especially because you have J.K. Simmons Gordon. Yeah. If at least, you know, you didn't have him, I would have been like, okay, you can just, you know, say multiverse or whatever. But you actually uh, integrated him into the new timeline and ha have him uh, be in the backstory with Jim Gordon, who is in the Snyderverse. And I'm like, what are you doing? Like... Even the director said, you know, it's a spaghetti, multiverse, whatever. So I guess that is also another factor in, you know, Zaslav actually not wanting that movie out because he removed that from, uh, you know, the other movies. Uh, Aquaman, so, uh, yeah. yeah. And apparently from The Flash also, he will be, you know, not continuing that. So uh, well, I'm hopeful for that. But yeah, like the move to... Um, dumb bad girl i didn't like it but i'm okay with it because of what it promises um, um I, i'm looking uh, at it from a two hours time. 34 minutes for anybody who wants to clip this out and cancel uh casey <laughs> no i mean i, I actually no, really no, no, like, I like it, I the it, set it, videos it. the photos i really yeah. liked the yeah. christmasy look and you know the actors the vibe I, I liked uh, it all, but even the directors, like I, just because yeah. of them, I wanted to watch it more because I was so impressed with Miss Marvel. Um, but it's yeah. just unfortunate, you know. <laughs> um, I'm half of me is sad about that. Half of me is happy because finally, after years and years of trash management, finally we have someone who said um, it doesn't matter if it's a tough choice, we'll make it uh, because we have this ten year. Um, you know, plan that we want to make. Uh, I want a whole different team to come and take over uh, DC Studios or whatever. And, you know, they will definitely have a plan for 10 years. 10 years is basically what the prime MCU was from Iron Man to Endgame. So they also probably want that same kind of, you know, 
um, success with their cinematic universe. And I feel like if you have a, a consistent plan like that uh, beforehand, not after one or two movies, uh, you know, beforehand, if you have that, I feel like, you know, if you, if you even bring back Cavill and Affleck now and start with them, you know, solo movies with them, I think they would definitely have a really great start. And then you can build to Justice League 2 and go on from there. Then Batgirl can, you know, return as well in some other movie or their own movie, which they'll have to remake uh, with a higher budget, maybe for a theatrical release or whatever. So I'm actually not that sad or, or upset. Like people are, you know, trashing Zaslav and all that. I actually like his way because he's promising something the previous management never did. Um, you know, at least he's giving hope and giving, um, giving us the idea that they have a plan and they have a, you know, aim to achieve. So the previous management never even talked. So I don't know. Uh, you know, it's a massive upgrade for me. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just, yeah, it's, it's, it's weird because like, like I was even saying before, I'm like, man, what if like, uh, you know, when they, they don't want to spend this money on the marketing for Batgirl, but it's like, but the whole canceling is involuntary marketing because look at everybody's been talking about it ever since. And there's now campaigns for it to be like release <laughs> Batgirl or release the Batgirl cut or something like that, which, which, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it, I mean, that's what's happening. Everybody's been talking about this since. And it's like, they could almost be like, okay, yeah, we'll put it on there. And then they might see a spike in subscribers, maybe. Maybe uh, they're playing 4D chess. I don't know, but maybe not. I don't know. But, yeah, like you said, Casey, it's like you, you actually have somebody in there who's – we have a regime now that is going like, hey, we watched what is happening. And not to mention, like, when people, like, want to put full blame on this new regime, you have to put a lot of blame on the old regime too. Like, they're the ones that that – that green lit all this stuff and not really knowing like, you know, and with the plan and with the plan, <laughs> he didn't have a plan at all. And Even that love uh, put the blame on them. Actually. He, he, yeah. he said that he didn't believe in the movie outright. Yeah, and yeah. also said that he would never put out any movie that is not of high quality. And, you know, if it's not finished or up to their standard. So exactly. stuff like that actually gives me more hope. Exactly. And then and, and and originally, you know, obviously the Flash was supposed to come out before Batgirl. And that was going to explain why Michael Keaton is the Batman. Right. So when they did test screenings and people were like, why is Michael why Keaton is all of a sudden here? It's like it's like the, 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 the initial reveal of him coming back was supposed to be in the Flash, which is supposed to be something epic and outstanding, which is, I'm sure it still is. And I'm still very much rooting for the Flash movie, even though that's wrapped around controversy after controversy, obviously. But I'm still going like, right. to make that movie better. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yes. Oh wow. Good luck. I mean, I don't know what you're gonna do, but man, that's gonna be interesting. But maybe uh, bring back Rick Fisher. You know. <laughs> dude. Oh. Oh, dude. <laughs> hey, hey. I mean, the Hamada thing that came out, where it's like, if he, if Hamada's on his way out, they might be like, hey, we kicked, we kicked this guy out. We're sorry for what the hell happened. What say you? We have this idea for you to show up, man. I mean, I mean that that's not out of the cards right now because it, you know, the Flash is not coming out to what June of next year. Yeah. So that's not out of the. It's not out of there. It's not, you know, with the Walter Hamada stuff that came out today, 
And obviously it was like a mix of things. It was like, hey, he was about to quit. And then they'll convince him not to. And then maybe he'll quit after Black Adam, but maybe not. I don't know. There's all kinds of things. I'm going to do a video about it tomorrow. Where I have my like, you know, more thoughts about it and what I've, you know, stuff that I've talked about with people. But, um, but yeah, it's, it's all a big weird thing. And they could really write the ship when it comes to that. It's like, look what happened with the Rolling Stone article when it came to the Snyder bots. And they were like, Hey, whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't even talk to us. That wasn't us. That was the old regime. They could do the same thing if they get Walter Hamana out, which hopefully they do because it doesn't seem like he did really much. They could be like, hey, Ray, that wasn't us. They were new and we're sorry for what they did. But hey, if you want to like come back, we wanted you in the first, you know, Muschietti wanted you in the first place. You met with him. And we know that for a fact. Even Ray said that himself, that Muschietti, he met with Andy Muschietti about being in the Flash film, but he's stood his ground which is great when everybody goes like no nah, he was fired fired i'm like no he stood his ground which is better than being fired that he was like fuck fuck no i won't do anything with that guy's name attached to it or these people's names attached to it that's better than being fired which i still don't get why people don't understand that but i'm like he dug his heels in the ground and he was like i don't care about my career i'm gonna fight for what i believe in and that's why we respect ray fisher for doing that sure but at the same time it's like all right, that's the old regime. Maybe something could happen with the Flash movie, and and uh, I don't know when it comes to you know the whole Ezra Miller thing. That's a that's a whole big thing too. And it's like, how do you handle that? Do you lean into the controversy and be like, hey, yeah, he's still in there. You want to see if it's good or not? <laughs> you know, it's like I don't know what they. It's 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 all very much up in the air. But I think Batgirl suffered because it was supposed to fit in a specific spot, yeah. which was. Uh, after the flash and during Christmas, it was going to be released on HBO max in December, right after the flash, which was going to be released in November and it would have fit perfectly. And I think that's where that whole thing fell apart was the fact that it was going to fit in a specific spot. And when things got rearranged, it, it effed a lot of things up. And that's why when it came to test screenings, people were like, why the hell is Michael Keaton Batman? Like what happened here? It's like, Oh, there was a multiverse thing that changed. Oh yeah. You guys didn't see the test screening for flash shit. You know, it's like, so they don't know. It would have been like if they test screened Spider-Man far from home without you seeing any game and like, Oh, Tony's dead. And uh, this is a situation. Peter's back. The blip happened and stuff. And like the Ray Fisher thing's possible because like we had a movie completely shelled and canceled this week. Right. So it's like, I, I won't say like, anything's possible but almost anything is possible as far as like <laughs> things are going to change so much and i think with the background thing i'm so torn on kind of everything like i would have wished they just did it even if they would have said hey we're gonna throw it on max you know what some of the stuff maybe doesn't make sense but it's just a multiverse tale take it as like a what if uh you know elseworlds tale like oh this is because even then i'm not sure what exactly happens in the film but you could even still spin it that it's just hey it's still keen's batman from 89 whatever watch it like that but i think the back row thing will be looked upon five years from now as either maybe like one of the best things they did or one of the worst things they did and i personally don't think it's going to be in the i don't think it's gonna be the wind column i think i don't really trust the new team as far as like i think they just used a lot of buzzwords this week and i think everybody uses the oh we want to be like marvel we want to use a 10-year plan they're the inspiration but we've heard that from 
them multiple times. We've heard that from the Dark Universe. We've heard that from so many times of, oh, we're going to, you see what Foggy's doing? We can do that. And it just doesn't happen. And even in the call, like he'd say things that, you know, kind of went back and forth on himself where same thing, like Casey was talking about those, those scores of like, okay, he says they want to make sure that Shazam films are the, or not Shazam films, but DC films are the best, right? They're going to be the best quality when we release them. If it is true that it's testing the same as Batgirl, you have that case of if that's all true and multiple people report that are more like the A tier scoopers and whatnot, if they're reporting that, like you said, maybe it's this multiverse kind of mumbo jumbo where, oh, we don't want to put it out right now and stuff like that. But you're going to have that argument of, okay, if people felt very similarly about Shazam that they do Batgirl, you can't really stand on the quality argument because then you're just you're just putting out something similar and from that perspective it is you never know what could hit even if they put in theaters because i know people are using the examples of like batgirl tested similar to the first it which like that made 700 million dollars at the box office right so it's like how many bad movies have we seen not just from dc but like many companies make right. tons and tons like look at transformers even if you like transformers like, great, <laughs> like notoriously like but even then until the last one those things were slinging a billion dollars easy easy and critics would say they hate them fans would say they hate them but they'd come out and they'd cash that check and be nothing right and it's just <laughs> i i don't know i i'm interested to see what they do i just don't actually believe i think the 10-year plan is i i want to hope that it's a real thing but i just i really don't and i hope that they do somehow if they write it off, then it's not going to happen. I wish they just drop it on a max and just say, hey, this is what it is. This is the best version of it. Because I do think creators, like the way the director's like, oh, we talked to Edgar Wright, we talked to James Gunn and stuff like that. I think it does hurt them a little that way or it just strengthens a lot of contracts in the future. So in the future, this can't happen or you're going to owe so-and-so a lot and a lot of money. So I, I don't know. This whole week I'm super... I'm just flimsy on them. I, I don't think it's a great start, and I will see. I think it's, I've said this so many times with Baca Stream, I think they are just trying to wait as long as possible. Even the reboot thing, I feel like it's like we get a sign of, oh, they are rebooting, and then it's like, no, they're not. Like I feel like every direction of they're rebooting, they're doing the DCU, they're bringing the Snyderverse back, there's like a tidbit for everything. It's like, I don't know, anyone... This is a deep cut, but the show Dexter, at one point, he's a serial killer, and they're hunting him. And he works for the police force, so he knows how they think. And what he does is he writes this manifesto to send the police, and it like, has a bunch of quotes as far as political, religious, like all these things so it will confuse them. And that's what I felt this week was, where it's just like a lot of everything that people want to hear, but there's still not a clear vision. Like There's so many headlines of like, oh, they have that 10-year cohesive plan. And maybe they do, and maybe it's just behind closed doors, but... It's just we've been we've been through this rigmarole before, right? Of new ownership, new guys coming in. Oh, they're making some bold plays, uh, but the future's looking bright. And I don't know. I, <laughs> I mean, to your point, I would say that the, they don't have a plan yet, but they mm -hmm. will make it when that they hire that team, right? So, to yeah. your point, it really, really depends on who they hire for that studio, mm -hmm. because you can bring in, you know, comic book artists and that that went wrong in the past. You can bring in, you know, really good executives and that also went wrong in the past. So it's really, really difficult to find another Feige. Like even I would argue with people, uh, you know, asking, okay, fine, you would need another Feige, but you, it's extremely difficult to find one because even, you know, if you ask like people, list your top three names to come in and mm -hmm. they cannot even list one. So it's that rare. <laughs> No, they they, uh, they say they say Debbie Snyder, Jay Oliva, Lydia. Jim like, Lee. No, 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 Jim Lee. No, yeah. no, no. Those are always the three. People think from the fan perspective about what yes, projects they they want don't to see. Think about the it fan. Doesn't work like that. 
No. Yeah, like even the projects, if suppose they are, you know, um, getting Jay Oliver or some someone like that, and they greenlight Baffleck movie or Deathstroke movie, and those two didn't perform well, what mm-hmm. then? What about yeah. the next nine years? You know, so you have to bring in somebody who he's. The thing I liked is he said team. So you need to have a head. You need to have a person who actually maps out the plan. You need to have some comic book artist who knows, you know, DC. You need to have another person, which Marvel also has, who keeps tabs on the continuity between other movies. So mm-hmm. directors don't need to talk to each other about what, you know, your movie is doing. The continuity person will take care of that. So if a team like that exists, um, that will definitely help, you know, the universe a lot. But that was literally, you know, non-existent in DC, even when Snyder was there. So, you know, I feel like uh, this is a very drastic change from everything we've seen before. So I'm a little bit more hopeful than Travis. Can, yeah. can I ask you a <laughs> random question? I don't know how to... This will be my last question because I got to get ready to go to bed. It's like almost yeah, 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 yeah. Um, I'd be careful of this question. Um, <laughs> do you guys think, I mean, just in lieu of this week in the news, have Warner Brothers Discovery already lost their DC fan base? And take time to really think about that. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the Snyder fans. I'm just talking about in general. The reason why I ask is because in all my chats, I've got like Marvel enthusiasts, like, see, they never have their stuff together. <laughs> I got DC passionate fans that are like, what are they doing? Keep with the plan. Is this about money or do you care about us? And then mm-hmm. I have some people like me that I'm like, okay, they finally sit there. They look like they got a plan, but I don't know structurally what they're doing yet. Like, I need to wait and see where it's going to go. So I'm, I'm asking, you know, when you have just normal consumers, have they lost their fan base? Because realistically, at this current time, what they're looking forward to, I think most are looking forward to The Rock and Black Adam. I don't know if most general audience people are looking forward to Shazam. I could be wrong. I think a lot of people are very excited for The Flash, but the controversy is behind it. I think that more people are very excited to see what the new Batman 2 would be. Um... I mean, you got the Joker 2 announcement that came out, but I'm just asking y'all's personal opinion. Like, have Warner Bros. Discovery lost their DC fan base, or is it still just in limbo? Because I feel like being in a state of limbo isn't consistency. People want stability, you know? Um, They want something to rally behind so they can hold on. Um, And whenever I go to San Diego Comic-Con, that's one of the biggest things of being in Hall H is having that presentation. When that presentation goes, no matter if you had talked trash about whatever studio, if they come with it strong, everybody's going to be talking about it for the whole entire rest of the year. And that's what happened to Marvel. Like, everybody was talking a little bit of trash with Marvel because of their fates. And <laughs> yeah. whatever came from Hall H, when it was there, I was there. I got my hat to prove it. Mm-hmm. People were <laughs> screaming. Mm-hmm. People were screaming and crying. There was people during the Black Panther presentation they were crying around me, not just the people on the stage, but people around me. And so, I don't know, I'm just curious y'all's perspective on it, and I'll leave that there with you. <laughs> well, I mean, sorry, I, I mean, I'll go first, but, but the way I look at it is like, when it comes to the DC fandom, it's like, or yeah, when it comes to uh, DC fans, 
<laughs> it almost seems like Marvel has her shit together when it comes to presentation and what they have, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. When it comes to DC, it's like the drama is what goes ah! like it, that's what is driving social media. Again, it goes down to social media, no matter what. I mean, as as gross as it might seem, it's like, God damn it. But at the same time, it's like when there's like, what the fuck? Like when when the Ben Affleck Aquaman thing happened, that was bigger than anything that happened at Comic-Con. Henry Cavill's speculation was bigger than anything at Comic-Con. And then when it came to this week with Batgirl and um, what Zaslav had to say, it was that what that's what was trending it seems like when it comes to marvel they're like oh what's the next thing that's it mm. we got the next thing there there and there and everybody's cheering when it comes to dc is like what's the next drama it's that it's it's like it, it's just a different it's a whole different beast i guess you could say so to the point where it's like even if they hit the reboot button which is always a possibility they hit the reboot button people are going to be like all right well, let's see what this whole new thing is going to be. If if after the flash, they just absolutely go, we're rebooting everything. We're starting from scratch. That's our 10 year plan. People are going to be like, all right, goddamn, you've been throwing me through the ringer this for like the past seven years, eight years, whatever the hell decade. People are going to be like, all right. All right, so all that's behind us now. Everything we could just finally get past all that. I'm gonna see what you guys have moving forward. So I think, I think DC, the DC fandom almost thrives on the drama. I mean, I don't know how many times I see like tweets like "I'm done with DC," and then they're tweeting about oh, DC know. for like the next week. It's like when people have that proclamation, I'm like, I'm done. If they do this, I'm like, no, yeah. you're not. No. Yo, no, you love this drama. There's something about it. I even kind of like the drama too because I'm like, what's going to happen next? What's going to happen next? And it's almost like thrilling, like, oh, that happened? Holy shit. Like, what the hell? And, you know, it, do I think it's fucked up? Yeah. Do I think uh, what happened in the Batgirl movie is fucked up? Yeah. I don't think that's good. And people that celebrate that, no, especially Snyder Phantom, I don't think, how could they celebrate? directors losing their vision when the, the whole basis of the Snyder fandom was that was trying to get a director's vision back. I hate that shit. I think it's hypocritical. And I, and I called it out like during the week and I'm like, fuck man, I hate that, that, that I've seen that I've seen all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, do I hate the infighting and stuff like that? Sure. But at the same time, I'm just kind of going, it's all we got right now, guys. We have the drama. Marvel has like everything like, oh, they're like in heaven. We're in hell right here. Just going, what is happening with the next, you know? And it's, yeah. So at so right now, I'm just kind of going like, I think if whatever they do, people are going to be like, what is next? Because people kind of just like the drama, to be honest. They do, even though they, they claim they hate it. Bullshit. I think they kind of like it. I think they like it. I think fans actually like it. And I enjoy covering it because it's just like I'll rant off and stuff like that and just be like it's a discussion thing. Mm -hmm. And I and I hope to a point where it kind of maybe it's going to reverse. I mean, imagine when it gets to a point where Marvel is like going, oh, shit, we're like now we're getting to this point where we're like. Maybe people are like wanting Iron uh, Tony Stark back. What are we gonna do? They want they want Steve Rogers back. What the shit? You know what are we gonna do here? What are we gonna do? I think uh, there's been people that we know that go like imagine them. Re I think Stephen, who's not here tonight, he couldn't make it tonight. He mad. He's even talked about imagine when they have to reboot like 
the MCU or Star Wars. And people are like, Star Wars, really? Please. And it's like, you just proved my point. People can't imagine them rebooting Star Wars. But imagine the day when they decide to go, we're going to reboot Star Wars. I mean, it's good. I mean, that's the thing. It's like, we don't think that far ahead. When it comes to DC, it's so like crazy right now. We're just trying to get to a point where like, can we see a clear vision? Can we see it? And at the same time, we're almost enjoying the fact that like we want to get to that point. We want to get to that to that fountain of youth where it's like, hey, can we get to that point of like we get to the destination and we have a clear vision where almost people like like that shit. And I, and I think a lot of people do. And it's kind of exciting because you never know what's going to happen next, you know. And that's what DC has right now is the drama. Marvel has the plan. DC mm-hmm. has the drama. There you go. That's what I have. <laughs> I think uh, I think you know I I don't agree that DC fans would just you know I don't agree that WB lost the DC fan base. I, nah. I feel like I always believe this. You know that every movie or any franchise really is just one great trailer away from you know gathering interest from audiences. Mm-hmm. So the moment you put in an announcement with Henry Cavill Superman or you know. Affleck Batman or any next movie's great trailer. Even the Flash movie's trailer hasn't come out yet. So that was just a teaser that they quickly put together. I think the first trailer, people will really like it. Um, but besides that, um, what Zaslav is trying to do now is starting a new structure for DC. So for the next three to five years, it will definitely take a lot of building and people have to be patient. Um, but they also have to deliver quality products. And, you know, as he has highlighted, um, he has talked big about the, you know, quality control he's going to have over DC. Like if they don't believe in the project, they, they're not going to release it, period. That needs to, you know, he has to go through with that as well. Like mm-hmm. people will really judge every single movie because of <laughs> yeah. those comments now. You you uh, put out you dumb bad girl, but you put out this shit and stuff like that, right? And it's fair as well. Like if he's saying big stuff like that and you know um, dropping a movie, just p- so many people completed work on it and he just dropped it. And I can understand a lot of people being upset and stuff like that. But um, this is business, and you know it happens. And you have to understand sometimes why that happens. And if he fucks up later on, then this would, you know, look even worse than it is now. So I feel like his head is at the right place and he's intending to deliver. And if he puts the team uh, to run the studio, I think, you know, if he gets good people in there, I think they definitely can achieve that. Um, but the starting years obviously will have a very hard time because we'll be in that transition stage, you know, um, just like how it was between 2017 to 2018, right? Mm-hmm. Like there was a massive shift between BVS to Justice League. Uh, and a lot of, well, you know, fans were divided. A lot of critics were divided. Like people were cheering for that Justice League movie just because it was moving away from the Snyderverse. Uh, you know, and a lot of people were pushing back against that because they didn't they didn't like that these movies were becoming less than mythical. So I feel like you know Zaslav has to 
look at all that, look at all the history, uh, see what worked, what didn't work. And, um, you know, he'll have to get together a team. He'll have to make that plan first before announcing anything. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, start announcing stuff and releasing single, you know, movies and all that. But I feel like, you know, again, DC fans will be DC fans forever. They'll, they'll, if they see a good trailer, if they see a good movie, they'll praise it, you know. Between all the drama and all that, fandom came out and everyone was happy because mm -hmm. it had just, you know, Zack Snyder's Justice League. It had Zack Snyder on there. It had the Batman, which the trailer really was fantastic. So at that time, even after, you know, 2018, 2019, 2020, even after all that shit, everyone was happy on that day. So it can happen. You know, again, I feel like if they have um, a few projects that look really good, I feel like the DC fan base is not lost. Yeah, I would agree. Kind of what Casey was saying. I think it's not that it's lost. I think maybe just morale's the lowest it's probably ever been for at least since I was like doing this, but probably like I, cause I would say like, Oh yeah, since the Batman and Robin era, but it's like, I don't think even these conversations were having that much for the fans. Cause that was just, Oh, one Batman movie. Like I feel like in this span of from the 2014 to now, like the starting of cinema, I guess 2013 now still to the starting from then to now, like the cinematic universes and Marvel doing their thing. I think it's just low, but I think like what Casey was saying is I, so many people have grown up with this it's hard for them to even even if they're the most mad they hate every decision that's going they're always rooting for them to turn around because like casey says they just want to see one great trailer they want and even someone as myself that wasn't a big man of steel fan that comic-con when they had henry lennox say the lines and oh. you had that logo i was like oh i'm fucking back God. in i can't wait i'm excited to see so that's all it takes it just it, but then it's the follow-up right i do think uh, like morale's really low because it is timed with the if you're purely like like let's say you don't aren't a big fan of Marvel, then it really sucks because you do have that other side where it's just 20 movies, 10 TV shows. Oh, we're doing two Avenger films in a year. We're doing this. We're doing that. Where this is like we just canceled a movie and we're not sure about a lot of others. You know, and it's just like especially because like DC's been obviously now it's different owners, but if you just look at it on paper, it's like for how long they've been trying to do this. I think it's, if Marvel was in a similar situation, it wouldn't be as bad. It's like, if your friend's sports team sucks and your friend's sports team suck, you can't really brag to one another, right? But if you were a fan like the Patriots during that like Tom Brady era, and someone was a fan of the Dolphins, you're, you were getting bagged on all the time of like, well, look at this. Brady has like seven, eight rings, all this stuff, all these stats. You know, you're always – you had a season where you were what? One, one in 15 one year? You know, it's just like I think that's where lots of – I think DC fans are also just getting frustrated too because it's just – Marvel fans are pretty happy and they get to gloat and stuff like that. And I like to do that a little on Twitter, like have some fun and poke some bears every once in a while. But like, it's all in a, as people should, uh, they've said in the chat, like it's all first world stuff. All it matters is that you're happy and healthy. Your friends are good. Like, have have fun on twitter talk about but don't get too worked up when you're getting too worked up that's when it's time for like step away and go do something else or just log out for a bit because they're just movies and eventually dc will have its time in the sun who knows black adam could come out be great shazam could come out be great i i'm very curious to see what happens in the next few years with these movies though and stuff i i'm like samuel i don't think shazam i think shazam's gonna perform around the similar if not lower than the first one unless they do move it those rumors because i think it was hollywood reporter that put out that they were talking they really, about yeah but they really should avatar yes. it's like yeah uh, you probably should 
Yeah. yeah. So I and and even then I've said that always before where the reboot that would get pe- people would be bummed, but they would be excited by still because you get that those press releases of the new Superman, the new Wonder Woman, the Bruce right. Wayne. You get those weeks of like, look at Fantastic Four. Every week there's someone trending because like this is who's playing Reed. Oh, John Krasinski's back in. No, it's Penn Badgley. Like you would have that. Well, Henry Cavill's rumor now. Yes, Henry Cavill's rumor. Thanks a giant freaking robot. Like that, but that <laughs> you would have that with DC where there would be a level of plus if there's anybody. That that's disenfranchised that would be a time for them to jump back in like oh you know they're starting over so I, it, it all depends on this next year and a half which like casey said everyone has to just be patient but i think morale is definitely the lowest i've probably ever seen it because even myself was like i'm i support joker too i want joker too i think there's good ideas i love that gaga's in it but even the day after when they was like oh yeah gaga confirmed i had no excitement because i was still off that reeling of man we just canceled back girl we just canceled like we yeah. have we have yeah. Keaton scenes locked up somewhere that we could never, ever see. If someone's a big Keaton Batman fan, they're just locked away. And Snyder fans understand that. You guys had a whole yeah. half yeah. a movie locked away. And with yep. that, luckily it came out. If we had tax write-off, that we're just hoping for a Pirate Bay link. You know, like that's what's happening. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so I, it's, that's where it's tough to get like that excitement. But we'll, we'll, we'll see even just these next few months of like, you know, maybe all it takes us to what if Henry Cavill is in black Adam? What if they reshoot that? What if that's like yeah. to make it better? Right. Or what if we get a headless Superman again? And then it starts, the depression starts all over again. If that end credit is, I Superman swear if it's one more time. Oh yeah. And that's where like in October people could one be, a pagan, they could, they could be a pig and shit or they could be the angriest child ever of like, man, Henry again, not there. And, it just, it's so many routes, so many ways, but they could. So many routes. I, I hope. I'm, I'm pulling, counting, I want to be excited. I'm counting on Mia Khalifa to go and, you know, release yeah, she's the She's be the ambassador, yes. ambassador of all that. But, uh, Sam, you got to take off, man. I know. You got to yeah. get up early. I go to bed. Yeah. I know. <laughs> You're looking fun. tired. Yeah. No, man. Thank you for joining, man. I always like it when you show up. I always like talking to you, dude. Yeah. Appreciate you guys. Man. Yeah, appreciate you too. Yeah, get some sleep, man. I will. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> nice meeting you. Sir. All right, everybody, nice follow Samuel Team JBS. Please do so. He, like I said, he sees all he sees all the movies, man. He does. There <laughs> <laughs> you go. All right, yeah. Sam. Thanks. I um, want to ask you guys a question about because I agree with you guys with the reboot what Steven's putting out there, and I was actually going to ask Steven who's on here, but. My, my thought is, and because uh, this is from my perspective as like a big MCU guy, that I, I could have been fine with them rebooting after Endgame. And I wonder if there is still a perspective of fans, though, of the whole narrative, oh, they are, you know, pompous and they're always considered winning. If that's why the reboot might not be as bad of a pill to swallow when it happens. Because if you look at the MCU and you look at like the past 10, we're going on 13 years now and stuff like that, I think there's going to be a portion of people that will be fine because it's like, well, we we've had we've been lucky this long you know like we've been lucky to have the comic cons we've been lucky to have the phases and stuff like that so i don't think they'll have as much trouble as star wars i think star wars that's going to be tough because everyone associates one person with one role and there's a continuity but mc you're definitely going to appeal that are going to be mad and you're never going to see a downey again or chris evans again but i think with the fact that we've had so many good years with a lot of fans it's like okay i, I could be open to something happening I, I think the more tipping point is when feige ever leaves if he just retires or if he gets like brought in by another suit which i don't think is out of the realm of possibility with that coming like, to dc i don't think it's out of the realm of possibility like i would have, love that just because we, how many people would be mad at that people like, would lose their shit i i would personally love because again i love feige at mcu but it's like 
we ha- we've had such a good run. I can't complain. Like from he doesn't this have end, anything else to do. No, other than just try and do it again and just be like, look, yeah. it wasn't a fluke. But those because it was a past. Here's few Avengers months. seventeen. Yeah, 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 I'm still I'm still there. I'm still rocking. But what was it in the past few months? We had those reports in 2015. He was talking to Warner Brothers, right? And if things continue with Shea Pick, and the only reason I thought about it was just because Zaslav dropped his name so many times, so many times of like a, and oh, he has know? Alan Horn. Yeah, and Alan Horn, he even said, we want to make a plan like them. So if you were to ask me, would I say yes? No, I wouldn't. But I don't think it's like a 100% no, it would never happen. Because yeah. imagine that headline waking up. And you know if Foggy ever leaves Marvel or Disney, there's going to be so it's going to be like Nolan where people are going to be courting him, whether you like it or not. And I would love to wake up to my timeline of Kevin Foggy running. And so many people would be mad. And people would hate it. People, would, It would be a barn fire. But... I don't know. Yeah, that would be I, really, really interesting because, especially now because they have Chapek, so yes. it's not like the Iger era where mm-hmm. Feige was the boss and he could do anything. Now he has lost some of his control, so maybe, mm-hmm. and he even you know proved himself. So I don't think they really need him anymore. Um, they, you know, they've ha- they have people now over there that can oversee the MCU going forward. So that would really would- be interesting. I have a question for you guys. Uh-oh. What if, like, when it comes to like a, this plan that's happening, mm-hmm. this is something I was thinking about and even talking with somebody. What if they went, okay, <clears throat> like Zaslav and career, like, all right, what do we have right now? We don't have much. Uh, everything's kind of a mess right now. But what do we have? We have the Batman. What if they go, hey, sorry, Matt Reeves, we'll give you your sequel. But you have to tease a Superman. You have to start teasing an expanded universe. I, I, I said I feel about that. I said that last time as well when you know we were yeah. discussing this. Like they they could do that because it's not really his movie. Like they yeah. could just say you know you can do your sequel and then if you don't want to do if you don't want to do the shared universe stuff then let's part ways. You know so. They actually can do that, but to me, that would be a little bit disappointing because I wasn't the biggest fan of the Batman. So starting the universe with that movie would be kind of like, <laughs> you know, um, a little bit weaker than Man of Steel would started for me. So um, I would be inter- uh, interested, of course, but I don't know if that would be the b- best move forward. Yeah, I feel like Man is still like obviously they don't like okay, they have like the Wayne Tech stuff in there, but I feel like it it's just set itself up more for that world of like we could do more of this where the Batman right. does feel like I feel like Reeves on purpose, like we're gonna make this very, very narrow mind in the way of it's just the Batman and it's just these characters, right? And I, I don't think like the good thing is the Batman two technically got announced in the Zazoff era. He cited it as a success in this earnings call. But again, like the five thing, I don't think it's out of the realm of possibility that we wake up one morning with a Matt Reeves has left the Batman too. Cause just because he's saying all this stuff now, what happens when they actually start getting to, you know, production talk, budget talk, story? The, the budget's going to be cut. That's yes. a thing. Or what if Zaslav is like, oh, we won't cut the budget. We want you to make like a 250, like we want you to make like a huge Batman movie. And what if, reason like i kind of still want to do like this type of batman movie where it's more detective and he's like oh you can do that but what if we have like a massive action so like that thing we don't know how it all works where zaslav could be the complete opposite too and go oh i love what you did the first time just keep doing it like we literally don't know we don't and that's the problem right. where 
it could happen. It could be that Matt Reeves is he, he's gone, and that for me as someone that loved the Batman, I, that would be very disappointing. My 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 theory with that was I was wondering if they did do the reboot, if they would do Joker two, let Matt Reeves finish off the Batman two and three, kind of like what Nolan did, and then after Batman three, do the Man of Steel start like okay, finish these off world things, and then boom, start over. And I think it's all depend on if these films do well. But I, yeah, it all depends on maybe Chip or maybe Zazoff loves Matt Reeves. And he's going to give him the farm or he wants to get yeah. in there and, you know, there's going to be a scene in the Batman two where he like breaks into somewhere and then he's going to like look off and he's going to be like, what is that? And it's a green rock. Like, the, like in a, in a safe, like, uh, what the fuck? No, I don't know. I just, I, I, I wanted to, you know, put out that question. Cause I'm like, you better believe that that's on the board. You know, when it comes yes. to all this, it's like, Hey, Matt Reeves, you have this universe already you know it's fresh it's new what the hell what about introducing you know like some kind of like hey expanded universe in here if uh if we could but uh we got somebody joining in right now Ray. 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 there he is what's up sir i think like that's also one more point of contention for reeves though because last time what uh, Ray is? Know, when... god damn it oh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Well, when last time Affleck was in there, uh, he was kind of, you know, trying to quit that movie if they were going to have that shared universe stuff and mm -hmm. and Affleck's script. Yeah. So he even he even you know praised that script and said that you know it's it's great, but I'm not into that whole, you know, cinematic universe stuff. So I feel like if Zaslav kind of forced that onto him, he would leave. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was just like a random question. I thought it was like, man, what if they were actually doing that? But uh, anyways, Ray, thank you for joining. I know you were on uh, Enosh's screen. Screen. Stream. Technically yeah, a screen, yeah. So, yeah. so he, yeah. it, it, was, it was like, uh, I think it was a little after 11, he just sent me a link. And I was like, oh. Hmm. <laughs> well, I'll stop by and just talk yeah. for is that That you can't, nerds, there's no such no. thing as... You'll, I, just, uh, pop you'll in, just stop yeah. by and like have a short conversation. When you send me that message that you were on a stream, I'm like, I if you don't even show up tonight, I would understand. You know, I, because the conversation goes, I would not feel like offended if you didn't even show up tonight, but thank you for showing up tonight. Okay. I I, I, the whole I, night I, Dave I, was yeah. like, fuck Ray, he's a traitor. He's <laughs> back on me. And I'm not even kidding, Travis. Like there's a part of the back of my brain that's like that, that is thinking all of that is true. But like I'm cheating on Dave like, right no. now. He's like, damn it. no, it was uh it was it was spirited discussion on the all pause, right? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well, it's it's they're a lot more positive than like Enosh is way more positive than I am about like mm. all of this stuff. He really is. That's what I love um, about Enosh. Yeah. See, but what, it, what I love about our little fandom is like you know the different voices and different perspectives, and that's what I like. Enosh is he's always like that ray of light. That's why I I, I like i'll hit him up i'm like hey you want to join tonight hey you want to join tonight does he always yeah. join no and i'm not offended by it because i'm like hey make it if you can i know you're busy you have your own channel you do this shit too it's fine but when he shows up i'm like 
cool. Enosh is here. You know, ever since uh, we got to know him, ever since I had him on the first time, I'm, I'm always down for Enosh to come on. But if you can't make it, that is perfectly fine. I, you know, when he invites me, I feel bad when I can't show up on his stuff. But at the same time, it's like we understand that. But I love his perspective of being that being that light. That's why, like, the, you know, especially uh, when it came to uh, Obi-Wan, where you were like, you know, Scott and oh, I were kind of yeah. like mid-ground, and then we had, like, Garza and, and you know, Colbert, where it was like, it was yeah. like a unbalanced thing. And, and, and also, and I see Enosh in the- I think Rob the, was there, too, right? Yeah. Wasn't he? Yes. I think so. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of like, a, oh, man, Ray needs some help. And Enosh was like, here I am. And it was like, yeah. it was- great because i saw him in the chat and i was like oh shit and i like hey dude you want to come on and he's like yep and i went boop there you go and i love that that's what i love about all this is like we don't all have to agree about all this stuff yeah. but we can have a healthy discussion about this shit well we, we were definitely we're definitely at odds on this one uh yes <laughs> with, with, with with respect to the well and part of it really is like it kind of stems from the whole Batgirl thing because like there is an aspect of, and you guys probably already talked about this, but just the, the yeah. aspect of looking at the business angle, but all, and then looking at the, at the human angle. And I mm. tend to lean towards the latter. And this is, this is like, there's a perception and, and, and Enos was kind of saying it. Some of the others were saying that the, the idea that, none of the previous regimes would have had the balls to do this and it shows leadership and it shows like they're going to make changes because they were willing to ax a movie that they thought was bad. And I'm sitting here going like, and I've, I've felt this way for the last three days. I'm like, uh, no, this, this isn't as bad as the previous regimes. This is worse. The previous yeah. regimes never fired a, a full cast and crew four months into post-production that's not good that is a bad thing <laughs> that is and, and yeah and, but so there's a there's the angle of looking at it from okay well they had to do it in order to clear the slate so that yeah. they could move forward with their 10-year plan which can anyone tell me what that 10-year plan is Anybody? to protect to protect dc to we're gonna protect, protect can, DC. Can, can, can we be more specific travis <laughs> i know that's we... the thing that's the thing i think i think it's just like i mean i think we're not going to know that 10-year plan until after the flash that's the thing it's like we're not going to know that and uh ray before you showed up i i even mentioned like the the, the sad fact of the matter is and like i i you know i'm one of the i'm one of the people too that i'm like this is fucked up when it comes to uh obviously when it comes to the filmmakers and the crew and 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 the in the actors involved because i mean obviously when you see like you know especially certain fans that are celebrating this i'm like hey did we lose what we uh were fighting for the basis the foundation of uh you know when trying to get a movie back and trying to get some movies campaigning i mean there's like, that whole thing is like we almost like did you lose what we were trying to do here you're celebrating a movie being canceled that people Either were die a hero yeah yeah when i know you live long yeah. enough to there, see yourself yeah. become the villain <laughs> but 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 the, the sad fact of the matter is is like you know the batgirl was fit between like a tight window and that's what that's what sucks about this whole thing. And, and we can blame actually the previous regime for this is the fact that it was like the Batgirl was going to was supposed to be on HBO Max this December. It's a Christmas movie. We saw the set photos and everything it was supposed to happen after the flash, which was supposed to come out after November. And it was going to explain why Michael Keaton's Batman was back. 
And I think, and then when they did test screen, these people were like, what the fuck? And then they're like, oh yeah, you guys didn't see the flash shit. You know, it's like, it's just a big shit show. And it sucks because it was supposed to fit in this little tight window on HBO max. And it was probably going to be like, Hey, this is going to be like a cool little Christmas movie, Batgirl. Yeah. Maybe it's not going to be like this huge cinematic thing, but it was going to be like this little tight, little like movie that maybe you'll enjoy. And yeah, Michael Keaton's going to be in there and everything like that. But when everything got screwed up and they started rearranging things, it just effed it up bad. It fucked it up. And now they were like, this doesn't work now. And that's why the new regime was like, Nope, just ax it, which I can understand the business decision, but I, but at the same time, I'm like, when they first planned it, it was supposed to just be in this little tight little space right here. And it just fucked, it got fucked and it sucks. And I really hope that, you know, when it comes to like, yeah, we didn't, they don't want to spend money on the marketing. And I'm like, all right, but just even announcing that you, you know, you, 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 you tap the media, you tap the, the tabloids and all the shit that it's canceled. That's your fucking free media right there. There are so many people that would watch this shit now. And I'm like, ah, I would say if you guys came out like, a, you know, a little bit later and go, okay, okay, we'll drop it at HBO We've Max. We've seen the support. Great. We hear you. That's yes. all. Yeah. But yeah. I think, yeah. I think one of the, one of the things that we are not taking into factor is that, you know, they, did, they didn't just watch the screening and stood up and say, this is getting axed, you know. Of course, they'll have meetings about it. They'll talk about alternatives. They'll talk about what they can do with it, if not releasing, you know, on HBO Max. Can they do it theatrically? Can they do it some other way, you know, VOD, whatever. So maybe after all those discussions, it was just not viable. You know, maybe the quality is not the reason, which, of course, I don't believe. Yeah. Um, but due to other reasons or whatever, maybe those discussions happened and this was the only way. So I do think that, you know, they could have had those discussions. And like, why would why would the first thought in their mind would be to ask that, right? Because, of course, it's a costly movie. You'll have to have some sort of uh, money back from it. So, of course, their first thoughts would be, how can we make this happen without axing it? So if the other possibilities are not there, then they decided to axe it. So, so, so I feel you, like. No, I, yeah, I, was just gonna ask, I was just going to ask, do you think that do you think quality is the reason you think that they thought it was bad? No, I think my main, you know, concern with the movie, I still feel it's just a theory. I just feel like Zaslav just does not want the Kieran timeline to take place like. I think that's the reason they brought I, I in. Affleck. Um, I think that's because, like I said before as well, the Bad Girl movie was the only one that would um, mm -hmm. have larger implications because of J.K. Simmons and because of him having a bigger role. And mm -hmm. this is a Bad Girl in the DCEU, not in the Burton Wars. And right. Keaton is here. So reshooting that would be very costly. And that even marketing true. it and all that. So I feel like there are other reasons like this. And again, they would if if they said that, then people would complain like, why couldn't you do it for this? You know, you paid seventy million for Snyder mm -hmm. cut, and all that shit would come up. And I feel like you know they just simply blamed on the previous management and said you know the HBO Max thing and just moved on. I don't believe that at all. Quality cannot be the factor just to you know drop a movie like that. Um, maybe it is 
a small factor maybe he watched the movie and just didn't think that it was a big event movie you know that they are planning to put out but maybe that's just a small factor but you cannot drop a movie straight up just because of that reason that's bullshit so yeah i tend, tend to agree with it yeah and see and, and right there like the the comment that he's made about like he wants them to be like you know the big theatrical spectacles of, of course soon as i heard that i'm like oh jeez all right okay so so we're just here we go as far as the you know just ignoring the evolution of the industry yet again right see that it's it's weird i told enosh this i said enosh you remember how you felt when we all talked about like the aftermath of hall h like he was that was the most negative i've seen him that day yeah. <laughs> like as far as like i don't he's like i don't trust them i have no more hype and all that but, and it's funny because that's how i feel now that's really mm. like how i feel and it's like i look at the all right <laughs> when it like the, the biggest thing that came out of, of thursday yesterday 10 year plan Mm -hmm. it's 10 year plan similar to are you happy about that though disney and i'm like it, it, kevin no, foggy is the inspiration <laughs> Whoa. 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 <laughs> and 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 again travis, figuring it. <laughs> and, 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 and again travis i understand that from a structural standpoint <laughs> yes that mm -hmm. is, i agree with it on a structural standpoint i do not want superman to get forward i don't want that Sorry, Ooh, let's do yeah, Taika yeah, coming we, we, in. Right. None of us want that. None no, of us not at all. That. But but but, but my, you, don't, but you my... don't want you don't want director freedom. Then that's the no. argument someone go to you, right? That's the problem. There, that's where we argue Taika <laughs> got that with Thor, right? Okay, and... okay, but, okay, but here's the thing: like, who mm -hmm. who set who who set <laughs> it up first? Like, who gave the blueprint first? But no, here's the real here's the real concern, mm -hmm. Travis. The real concern yeah. is that it's just buzzwords. No, like, I, I at, agree. I, with you I, it is. I, I, yeah. I'm at that point right now. Yeah, that's right. We we did talk a little bit about yeah. it on Twitter, but like that, I, I'm at that point now, guys. We're like, I need more than words. I need a hell of a lot more than words. And you can sit there and you can tell me that you have a 10 year plan laid out for DC, and then I will go. Well, where's your boss? Where's the <laughs> DC Studios boss? Like, where is that person? And why are they not here on the ground floor? Yeah. For your why didn't the 10 year plan come from them like it did? I don't think they said. I don't think he said that he already has the plan. He said he will be having a 10-year plan. So he needs the team to make that plan. He won't be making the plan. Even then, yeah. though, without a guy, like, the 10 years thing sounds so specific, you know, because I think that would be the head, too, and, to come and, in here and be and like, oh, just, we need and, 10 years. And it just happens to be what Feige said a month ago. Yes. When he's years. like, we're going into the bunker to plan the next 10 years of Marvel content. Zaslav was, was there. Right, it was it was it, it, it was cookie cutter. He basically saw like what Feige said and went, "Okay, let me say this." So it's like you know, okay. what? I mean, the only uh, thing is, is like, okay, say, okay, say they hit that reboot button, yeah. after the Flash, twenty twenty four, new DC. Yeah, I'm I'm just saying, if there's a ten year plan, hire nothing but no names as all the characters. Yeah fucking do it like mm -hmm. do it and just see what happens i'm just saying I'll like i mean we, we've, already, we've already we've already talked about like how voice acting you know when it comes to like dc super pets look what happened and we had kevin hart and dwayne johnson lead that shit didn't really i mean 
again, it was like it was uh, it underperformed. It underperformed. I don't know what's going to happen. Same thing with Lightyear. It was like Chris Evans, Captain America is now Light Buzz Lightyear, still underperformed. Things underperformed. Now it's like people are names. They're just like, hey, let me just see something, you know, that whatever, and maybe just like go forward with like, hey, we don't need names, which is what Snyder actually did mm -hmm. when it came to his Justice League. It was like, there was no names except for Ben Affleck. I mean, nobody knew who Henry Cavill was. Gal Gadot was like, oh yeah, the girl from Fast and Furious. Jason Momoa, oh yeah, the guy from Game of Thrones, maybe. Mm -hmm. Ezra Miller, nobody knew who that was. Upcoming. Uh, Ray Fisher, nobody knew who that was. And, you know, it, it's like, it's all about the content that he put, like when when people go like, oh, my God, Ray Fisher, look at his performance as Cyborg, because nobody knew who Ray Fisher was. But you watch his performance as Cyborg and they go, oh, that guy can act, you know, like do stuff like that where it's like, yeah, hire these no names, which would cut the budget. Mm -hmm. Again, it's all about these salaries that are so fucking inflated now. And Zaslav is a numbers guys of like if he wants to cut down these 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 budgets, it's like, yeah, cut down the salaries big time and like like get actors that could just like really perform and like, you know, and then get good writers that could write some really good dialogue and good content. That's what you really need to do. And and Snyder was really trying to do that when it came to I mean, regardless what you feel about him. But at the same time, it's like when you watch some of the stuff, it's like, yeah, he was like, there's some good performances that he like got out of these actors through those three movies. And they just need to use that moving forward and don't just try to be like, oh, we got to get the top notch names. It's no, it's no longer that we don't have. The, I mean, there's still movie stars like Tom Cruise and. I don't know. There's still some that will like capture that, but Dwayne Johnson, we, we realized that maybe not so much anymore. It's like, Oh yeah, we know his name, but am I going to go watch a movie with him now? Maybe not so much. Uh, maybe I'll buy his energy drink, mm -hmm. but you know, which, you know, I, I you know, it's like, try it. I can't. Yeah, wait. I know. It's like, Hey, maybe so that, Batman's maybe the name, you know, <laughs> Superman's the name like that's with the right. branding, like the characters yeah. are the name. And I, it, I think the method of what like man of steel did and Marvel did this with the first door as well, where Hemsworth yeah. same thing. He was a no name. Remember, no there's always people share that article of like Marvel gambles on no names, Tom Hilson, Chris Hensworth. And I think it was like Deadline or Hollywood Report back in the day that was very like taking a shot, like, how would you cast these two nobodies? But what did they do? The rest of the cast, they filled up with Anthony Hopkins, Natalie Portman. And that's yeah, what Man right. Steele did too, right? Amy Adams, Lawrence Fishburne, because no one knew who Henry Cavill was. Even Russell Crowe. Yeah, Russell Crowe. Yes. Even Christian Bale, no one good. really knew who Christian Bale was in 20, yeah. 2005. I, Morgan no. Freeman. Michael it was funny. I remember, <laughs> I remember before 2005, I had people that told me that they were going to struggle with Batman Begins because they'd seen American Psycho <laughs> and they couldn't imagine Patrick Bateman as Batman. Like dude, when I heard, I when, like, I, when oh, I heard man. he was cast, I was like, oh, dude, American Psycho. I was like, yeah, I could see that. Yeah, yeah that's what was funny. It's like like a lot of like me and my buddies were like holy shit we could see that we mm -hmm. saw christian bale as that and i'm like yeah the dude from american psycho he's gonna be, be he's gonna be batman and we're like oh, yeah 
Kind of see that. Bruce Wayne you know? isms in that performance. You know, there's yeah. Bruce Wayne type of oh, the are. mask yeah, they, they, and everything they, they, like they, that. There are, you know, definitely, the fake yeah. personality, the it, oh, like billionaire playboy who's very friendly to yeah. everybody. So you could see that. You go, okay. And then the Batman it, stuff. It, 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 it's funny you bring up Hemsworth, though, because as I as I recall, uh, and I, I know this because this is from our uh, my film department uh, that I was at at, at Mott. Um, you know how he's in the he was in the Red Dawn remake, mm-hmm. yeah. So <laughs> the Red Dawn remake ended up coming out after Thor, but it was supposed to come out before Thor. It was that was supposed to be the Chris Hemsworth vehicle because he had just been cast as Thor mm. when they were filming Red Dawn because they filmed they filmed parts of it up here in Michigan, and that was and so like my profess my instructor. Uh, found out about the casting and he said he passed Hemsworth down the hall and he was just like, what up Thor? And Hemsworth like got a, he got a smile out of Hemsworth when he said that. So it's funny how like he ended up being a no name cast as Thor, but he wasn't supposed to be. That mm-hmm. was not the plan. He was supposed to have been the next, what, who was in the, I haven't, I'm sorry. I haven't seen the original Red Dawn. That was Swayze, right? Yeah. Yeah. Swayze. Yeah. Swayze was yeah. like his character, I believe. Right. Yeah. So, so he was supposed to be like the modern day Swayze and it was supposed <laughs> yeah. to be his vehicle and that would have put him on the map. And it turned out not to be that at all. It turned out to nope. be Thor who is, is completely his claim to fame. So it's weird how that works out, but yeah, it's just, I, 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 I and I, Dave, I should be happier today. Right. Because not yeah, only, right? Be, be, because not only did we get, some form of visual confirmation of the existence of DC Studios. Yeah. Not only did that visually. Oh, oh yeah. There was actually like it said studios and they had yeah. DC underneath. They were like, oh, is this actually happening? I like right. Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman. Uh, yeah. I, 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 I was sent that graphic by like five different people. They're like, Ray, it, it exists. Finally, it's here. But, but that there was that. And then today, this whole, you know, the, the, the whole thing about Hamada being gone, it's like, I should be joyous. That was a whirlwind. That was a whirlwind. Yeah. I have thing. a question for you guys. So okay. Zaslav in this in that uh, meeting also said that he has seen all these DC movies, right? Mm. And he said he, he'll be making them better. Sure. Mm-hmm. Do you think he has seen Zack Snyder's Justice League? Because oh, yeah. that's where yeah. Superman and Batman are, and that's where the Justice League is. So I think he has, yeah. He I think that he has. There's he saw the ending of that that sets up these characters. So how do you see that and say we don't continue from there? Okay, yeah. See, that's a good question because everybody who you know, you, when you watch reactions and whatever, I remember when you know a few weeks ago when he had the normies on, and I even brought up like you know the fact that they did you know you can go to their channel and when they watched two parts, they watched the whole thing. How many times do they say they're not capitalizing on this? You know, they're they're not going to like what? They're, we're not going to continue this. How many times have you seen normal like just people? I mean, they're literally called the normies. They're people that are not within our bubble where we talk about this shit all the time. We don't have, you know, Ray doesn't talk about us on his, on his uh, podcast. Casey, you don't talk about it on your stream. Travis, you don't talk about it on your stream. And I talk about it weekly on my shit. These are people that go, wait a minute. What the hell? That Look at all this that they put in this movie. They're not going to capitalize on this. You better believe that that even Zaslav watched that and crew were like, fuck, man. Like, 
look at what he set up. I mean, this could have been something. And 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 why why did the the, the old regime not want to capitalize on this? I mean, he did it kind of perfectly because it was like he hinted at this and he hinted at this apocalyptic future which sets up an entirely different story that you can that we could utilize like zach was smart enough to be like oh yeah we got the justice league forming together and guess what there's a whole other like timeline where there's like a different team of heroes within the dc universe that have to take on dark side after he's taken over the earth so we have pre and post Zach Both was set up. fucking yeah. smart when it came to that. He set that bound like that that foundation and was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna set it up for both." And you, you know, and I, I'm only gonna tell my story, and you guys can do the rest. And we could have had that, but no, because the old regime was like, "What are you fucking doing? You're not doing what Marvel's doing." Which he expressed, like he even said, "Like we're not gonna do what they're doing. We're gonna do what." this we're gonna do some fucking crazy shit right here i'm gonna set the fucking foundation and then we'll have directors that capitalize on it but then of course you know that old regime was like no we don't like what you're doing because look at the reaction but zach was like uh, give it some time give it some time and he you know and he didn't and then of course like when 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 Ju when zach snyder justly came out people literally can't you know even that night I mean, I always talk about Mario, Mario uh, Robles that came on that night we were talking about. He goes, now I get it because he was a diehard Superman fan, wasn't really liking what Zach was doing. And then when we had that stream that night, he was going, I get it now, guys, what he was trying to work up to. And I was like, yes. That's what we felt when we saw the ending of No Way Home. <laughs> <laughs> we get it, guys. Yeah, I still don't, I still get, don't get some of the Spider-Man stuff. But my, oh, yeah. my, ol my only counter is the two things where you said, like, when Zach goes, oh, you know, we don't want to be like those guys. The problem is you just had Zazoff be like, we want to be like those guys, right? Yeah. Now, we don't know. Yeah. Like, we don't know if that is creative, right? That could be just the structure. But all we have to say is we want to be like those guys. And the only thing about... As far as because that was the thing that got me the most excited, and then I end up loving the Snyder Cut. But was oh, we're filming more stuff in the nightmare stuff. I'm like, oh, superheroes and apocalypse shit, give me that 24 7. But the problem Seriously. is, if Zazov looks in that and feels like that's like too narrow of a box, of like, what if he wants the Justice League, like the animated show, like in towns, in different, like not that storyline? Because I think the two things is that pigeonholes the team and that going that direction also might pigeonhole them and feeling that they don't want to have and not even zach like oh we don't want to work with zach just the fact of you may have they may feel we have to get zach like if they say hey we're doing the nightmare justice league but they announce a different director there's nothing to do with snyder and there's nothing to do with his team they might feel people might push back against that hard and say oh you're kind of you know, taking his vision and running with and stuff like that. Like people already do that with one with Aquaman too. When there's stuff shown, they're like, Oh, Zach already pitched that. And they're doing that, those bastards. And that's where it's like, oh, that, that's where I, I wonder if it all depends on how he would feel about that nightmare stuff. But if he feels like that's not a direction he wants to go with superheroes in the apocalypse and he wants it to be present day, the superhero, super friends fighting people. That's what I think would, would deter him. Even if he likes the idea of that's not where we want to be right now. He might back away from it and go, uh, and especially we still know what happens in Flash, right? Because Flash could cut that possibility out of happening as far as that future. Maybe they fix it. That bad future is what they fix in Flash, right? So, so. so and that night is also uh, a few years away, maybe, right? Like mm -hmm. two years away True. or something. And maybe they so, revisit yeah. it later, you know, do so, a couple yeah, films in the, just 
in, in the, the epilogue scene they were showing clark you know ripping open his shirt yeah. walking flying you yeah. showed wonder woman you know looking at probably going back to the mascara showed mm -hmm. cyborg uh, you know removing the hoodie and flying and you know showed flash being happy and finally you know being at peace so that's basically where you start the next movie yes. with them being a team on a mission right so the nightmare stuff yeah. doesn't necessarily need to happen right away mm -hmm. yeah. um, right dark side um, you know is using his armada to come so it will take some time you know? yeah um but you know so i i forget who wrote this but like you know after the i think it was tuesday i think it was like the the, the like the the armageddon day when when the batgirl stuff <laughs> happened you want to talk about like a the, the craziest like couple of hours i've oh, had yeah. like in a that while it was just when when that <laughs> I mean, from the New York Post thing to like, wow, this is bullshit. And then Umberto's late, and I'm like, okay, it's slightly less bullshit, but it's still bullshit. Mm -hmm. And then the trades is like, oh my God, this is real. Son of a bitch. <laughs> no, and we all thought of, that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but, but that, that somebody, I don't remember who it was, but somebody wrote like in the, because obviously, you know, the, the, like the, the celebration people, the, 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 the Harvey Two Faces of the fan base that were celebrating it were basically taking it as a sign that the Snyderverse was going to be restored because this evil Batgirl movie that was going to erase evil. things. <laughs> mm -hmm, yeah. that's, that's, that's how they're treating it, right? So is next. Right. But it, it, that's, and that's, how, that's totally how they were acting on Tuesday, and I'm sure many of them are still acting that way. But somebody oh, had written, good. someone had written that they thought that, like, there was a chance that Zaslav could have enough of an ego as an executive that he might actually try to say that not only will I restore this, I'll do it better. Like, like he just like the, 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 the ego of like, I can do this. Like almost like, does he, it's kind of the question. Does he feel like he can do it and also have the 10 year plan? Like, can mm -hmm. he do it the Disney way? Right. Like, if, yeah. is there a way for him to do that? You know, it, it, so, so and of course, the, the diehard, you know, the, the cultists are not going to be happy about that because it's not going to be exactly what the Justice League sequels were. But the, I think something that a lot of us have talked about over the last year is the idea that even if there is a continuation, even if there is, even they do pick up with this group, you know, like if, if we get the, 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 the dream scenario that they're all remain as that the six of them remain as the justice league. It's not, it's more than likely not going to be those sequels. It's going to be no. something different. It's going to be, and it, it could, it could still be something involving dark side and the armada, but it's not going to go like, I, I don't know that it'll do nightmare. Like, I don't know that it'll mm -hmm. acknowledge that. And you know, cause it, yeah, I, Casey, I do believe he's watched Zack Snyder's justice league. Yes, I do. I don't know how he feels about it. I don't yeah. know what he thinks about it. I, you, you know, like that's a, uh, uh, I mean, if he's talking about things uh. that are cinematic and like big spectacles, I, I think the film delivers in yes, both of those cases. I mean, I mean, I almost, I, I want to be the fly on the wall and like some of those conference oh, yeah. calls because imagine like being like, if he saw that and he enjoyed it and he was like, holy shit, like what the hell? Why, why did not they, you know, this is different from, you know, whatever. And then, and then and he goes like, what was his idea for the second one? And he goes, oh yeah, there was going to be like, uh, 
you know, that nightmare thing, you know, it was going to be like capitalizing on that where it was going to have like these, these DC heroes in this nightmare world. And also there's going to be a present day, but mainly the nightmare mayor. And that, you know how like the, you know, Batman and the Joker were like, you know, kind of going back and forth. Yeah. There was going to be like, um, you know, a whatchamacallit. I forgot what, what's the religious thing where they talk about like, you know, the, uh, their perspectives of what I forgot what it's called. Yeah, I'm totally drawing a blank. Yeah, I know you're. Everybody knows what I'm talking about, but yeah, a, ah, it starts with an R. I don't know. Anyways, somebody in the chat will probably say it. You know, have different perspectives. Yes. Of the same. Imagine, story. imagine, like, like, yeah. There's the next movie was gonna have Batman and Joker literally sitting at a table with other heroes and villains from the DC universe, and they were gonna talk about their perspectives on killing robin like there was going to be like joker was going to talk about his perspective batman was going to talk about his perspective that was going to be part of it while they're dealing with saving the world <laughs> i mean that's insane yeah yeah there you go Rashomon. thank you rashman rashman yes rashman thank you thank you v yeah too. But I mean, yeah. my God, can you imagine like having a scene like that in a post-apocalyptic world where you have Batman in his costume with a trench coat and you have the Joker who's wearing like dead cops badges in a fucking vest and they're sitting at a table probably like on opposite ends with various different, you know, your mirror, your, your cyborg, your flat, like in, on in that table, and they're ex, they're talking about the killing of Robin, and they're flashing back, all in the middle of trying to save the world from Darkseid. That's insane, guys. That is insane. And Zach was like, "Yeah, that's what we were gonna, you know, build up to." And I, I could only imagine being like, like Zaslav. I and I'm hoping. I mean, who knows? Maybe he thought it was a bad idea. Who knows? But at the same time, I'm just kind of going like, that is something crazy. Could you pull that off in a PG-13? And Zach would probably be like, yeah, yeah. It pushed the boundaries. But yeah, it'd be PG-13. Don't worry. Don't worry. I got you. There's no F-bombs or anything like that. Maybe one. <laughs> you know? Well, one F-bomb. I mean, we're allowed one. one. We're allowed one. <laughs> I, I mean, there, were, there, there was a grand total of three in Zack Snyder's Justice League. And it's like, yeah. I, I mean... And and still, it's like okay, no, I could show this to my kids. Like if I had yeah, kids, yeah, I could show it to my kids. You know, but that imagine kind of that, and then yeah. pitching that, and then be like, oh, we have Academy Award winning, you know, Jared Leto just doing his Joker thing. When you have, I mean, uh, we have Academy Award winning well, Ben Affleck, like maybe not for acting, but mm, he's still a really yeah. good Batman. Can well, you imagine well, them you? just going, going back and forth again? You have well, Batman and and Joker, arch nemesis, talking about that particular thing yeah. in the middle of a bigger story wow wow well, and and and, and uh, these are all questions that we hope he answers but but you know even beyond that though like i i almost feel like these are questions that the new head of dc studios needs to answer right like it right. zaslav could because here's and i i said this like i, I will continue to reiterate this because people are like you know, when, when talking about why Walter Hamada is even still employed, because as far as I'm concerned, he should have been out when Toby and Anne left. But whatever. Actually, they all should have been out sooner. But that's another story. But, like, the the talk of, like, who is going to replace him. And I'm like, guys, it, it's it's not a replacement. He's never. 
if you're really going to do DC Studios, you're talking about an upgrade, right? You're talking about going from being ahead of a film division to being ahead of a film studio. Walter Hamada has never been on the same level as Kevin Feige. Kevin Feige runs a studio. Walter Hamada has run a division. And so you're talking about bringing somebody in that is going to have that autonomy and literally the only person they report to is David Zaslav because that's how it is with Feige. He only reports to Bob Chapek. It's not like he reports to you know the, the Pixar head or Kathleen Kennedy or somebody like that. He it, It's literally straight pipeline. He has that autonomy. So the person who has that autonomy is the one that's ultimately got to answer that question and then go to bat for it if Zaslav is like, well, I don't know. No, it's got to be somebody that believes in right. that vision and, and is willing to stick to the plan because nobody can stick to the plan when it comes to Warner Brothers. <laughs> that is, and that is also something I'm definitely expecting, Ray. Like, I want them to make the plan, yes, but I want them to stick to the plan as well. Like, yes. if, yeah. if, what, even if you have the first two movies underperform, don't don't worry about it. Just go I'm, ahead. I'm going to say this in front of Travis, as dangerous as this is. Travis is going to be my witness <laughs> for this. Okay, In the event that we do get an MCU light plan, mm. Creatively, like, like, say the head of DC Studios is the CCO, and they want to do ex they, they just want to do exactly what Feige, Feige does, right? It's Feige, yeah. That's it. Oh, it, some I don't know if it was you or some somebody. I think somebody said that, uh, like, Campy or somebody was suggesting that Feige was on his way out. And no, not I me, but I, I, I don't, I believe that uh, no, we talked before that it could happen. I just think that it all depends on the Chapik Feige thing. The thing that, and okay. I, I don't even know if he would end up at Warner Brothers, but I mean, Feige leaving Marvel, I think it's, I think because he, he had that run of, uh, let's say phase three from like Civil War to Endgame, right? And, and I'll even say, uh, what was it? Far from home. Those stupid fucking home titles. They had those run right, and he was with Iger and Horn, and it was all smooth, and he got to do everything he wanted. Now he's about to go on that same run again of getting to the next Avengers film, and if it is clunky, and if he does not like what happens with Chapik, he could leave. And the only thing I th threw as a theory is just because, man, Zazov loved dropping Feige's name on Thursday. He loves saying Feige any chance. Oh, he's an inspiration. He's a model. Like so. so and just because mm -hmm. Feige's talked with Warner Brothers before, twenty fifteen. 15 they yeah I, if Feige was a free man they would at least write him a check and slide it over and go what do you think and he would consider it for sure i don't think it would happen if you were to ask me but no right. but anyways you're saying so like yeah they get someone let's say it, they, it, they've it, cloned it, kevin feige they got right, phil it, feige it, it, and, and, and he decides <laughs> to make you know the dceu into mcu light you know and mm -hmm. so he's like let's get that e out of there just call it dcu mm -hmm. right let's yeah. say he does that if that chaos occurs creatively speaking mm -hmm. i will still say stick to the plan i may not agree <laughs> with all parts of it but i just want to see them be consistent i want to see yes. them have a plan and stick to it to quote daniel craig from layer cake which is like i'd agree with that oh deep pull right there yeah yes. I, I just wish. Yeah. I just hope if they do that, my ultimate wish is that they still do the offshoots that you still do, whether it's the black label or stuff like yes. that. But my, my that's my that's my second biggest question of is it a reboot one? And let's say you know if it is, isn't whatever. But then two, is there films that are allowed to exist 
outside of this universe or is it strictly from now on the dcu which i would not want i love mcu but every now what if project that gets announced like but it's actually still in the mcu you know it's all right fuck off it's like just do something out of continuity for once like you got the money no one's gonna care just do it but they're always like well this peter parker oh yeah this peter parker he was our peter parker unless he didn't meet tony it's like okay whatever like it's it's just stop doing that so that's my thing is like will joker 2 still happen but he's i would imagine helping green like that right because that got announced this week gaga confirmed it so that's where it's like i would assume and assuming is a bad thing but i would assume that those films like out of world things could still happen but i don't know if 2014 or 2024 the reboot happens does do those die with it i wouldn't want that i wish Feige was like yeah we're gonna make an iron man film that's not robert downey it has nothing to do with the mcu here we go see see if you like it or not because then if it bombs then you go okay we're not going to do it anymore but if it doesn't then you got a whole other wing like batman like joker like we have with dc where it's like don't stop doing those things but again it's just we have so many signs that, oh we go this way we go that way and we'll we'll know in a couple of years but we just gotta wait and that's gonna suck because we're gonna get so many <laughs> like i tweeted at dave we're gonna get so many fake scoopers we're gonna get so many i've heard oh, this God. i've got so many plans and that's where it's just yeah. like I really don't think we will hear anything till if they were to have like a big comic con, a hey their version of a role at anything. There's a chance you don't get that to 2025. There's a chance like three years for, and you got to wait. But yeah. people might not want to wait. They might want it now, now, now. And I, I, I with the 10 year plan, I don't need everything as far as give me every film. But I would like more than just we got the 10 year plan. Just a few little more. Just like hey, and right. maybe once we get a studio head, that would help. But it's just I need something to latch on to other than just we're planning communication yeah and and Travis I I just wanted to say this like the fact that you know when people I mean even like you know when it comes to the Snyder fandom and 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 everybody's like oh like oh yeah we need Zach back we need Zach back and I kind of I kind of go like do you really want Zach back right now no you don't Not let him complete. Yeah. No, 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 no. Like the way that things are happening right now, I'm like, hey guys, let's let's uh, tone down uh, that. Yeah. But, but what I, from what I gathered from that that investors call and what Zaslav said, it's like, all right, if if they're building something cool, and he said he has a ten year plan, I'm like, all right, let's uh, if if there's any hope, any like just a little bit of hope that about Zach coming back. 10-year plan it's a 10-year plan so let them build whatever if, if and that means bringing cavill back if that means incorporating ben affleck which you know obviously he's back in aquaman and stuff like that if that means that then maybe just maybe there could be like a little bit of hope five years from now i mean like it's not going to be right now and i know there's Snyder fans that like go like, oh, his contract's up. He's going to be done with this. He could do this. No, no, no. You don't know how. I mean, stop it. You don't know how the logistic works when it comes to making movies. He's making a two-part epic um, Star Wars opera kind of thing right now. That takes a lot of time, a lot of post-production, a lot of things. Mm-hmm. And there could be spinoffs and everything. And then he's going to go right into Planet of the Dead. He's very busy. Now, so that could, you know, if there's going to be this 10-year plan and if it was going to incorporate Snyder, guess what? They could build towards a crisis-like event where maybe, yeah, he could come back and 
maybe direct something or at least produce or put some ideas in there. Or if they utilize Henry Cavill, they utilize Ben Affleck. And then of course the, the cast that he has now, maybe even if it would like change some things now, I mean, hopefully we could get Ray Fisher back Ezra Miller. That's always a wild card. That's definitely a wild card, but I'm just saying, it's like, it's like, patience and you know with everything that's happening now it's like who knows or you have to accept the possibility that it might just be a full-on reboot and it just might be like all right that's it after the flash boop, we're hitting the button and we're starting from scratch and whatever so that happens I mean, with the, all fandoms right yeah it's like even with marvel look these past two years i was like oh they don't got a plan where are they going and like you it's feige he's been doing this for a while i think he knows where they're going and like it's like oh i don't understand that when's the avengers gonna happen and then they do one panel it's like and that was only two right. years so like dc fans if you end up waiting two three years you gotta like buckle up and like just uh, just uh, hope uh, that you, the good stuff will come and the whole see, like try to ha you know but see see here, here's the thing the, 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 so right, right, right. I can right, understand. right. Yeah, I was, I was just about, sorry, Casey. I was just about to like say because Travis, like, you, first of all, you know that I hated, I still hate all that. The whole "Where's this going? We don't know where Phase Four is headed." Shut mm -hmm. the fuck up and enjoy the freedom <laughs> yeah. that we're getting with Phase Four. Not having to worry about the homework problem. Damn it! Yeah. I love and that's that. what DC that's is right now. Black Adam, right. Shazam, just but, enjoy the stuff. But, but 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 the problem, Travis, as Casey just alluded to, is Marvel can do that in Phase yeah. Four after ten plus years yeah. of success. <laughs> we don't have that track no, record at all. So that's that's the issue, and and that's where that's why I'm at a, at the place I'm at right now, where like I hear what I hear what you're saying, David Zaslav, but you know what? You're just telling us what we want to hear. Mm -hmm. And I need more than talk. I need results. Yeah. I, I so I'm at the point where like I have hopes, but I don't have expectations. I just don't. Yeah. I'm yeah. At, that, at this point, after we're all we're years, all there. We're all there. We're all there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So it's so, because like uh, as much as he was like you know oh yeah you know we're very much looking forward to our, our films that are coming out Black Adam and I'm like but then all of a sudden he had that buzzword of like and we can make them better and I was like what. Wait, 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 yeah, strange. Like you saw, yeah. you saw all these films, and none of them are like you know this is good. And I wonder how the directors feel about that too. Like a James Wan, yeah. Aquaman too. And that's where it's just like this whole thing with the creatives. Is I still like I probably this is shocking. Almost me and Ray have agreed with each other on a stream, but like. I'm in complete 100% more on the personal as far as Batgirl. To me, I think you make it work. You bite the bullet. You release it. I still think, in my opinion, it would have been profitable. with Because my yeah. whole thing is, like, let's say Flash comes out. And all these test screens we always hear, not the specific rumors, but the thing is, like, oh, Keaton's been testing really well. So you're telling me, let's say Flash comes out, and it's the biggest film of that year. And you had another film with Keaton lined up, ready to go, already shot, and you've just canned it, and it can't come out. And that's the risk where it's like, true, if this whole tax write-off thing is like, okay, you got to do it a certain time. But he could also look really bad if people want more Keaton. And not, I'm not even talking about our uh -huh. circles, like the general audience, right? Yeah. The same way Which they if, would. Yes. The same way tomorrow, if they announce, hey, we're doing another Spider-Man movie with Toby, Andrew, and Tom, people are like, fuck, sign me up. I love that last one. I'll take another one. You could have that with Keaton, but now it's like you've shelved that film now. It's gone. So that potential. So that's where it could pay off, but it could also bite him in the ass. If people want more Keaton and this film's gone, well, th that's out of there. And that, it's just like an impossibility now, unless I guess you bring him back and just do it all over you know, again. Yeah, You know what's interesting is like, man, there's been more Keaton stuff that has to do with Batgirl than Flash. 
Have you guys noticed that? Yeah. Like, like before yeah. all this madness, there's been more Keaton talk when it comes to Batgirl than Flash. Well, uh, it, even 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 today, when like you know one of the directors like posted that uh, you know the, 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 the behind the scenes, yep. it's yeah. like that's the most that we've gotten. Even that's more like the official than photo, what, pretty much. Well, well, yeah, well, it, it's more it than the Flash. And the fact of the matter is, is like again, Batgirl was suffering the fact that it's like it needed the flash to you know yeah. understand what is happening in this world right. and that's the major part of it it's like the flash is literally almost like the prequel to batgirl for it to make sense why michael keaton is the batman in this world with jk simmons gordon you know we we, we, we all we've all seen well i don't casey have you seen back to the future part two <laughs> Soon he's gonna. Don't put me on the spot, right? <laughs> oh shit! Okay, all right. Yes. I've seen it. Him. Okay. <laughs> the rest of us have seen it. Okay. Yes. I, I had to. I had to ask. I love this, it. This I is where my it. this is where my analogy is is coming. Oh, from. I know. I know where you're going with this too, Ray. And I think we're on the same path. With, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. The Flash is 1955. Mm. It's the focal. It, it's like the. It's like the the the, the focal point, like the temporal junction yeah. point of the entire space time continuum. Yes. Or on the other everything. hand, it's just an amazing coincidence. Yeah. But no, it Before. really is. It's like everything hinges on 1955. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. for the rest of it, it's the same thing with this movie. It's like and it like so many like so many of the questions that we have, not just about the future of the franchise, but also about like what in the hell is leading into it like it just everything about it like it's just it's that's why it's an enigma that's and that's, i think that's why we know more about mm. batgirl than yeah. we do about the flash because they've guarded the flash to this point yeah. and now and now the other thing is uh, like you know it, listen if if you you know and this has been brought up the last 72 hours but like if you went to the trouble of i mean you understand from a, a schedule standpoint with aquaman and the lost kingdom moving ahead of the flash okay fine we get why you would replace keaton back mm -hmm. with affleck okay but now that you have eliminated the entire other one of the entire other movies keaton was in now what changes are going to be made to the flash that we don't know about i think Is affleck keaton will just become permanent you know because alan horner is there um the old management is gone so i don't see why affleck would not come back if he's in shape if he's willing to play more character you know more movies um batman in more movies so i don't know um i feel like if he has to do the solo movie which i think still is possible right now but if he doesn't want to do the solo movie because it's too much i feel like cameos and you know supporting roles in these other movies is now very much possible you know more than before I... And you know, 22 is like Ray when you were talking about Back to the Future 2. I had this thought too when it came to certain details that might have come out about the Flash, about revisiting timelines and whatnot, mm -hmm. especially like, you know, the, the, the zero dark hour or whatever the fuck. I was like going, oh, that's kind of cool. And like when I was explaining this to somebody, I was like, just imagine Back to the Future Part 2. Remember when. Uh, you had Marty on stage doing Johnny Be Good, and then you had the other Marty like crawling across to make save this Marty right. from like like a paradox. Mm -hmm. Remember a paradox? You mean that thing that destroys the world? Precisely. Precisely. Run for <laughs> yeah. It's like you know. What I mean, it's like 
Back to the Future, I mean, and like like when I'm thinking about if if Flash is like revisiting timelines and going, oh shit, I gotta make sure everything's okay because I have a maybe there's a villain that's fucking things up. I gotta make sure things are right. I'm going, hey, if they're gonna go back to the future route with a superhero with the flash, one of my favorite characters, I am all fucking for it. And I'm just kind of going like, why do people even like what like how yeah, going back through that and like maybe like whoever like the the villain or the evil Flash or whatever or even if it's Reverse Flash or whatever the fuck is going back through timelines, going right. like going back to these timelines where we actually see the footage of Ben Affleck like getting out of the fucking Jeep whatever and like looking up and you see like the the zero. To me, like when when fans are going, they're racing shit. I'm like, no, he's going like the Flash is going back into there to make things, make sure that everything stays the same. That's amazing to me. To me, right. that's amazing. And I'm like, that just reminds me of Back to the Future Part Two, and that's what I love about Back to the Future Part Two, is the fact that you have the current Marty going back and saving the his previous Marty to make sure that he gets to his point. Of the time, oh, or I mean, Norm Askabat. Awesome. What, 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 like, like, here's a. This just popped into my head. Imagine that. Imagine this scenario. What if he goes back to Zack Snyder's Justice League to make certain that Silas dies? Because if he doesn't, Justice League happens. <laughs> yeah, that'd be that'd be a funny parody version of it. It's like, dude, you gotta die because if you don't. Guess what? We get a shitty version of this film. Totally different. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, no, what were you saying, Casey, about Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah, I mean, in even in that they mm-hmm. go back a little bit and then you know try to Oh the time turn. Right. Yes, the uh yeah. Yes. Yeah, I, my, my my favorite part of that yeah. is always like Dumbledore slightly acting that like he didn't so know what well happened. Done. That was great. So that well was, no, no, the the, the, the they're I love time travel stuff, and so like when it's done really well in a film, I I greatly appreciate it. Yeah, that that whole sequence in Prisoner of Azkaban was amazing. It was some yeah. of the most well choreographed, like and and edited, obviously in terms and continuity. Continuity is a big, huge thing. You that's you can't get that wrong. You have to get that right. Yeah, when you do any kind of time travel stuff, and and same with like Back to the Future Part Two, like. There were details about the first movie they couldn't gloss over, they couldn't screw up. Like they, like, like, and and sure, the sets were all there because it only been like a couple of years, but still, it's like okay, no, Marty was here on the stage, and Lorraine and George were over here at the dance, and like this happened, and you know how can you make it? And and it, it, it yeah, it's just a lot of timing that that goes into that. So to see that on a superhero level. Where like they're going through, like you said, with Black Zero, and like to see the Black Zero stuff happen, you know, from whatever that perspective the world is, or maybe sound right, it, it, or, or or maybe it's a case where like you know instead of like like maybe he goes back and saves Superman from getting impaled by Doomsday, like that the, kind yeah. of thing. I mean, there's yeah, so but... many possibilities, and and the fact of the matter is, they're like, hey, what if? What if the what if possibility is like if things got screwed up in Michael Keaton's Batman timeline, that's like in a whole thing shifted into this 
And that's what the whole basis of this, which I appreciate. Mm. I'm like, oh man, I'm like, and then Ooh, Ben Affleck, like, like Batman gets lost in like, you know, in the multiverse what of madness, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just what like, if, it, yeah. What, 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 if, what if Keaton's Batman fell off? What if he and Vicky Vale fell off that cathedral and the Joker lived? Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> you know, it's like that. I mean, <laughs> There's or, just or, or, stuff that, or, yeah. or, or, or what if what if the missile doesn't work and he crashes into the wall and Batman returns? <laughs> <laughs> right? There's so many things. There's so many things, and it's just funny because it's like people just wanted to automatically like you know it's gonna erase everything. It's like no, no, it's gonna it's gonna do this crazy thing, but then it's also gonna make things right. I mean that's what now now and I think from after this conversation and just after this week, I'm like. When people like go fuck the Flash, I'm like, no, no. Think Back to the Future Part Two. Think Back to the Future Part Two. How great was that? Come on, you have to think Back to the Future Part Two. You know, kind of thing where it's like, you know, you have, you know, things, you know, people, present day people going into the past, trying to make sure everything's like, ah, oh, we're still good, we're still good, you know, and maybe things get fucked up, and it's like, I don't know, I'm just that, I like, I don't know, I'm just a sucker for time travel fuckery, I don't know. It was always funny for me when people used to hate the Flash more than the Batgirl, because, you yeah. know, look, in the Flash, whatever changes they were previously making, like having Superman being dead and stuff like that, that could easily be chalked up to just another timeline where Supergirl yes. is from, right? I never understood and why people were so mad about that. Right. So it's stuff like that. And Keaton is coming into the DCEU. You could still have Affleck later on, you know, yeah. confirmed that he was dying. Yeah. So that stuff didn't bother me as much because look, when you look at Batgirl, you literally have in one scene, J.K. Simmons, Gordon and Michael Keaton. Like after yeah, doing that, there's no going back. There's no excuse yeah. for that. Well, so well, and, and, I always wonder and, why people hated Flash more than Batgirl, though. And, and even from the perspective of somebody like me that has like fought heavily against the whole Keaton is the DCEU Batman argument. I I'm hate like, that oh, argument. I, I fucking hate that argument. Jesus but but I, but I will admit that that sequence doesn't help. The idea yeah. of okay, why does he know Simmons? Like that that doesn't. Right? Like it, it is a it, it's a brain breaker in that regard, yeah. but 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 it still it still was never confirmation that Keaton was ever going to be the main like DC. No, Batman. I mean that was it, never confirmed. When it came to Keaton, it was always like it was always determined like he was gonna if, if when the when the this whole multiverse thing happened, it was like all right, then he was gonna be like a Nick Fury type. He wasn't gonna be like Batman or anything like that, and it wasn't gonna last for long. And it was like going to lead to something else. God knows what exactly it was. Was it a crisis event? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe that was in the cards or whatever. That was on a whiteboard somewhere. I don't know. But it was never going to be like determined. And I always hated that because it's like, especially when you're like, you know, you're like, Ben Affleck just talked about how much of a good time he had in the flash and how much he's leaving a door open for coming back as cameos. He doesn't want, exactly want to do a full on. I want to star as Batman in a movie that takes me away from my kids, but he was open to come back for little things. And I'm like, okay. Cause how imagine, imagine like something happens where in a future movie where, Hey, he comes back as something. How amazing would that be? Uh, hello, everybody. You seeing this? I mean, like you hearing this? I mean, he's still the DCEU Batman. Right. Michael Keaton was like just like thrown into this thing where it was like a, gonna be a temporary thing. 
a temporary thing because the multiverse got fucked up and this timeline got fucked up, but maybe it was going to lead into something that was going to end, end up being corrected. I don't know. It's just how great did Ben Affleck look on, you know, on the Aquaman set though. Oh my God! He looked perfect. He looked like he did in BVS. Right, right. right. It, it, it was it, it was the BVS. It really looked like the BVS yeah. suit and watch mm. that he was wearing. Yeah. in that movie and the hair too. And, and, the and hair. that's the other. Well, and I love that. Like you, you know, you can tell that it's not like you know, Photoshop. Like it's because he looks thinner. Like he looks thinner, yeah. like in that photo yeah. than he did in BVS. But yeah, yeah. so it, it's you know, I these are all questions that you know we're we're still answering it and travis i I understand what you're saying it's it's going to be a while before we get answers june next june we're we're at that we're so at that point though where it's like i mean it you can't blame fans for being impatient not at at all point and the batgirl thing this week was that was a kick in the ass of anyone was settling down like okay i could wait a little bit batgirl getting canceled because that flew everything and God, if something happens to Blue Beetle, it's going to get even worse. I oh, think, see, you know? and, and, and I don't think that's off the table yet. I will it, it, say because he well, didn't mention it, that in the great films that he's seen at DC. You know, and and, and I'll throw this out there because I, I I I got some blowback on this when I mentioned it on Poindexter Lounge earlier. But like, you know, the I remember remember Dave the stuff that we were going through when people were telling us that. Oh, they're putting all the, they're they're moving all the minority led films to the streamer. They're not good enough for theatrical, yeah. and we we're like, no, that's not the case. The fit, like you, we know what we know how we felt about that. Static shock, and now yeah. you're looking at a scenario where they all might get whacked. That's <laughs> worse. That's, yeah, I mean, that's I talked, I talked about that. I talked about the optics of it, and I'm like, all right, well, but. But at the same time, Zaslav's like, he's not caring about that. He's caring about the numbers. But at the yeah. same time, I, <laughs> I think when it comes to Blue Beetle, we talked about this earlier, was, is, is the fact that it's like, all right, um, when, it, when it came to, I mean, Batgirl, I mean, like, God damn it. I mean, that's going to be, that's just something that's like, you know, I'm, I'm all about still release that shit and make, make, let, let the audience determine what the fuck is going to happen with that. Put it on HBO Max. You already have your marketing that, 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 that 20 to $30 million you're going to save. You already fucking saved it. Like yes. the fact that it's in right. the ether, it's in the culture, like you yes. did it. I mean, this literally, this whole cancellation, just this, you just, you just created your marketing for free. Again, utilize social media. There are hashtags and, now. Yeah. There there's already hashtags. hashtags. Now. <laughs> yes. And and I'm telling you, I mean, the smart thing would be to be like, you know, hold it for a little bit and then be like, all right, we'll release it. What do you guys have to say about it? Perfectly fine. But at the same time, it still needs to probably come after Flash to explain Michael Keaton back because, again, it suffered from that little window that it needed to fit in between this new uh, slate. But when it comes to Blue Beetle, you know, when I'm just saying like... (sighs) I mean, and, and then of course, you know, I'm like going like, "Hey, man, you know, I'm half, I'm half, I'm half, you know, Hispanic. I need, hey, lay, let me, let me get this Hispanic fucking superhero up here, you know. Let's, you know, let's get that. I'm all for it. Yet. You don't yes, have that. Yet. Yeah. You don't have your movie yet. You exactly. You, you had, and I'm like, not had, you know, you've not had your Black Panther or Shang Chi exactly. yet. Exactly. Seriously. So I'm like, I'm rooting for the dude, and I'm just, and what we were talking about earlier is the fact that when they released the the Batgirl first image and people were very divisive about the costume i was very going oh burnside i get it i get it and 
you know, defended it. A lot of people didn't. But when it came to the Blue Beetle costume, people like overwhelmingly was like, whoa, they pulled it off. And it was like, yes. And, you know, when it came to Batgirl, it was like, oh, yeah, she's she made it. She made it herself. Burnside, look at that. It's like she made it. That's why it looks like that. But when it comes to Blue Beetle, you can't fuck that up because it's not him that created the costume. It's it's an alien mm-hmm. being. It's a you know, it's something that attaches to him that makes form. him that. But when we saw the set photos, and and mind you, the set photos, we didn't see the official like full on. People were going, "Holy shit! Look at that costume!" Like I didn't see people shitting on it at all. So I'm going, all right, you have that. You have that. So I don't see there's any way like that, that, you know, and I was worried about Blue Beetle when all this Batgirl stuff happened. But then I started thinking about the costume recently. And I was like, I don't know. I think I think maybe they're looking at the the positive response of the costume and maybe it could be salvaged just because there's been positivity throughout that. And hopefully that assembly cut is good enough. And you have... You have a rising star, which is, you know, uh, Mariduana, who is like part of uh, Cobra Kai. You have a lot of elements there. You have a lot of elements there that can actually save this film where it goes, where, where the new regime goes, okay, this is actually something that maybe could be, you know, that could work here. And I'm really hoping. That costume is literally the only thing we've all agreed yes yes the only thing like i i because i'm i'm with you i i have not found a single interactor yeah right and 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 this this fandom is pretty harsh on costumes and i did not see anybody go holy shit this looks like let's look like shit uh, the most I saw was everybody was comparing to the CW Blue Beetle and going, Jesus Christ, look what the CW did. Remember that one time when they brought Blue Beetle in? Look at it now. And everybody was praising the costume now. And I'm like, yeah. we can't, you cannot drop that because there's no more positivity. And this could be a very much a sleeper hit. I mean, I still, again, I'm like still defending like Batgirl should be released, but I'm going salvage blue beetle because this could be a fucking hit and it's got that aspect of uh iron man too also where it's like he's talking to you know you could see the actor within the costume talking or something like that or some but kind some, of form of that some people were worried i saw some people worried about that they're like they're gonna call it an iron man ripoff yes, yes, loves yes. That. he's like oh mcu you right know, yeah. model, you know, but, you know, blue beetle but, but 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 no, I I, I mean I'm, I'm I'm yeah. It's just it, there are people that hate it, like, there are people that hate Affleck's small ears on the cowl. <laughs> we know the people we, 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 we know the whole trunks no trunks debate with Cavill's Superman. Uh, you know they're 50-50 on the Flash. As far as I mean, there were people that were looking before all the controversy. There were people that were looking forward to the new Flash costume because they hated. The one that he has so far, Brent hates hates the costume that he has now. Mm, Travis, the power. Like the one that he, oh. he 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 has been waiting. <laughs> no, I thought that. he likes he he likes. Oh, I know what you mean. Currently, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I hate them both. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, yeah. right, but 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 see, but, but see, there's the point. and then there were people like you know like 
there's there's been critiques about Shazam's costume, critiques about Aquaman's costume. Like it, Dave's right, this fandom is extremely difficult on costumes. So the I fact feel like that the we last have... time we didn't get anything was probably for when they revealed Wonder Woman. I feel like everyone was kind of like, yeah, that works. I guess people were still like, it's not colorful enough. That was maybe the, the thing. Yes, the, 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 yeah. That first image, they were yeah, they they didn't like how muted it was yeah. initially. True. And then you then you have the people that you know. It's not really about the costume, but they, you know, the, the the idiots that are all about, you know, Gal Gadot's size. She's 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 not Xena size. Mm. She's not a and, real Amazon. That bullshit. And don't forget, as somebody that thinks it's the worst looking thing in the world, Jared Leto's Joker was the peak of what do you think of a costume? Because I remember that first day, because it was uh, what was it? Uh, oh God, why am I forgetting his name? The director, David Ayer. I think yeah, fucking Ayer cut. How do I forget that? But yeah, when he released yeah, it for the twentieth anniversary today. Yeah, yeah, when he released it for that anniversary i remember so many people being like those tattoos aren't real they just did it for the anniversary like there's no way he's actually rocking that right. and i told myself that all the time and that's what happened but that was like our big start and even when they released that full picture Dude. of the squad i remember that was like a day and i was like i grew to like some of the looks there's still some looks i'm kind of i'm very 50 50 on some but i remember that day of like you're like oof this is not looking like good but then so like no this fits with the tone i like what they're doing I, harley but oh yeah i remember i, I, I remember I when like they it. i remember when he dropped the joker image i was i was getting sushi for takeout <laughs> i remember i was at the sushi restaurant waiting for my order and, and like as i pulled up i went oh shit and then i was like ah and then I was like, uh, and I was like waiting. I was like, come on, come on, come on, come on, come on. I was like, yeah, I got to do a video. I got to do a video. Yeah. I remember that to a T. It was like, yeah, the fact, the first image where he was like, mm -hmm. ah, you know, yeah. like, it was like, holy Gloves. shit. I was, I was literally getting sushi. I was like, mm -hmm. God damn it. Yeah. Yeah. It's always bad timing when it comes to this kind of stuff. Jesus yeah. Christ. No, I, 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 I still like his look. I, I do. But I, yeah. I, I, Maybe the damage tattoo like might be a little too much, you know. But I, but at the same time, I'm oh, going. I'm. I, but yeah, that's my best but at the same time, I'm like, But at the same time, I'm like, yeah, I don't mind it if it's there. I don't mind it. I don't mind it. I don't mind. It. I like Snyder Cut, Jared Lowe Joker. I like that one. Yeah, that, that works for me. Yeah. 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 Well, I, it's, and I also like this purple Lamborghini music video look more because yeah. that was mm. kind of the tone that you know the original Suicide Squad looked like probably. Well, it, it, it well because he's well a part of that Casey is because one of the actually a couple of the like the deleted parts of it that we really want to see is the stuff that happens after the helicopter crash where yeah, he's wearing that tuxedo. He's yeah, wearing the same right. tuxedo like in that sequence. So like that's yeah, I I, I want to see that. I, I no, yeah. I've, I've been a I've been a I'm. I'm a staunch proponent of the air cut i still i know and, and I, I know but you know, you know and, and it, it it sucks too because like you know with all this stuff happening it's like and then especially with the air cut it's like oh man and i told people i'm like yeah. you know what this this whole thing affects the air cut i'm really hoping that david ayer like when he does do his pitch and does like and he was like he he knows down to the very penny of how much he needs for his movie because if he can get it as cheap as possible there is a possibility because like what's happening right now Zaslav is pinching every penny mm. but he does but he does realize numbers numbers and the air the release air cut was trending like you know i think it got up to like almost 60,000 you know and hopefully maybe through the weekend it can get more and if he sees those numbers and goes okay 
Eh, maybe. Maybe there's a possibility, but I really hope Ayer really broke it down to the very fraction of a penny of how much he needs to finish it, and it's the cheapest that he can actually do it because that's that's what he's going to need to pitch this thing. I just wonder really? with Zaslav's whole, hey, when DC Films release, we want them all to be theatrical and like fit with our yeah. image and everything. Like that I, I actually went the other approach. Of, I, I was less thinking it was going to happen after that earnings call, just the way he was talking about the way. Like, yeah. Because especially oh, yeah. number two, everyone's oh, yeah. pitch for the Snyderverse continuum is like, oh, HBO Max, that's the future. And then when he's like, right. yeah, we're gutting a lot of that and you're not going to see DC have big, and, and, like, uh, like like a Batgirl. That's where I thought, oh, that stuff I think is a bit more out the window now. But yeah, you, and, you and, never know in this but, world. Yeah. But, 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 you're right, Travis, you never know. But but I heard all of that too and I'm just like, okay. But Let's see. How, it, like, there, was, there was a part of me when I heard all of that that was like, so you realize you're helping Netflix recover, right? Like, like, like Netflix is the, the reason that Netflix has been losing subscribers and, you know, losing a bunch of money lately. People are like, oh, well, people are finally wising up to the cancellations. No, it's because Netflix is finally dealing with a crowded room of contenders, like going more, after them. More and I've heard too much stuff from Zaslav this week that has led me to believe that he's taking one of them off the board. Pretty like, much. Why yeah. are you cutting yourself off at the knees when you were in thing, this much prime position? Thing with the air cut is though that, like Dave said, it would be cheap, right? So not this week, but before he has said that the only content that only movies that would go straight to HBO Max would be under thirty-five million dollars. So maybe this would be one of those. You know, it it wouldn't need more than twenty million dollars. I'm assuming. Um, so maybe this would go on HBO Max. And it's not like, you know, they would plan a new Suicide Squad movie for this to release in theaters. Um, so, yeah, I, I feel like there is still a chance. But, yeah, th the chances are less likely, I would say. Um, yeah. But not impossible. No, nothing. Nothing. No, Most things aren't impossible. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they, they would, they, I mean, if we start seeing more, you know, polls or feels out there where they like they 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 kind of like determine like, do you want? I mean, but one of the things that um, you know a spike in trending topics was the fact that uh, what was it back in you know not last year but um, 2020 when when they were um, when it was announced that that Jared Leto was going to come back as Joker for additional photography for Zack Snyder's Justice League that ended up spiking you know trending topics so we're like holy shit you know we're gonna joker jared leto he's coming back like what the fuck i mean it was it was a big spike that happened and it was like all right um uh, and i kept going i even said on shows and whatever i'm like how are you guys not capitalizing with this because when it comes to the air cut there's gonna be the the, the scenes that you guys cut out for Jared Leto's Joker is going to be put back in, which was way more scenes than what we got with the, uh, what we got with the studio squad. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. there's going to be way more. He was part of the final act. He was there. He was on the ground. Like, you know, that whole scene that we saw at the end that was completely reshot. He was there and all that right. stuff. And of course doing his Joker stuff. And it's like, you have all this right here. And you see the numbers, the trending numbers that when he was announced for for Zack Snyder's Justice League, it spiked 
So maybe like yeah. test those numbers again. I don't know. It's just so many different things. It's like, damn, I don't know. Well, I, well, and, and, and that's like another thing, like one of the things that's come up in the last day or so is people are like, well, Ray, like, like, don't you wonder, like the people that are really optimistic, the people that have just bought everything in that investors call hook, line and sinker. Part of the reason is because the previous regime was that bad. And so there's kind of like this extreme where it's like, well, if you aren't fully on board with Zaslav and what's going on now, then you must be making apologies for the previous regime. And I'm like, no, I'm not. They were awful. They were terrible. They <laughs> made and 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 there's a there's an example right there. It we we've lost count how many missed opportunities the previous yeah. regime had. You know, for the air cut, you know, they, they, they drug their feet on the whole Snyder cut issue. They could have, I mean, they could have capitalized on, on that much sooner than they did, you know, and, and, and it just, there's, yeah, it, it's not a zero sum proposition. One or the other, like, it's just, we have a lot of questions, or at least I have a lot of questions with respect to like yeah. what this regime is going to do and, you know, how they are going to fulfill the promises that they've at least verbally initiated as a result of yesterday's mm -hmm. call, you know, like what, you know, like, like people were like, I saw people yesterday speculating, well, maybe the new DC head is Alan Horn. And I'm like, I, no. I don't know if that's a good idea. I don't think that's a good idea at all. <laughs> I, truthfully. I don't want that. Yeah. Now, right. I mean, right now the, the, who's making the decisions is, well, yeah, Alan Horn is making decisions, but it's also DeLuca, it's Pamela Abdi, you know, See, it's, and, it's, and, like, it's like a different and, thing. Yeah. And that's what scares me is like it, the longer, and I, this is where the impatience really comes into play, Travis, because like the longer they wait to officially announce mm -hmm. DC Studios and the person in charge of it, the more I'm going to be, the more I'm going to be worried that it's just DC Studios in name only. Because yeah. again, when they hire that boss, I do not want that boss reporting to DeLuca and Abdi and Zaslav. No, DeLuca and Abdi at that point, whenever that boss is in charge, go away. Go do go deal go deal with Warner Brothers Film Group. Go deal with Harry Potter and all the other divisions that you have. You leave the DC boss alone. Only Zaslav deals with them like that's and so that that's why i get concerned you know like that, that article that came out or, or it wasn't an article or it was a, i think it was umberto again the rap that was oh, saying God, that, don't even get me started the the, the, the yeah. whole yeah i, I know someone's sourcing him big time this week though you know he's gotten somebody's ear well, yeah dude, he's in the pocket of fucking 100 oh, you can see yeah. which way he's leading but that's oh what, yeah yeah that's what helps yeah. him though, right it's, because it's he gets really not hard to, to see where like it's like, oh, the timing of, of his articles. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you can see who he's in the pocket of. And it's I, like, oh, yeah, this all shit happened. And then all of a sudden he, like, releases, like, Hamada. Oh, Hamada, like, stuff. And, and it's well, like, the, 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 right. The, the, this whole, like, like an Abdi and DeLuca want him to stay. And it's like, okay, it, it's, if there is any truth to that, that worries me. Because I, yeah. he should not be reporting to them. They should have not, they should not have, like, if, if they have input and in like, you know, like giving Zaslav suggestions on who to hire as the DC boss. Okay, cool. Once that boss is hired, shut up, go away, yeah. go do your business 
elsewhere. Let that DC boss. I think that's what Zaslav wants. Too, is like, all right, I need to get somebody, but it's it's a difficult. I mean, who wants that job? I mean, you, you know, like that's the thing. It's like, and that's what I keep on talking about. And I'm like, and uh, you know, when I when I talk to people that are within the business, they go like, yeah, nobody wants a job. And it's like, man, who's gonna like step up and be like, all right. I think I have some knowledge, you know, or do this and stuff like that. And then, of course, people, fans go, why not Jim Lee or why not? You know, it's like Jim Lee doesn't want to do the shit. Of course not. He wants to fucking draw. That's what he does. He draws stuff like this. You know, this Batman picture that I right hear, that's Jim Lee's drawing. He draws. He doesn't run a fucking movie studio about the stuff is he cco yes sure of entertainment he knows about certain things sure and then when it came to that whole thing at comic-con where he said like well as far as i know you know i don't know if there's any snyder stuff and when people like started fucking dogpiling him i was like fuck you stop doing that I'm like first off why is somebody asking that question during a, a panel where he's drawing something and then he he said what he knew that's what it was. He said what he knew, and he was like, yeah, as far as I know, there's no, they're not going to move forward with it, but he praised what happened. He praised the fact that the, the storyboards came out and everything like that. And when I saw people dunking on Jim Lee, I got fucking pissed. I got pissed because it's like, what are you guys thinking? This is the guy that Zack Snyder, the, the man that you love so much, praises. I mean, like, they work together they you know he would shame you guys for fucking throwing him under the under the uh under the gun i'm like what what are you doing here he's not gonna like, know yeah everything that happened like right. what's going on like right. with movies about, especially like you said it was, it was a stupid question it's like what why yeah. not the right panel not the right no. person to ask like it's just it it that's you know they, they were fishing for something they were fi they were fishing for like an answer or they were fishing for the ability to say that right no, that's a case where like you know he's gonna give you a bullshit answer because he doesn't yeah. have one to give you but you're gonna parrot that bullshit answer into see there's nothing and then throw it out there and it's like oh you just fucking did it for attention. It's ridiculous. Yeah, but. it was. I mean, and, and you know what? Even like you know, a asking that question, fine. Ask the question, but just because it wasn't the answer that you wanted, don't start dogpiling on them. You know, right? I mean, that's the whole. I mean, okay. So this person decided to go. Hey, I'm going to ask him about this. Okay, fine. Perfectly fine. He answered it during this. I mean, maybe it was a little like it was like totally like why are you asking this? Sure. He but said that when he's like, he, oh, he didn't say, oh, nothing's changed, but he's like, oh, the first time back two years yeah. of Comic-Con, it felt like he yeah. wanted to say more, but he stopped himself like, ah, I don't want to go too far, but he definitely was like, right. we're just talking about the, shouldn't we just be happy that Comic-Con's happening exactly. and stuff? Exactly. And then when I saw the dog pile happen, I'm like, fuck you guys. What are you oh, thinking? Just, did you, what did you want to say? Like, yes, Zack Snyder's coming back. We're going to be doing everything that we did when we talked. You know, it's like, what do you, what, what, what do you want? I mean, this guy did not know that kind of stuff. Like, you should not be ask, asking that. But, okay, fine, you did. And he gave you an answer. Accept the answer and just go, okay, well, I guess we'll see. Because right now, everything's up in the air. Everything's up in the air when it comes to this you know, he doesn't know what's happening with Warner Brothers Discovery. Nobody does. I don't think people in Warner Brothers Discovery know what the fuck is happening right now. You know, everything's just so up in the air. 
and they're trying to figure out this plan. And apparently now they have a 10 year plan. It could be all bullshit. Who knows? Like Zaslav just like telling the investors, yeah, we have a 10 year plan. Don't worry. And he's just like, and you know, for all we know, when he was on the phone, he was, uh, you know, he was holding his phone going, doing this like, shh, shh, shh. Yeah, yeah, we're good. Oh, you know, oh, 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 wait, wait, you know? like, uh, like, um, uh, like, like Jordan Belfort in Wolf of Wall yes. Street. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. We don't know. Yeah. We don't know what was yeah. going on on um, the other side of that line. Well, like well, I, I, I did a video with the audio. I listened to the audio, and I was like, "All right, well, I'm going to do my response to it." But at the same time, when I was listening to the audio, I'm like, "What's happening on the other side of that that yeah. that fucking line? We don't know. Well, we don't we, know." But hopefully, what we there do... is. What we do know, though, is that like when it, you know the investors were basically like based on the stock based on the stock market oh, today, the investors crap. were like, eh, <laughs> bullshit, dude. Whatever. I was funny too because I threw money at that thing and I was like, it was going up all week, and I was like, I should have sold before the call happened because when the call happened, it went, it just yeah. like dropped twenty two percent free fall, and I was like, yep. I knew it. I was like, damn, yeah. should I, should I sell before this? And I'm not saying I invested much. It was like, you know, small amount, but I was like, I was like, oh man, it's the week of this. I'm going to throw some money at it. And sure enough, it was going boop, 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 boop. It was like, it was like that fucking, uh, that yodel hoo like in price of right. Oh, right. <laughs> and then all of a sudden it was like, <laughs> it got to that end and it went, and it just like fucking went down. I was like, God damn it. I knew it. I was like, yeah. I knew it after the call when they announced like how much they lost in the quarter and all this. And I was like, mm -hmm. shit. Oh yeah. So they, yeah, they, I should have, I should have sold like right as the market closed on Thursday, but yeah, I did. The, the, <laughs> the, the, the numbers, the losses that he was reporting didn't sound great. And, and, nope. and to, to me, like, you know, I, I, I do think that, he was a little at least a little harmed by the fact that okay you have a 10-year plan but you don't have a boss of that yeah. studio yet I, I i think if i think it had he had that you know and, and yeah. for whatever reason like whatever complications are with it if you have the if, if the if you have the boss that and if the boss is there to or, or at the very least you're like it's so and so, and they're gonna lead, and then the investors would be like, "Okay, what's the track record on whoever he's hired?" Exactly, yeah. Okay, well, what's and that can potentially that could have potentially inspired some more confidence in them. Now, is their stock going to continue falling? Probably not. It's probably going to no. bounce back up at some point. It'll trickle How, up. It'll trickle right. up. Yeah. However, you know the, the reason that I I just need to see what it is that they're going to do, and at this point the way that they have started things is you better be certain that whatever it is you do, it was worth scrapping that $90 million movie because yeah. otherwise, what are you doing? I know, <laughs> you know, I mean, that's... and again, I'm just like, I'm really hoping the theory of they're playing 40 chess and be like, Hey, let's utilize social media. And Hey, we got free marketing for this movie. Okay, guys, we're going to put it on. And then it just does. I mean, but then again, I mean, who knows? I'm I'm just thinking really outside the box when it came to that because I was yeah. like thinking like, man, if you announce you cancel a movie and then you get this amount of blowback and it trends and you have hashtags now, I'm like, come on. Like now it's just like let the people determine if the movie's good or not. For for, for, for what it's worth. And I, I I tweeted this yesterday, like because I was at work and you know, like I see all of the like we've got 
you know, C CW, NBC, uh, Fox and ABC affiliates that we are running. And so like, you know, we've got a ton of different news magazine programs that we watch. Right. And so, you know, all the, whenever Ezra comes up, you know, I like you see oh, people God. talk about the Ezra situation on social media and they talk about, you know, that, cause that's been a, a thing. Like you canceled bad girl. You, you don't believe in bad girl, but you believe in th the flash with Ezra Miller. And for what it's worth, uh, I've seen the bad girl cancellation reported on entertainment tonight. I've seen it reported on Inside Edition. I've seen it reported on Daily Mail. I've seen that cancellation make the rounds with like interviews of like other like reporters and like people in the know. Like this is unprecedented in Hollywood. We can't believe this happened. I've seen that in the last couple of days in the general audience news cycles. I still have not seen a single mention of Ezra Miller. Not one. That's the thing. Yeah, people don't know that, and 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 I and I think when it comes to uh, the Flash, I mean, obviously they there's still more reports coming out. There's reports coming out too. Like I even saw one today that said like his uh, erratic behavior on the 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 set of Fantastic Beasts, or I don't know what it was. And I was like, oh god, man, they're continuing. Like like in our bubble, it continues, but at the same time, it's like. The general audience is just going to be like, what? What's Oh, there's a Flash movie? It's got Michael Keaton in it? What? Okay. You know, they're not going to even know. Like, they're like, did you hear about Ezra? Like, what's an Ezra? Is that some, that's a name? <laughs> you know, they're going to be like, I never heard that name, Ezra, or something like that. They're going to be like that or something, you know? It's like, it, it's, it's, it's all, it, I almost think like when it comes to how they're going to market, I mean, it's going to be difficult. Oh, who we lose? We lost Casey. Um, he's when gonna we, bring up uh, Chris Brown, so it's all right. What? <laughs> I said when, he was when, gonna bring up Chris Brown, so it's all right. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh man. Oh, we could talk about ah, that. Um, anyways, yeah. but um, <laughs> no, but like it's like when it comes to marketing that. I mean, I, I'm almost like going, are they just gonna lean into the controversy when it comes time, or is everything gonna? That is so up in the air because it's like, is there going to be things? I mean, obviously, if you actually dig and actually look at information, there's a lot of things that that are inconsistent when it comes to the Ezra Miller stuff, which a lot of people have put out there. I, I've tried to, you know, I, I go people get sent to me, tag me and stuff. And I'm like, all right, I'm just leaving it be right now because I'm waiting for official stuff. You know, I, I don't want to go down the route of like, oh, yeah, did you see this? Did you see this? I've already done my fair share of Ezra Miller news talk and defending and whatever the hell. So now I'm just to the point where I'm like, I don't really want to touch that right now because I want to wait till official stuff comes from his side or their side, I should say. And, uh, you know, I'm like, all right, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. So when I get tagged and stuff i'm like oh man shit and then of course there's a lot of more bullshit that comes out but i'm just kind of wondering like how are they going to deal with it when it comes to next year and trying to promote the flash i'm wondering is ezra going to be part of it or is it just going to be like hey you want to just watch this yeah well it it, it, it well and, and the i mean the weird part of it is like you shouldn't ignore it necessarily no. because because as, we, as we've said regardless of what it actually is 
there is still a degree of culpability on their part for it. We just don't know how much culpability there is. But by the same token, even though you shouldn't ignore it, how much does the general audience know or care about it? Exactly. Right? Like it like if it like if it comes up like in an entertainment tonight interview, it's like what is I mean are you risking the possibility of shooting yourself in the foot by announcing it to the general audience who doesn't know or care about this about the situation? And of course it, the evolution of it like that 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 large it's largely dependent on that right like does yeah. it continue to be this or does it get worse hopefully not does it get lesser right like does that other side come out and and mm -hmm. does it turn into a oh well they're clearly being targeted because they're non-binary and people have an axe to grind against people someone that is non-binary in this position right which is i i think that's where the what was that <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I looked at KC and he was like, he was like, right he was like, he was like, huh? Nope, that didn't happen. That's I was just making no, I, I, I was just making sure everything was okay. That's okay. It's all right. No, no, so but like, it's, it's, yeah, yeah. No, I know what you're saying. Plus, it's right. June, yeah. right? There's so much that can happen with everything. Like, yes. you could not have any more stuff happen. It's like you don't even know. Like we. We were one DC film less. We got a ten-year plan. Who knows where we'll be next May and June? You know, like there's gonna be so much stuff going on. Travis, we don't know where we're gonna be tomorrow with no, all of right. DC. We really you know don't. Because I mean? really Alpha came back last week. Alan Horn came back. You know, like there's so much stuff. Like, like after the last three days, I'm seriously expecting that to, tomorrow either Henry Cavill is gonna sign a long-term deal as Superman again. Or Blue Beetle's gonna get axed, or both. Like one no, of no. Like <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I swear, I swear, I swear, I'm gonna be like, I'm gonna like fucking Blue Beetle gets axed. I, I just, I have so high hopes for that. I mean, even if it doesn't, because it doesn't follow. It just doesn't. I mean, I when it comes to Batgirl, I mean, like I get like because it was just supposed to fit in this little tiny window, and Blue it got Beetle can be more of a standalone. Blue yes. Absolutely can be yes. yes. So I'm like, sure. I'm like, okay, please be safe. Please be safe because I'm just, it's such a, you know, like, and the fact that everybody, like, again, talking about the costume, I'm like, man, people just were like, oh my God, look at that costume. Yeah. It looks great. You know, and imagine it in a, on the silver screen on, you know, cinematically a full on, I mean, we saw set photos and it looked good. You know, it's like it's crazy, See, and, and and that's the, I think that's the bigger thing, Dave. That potentially can help it is if 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 the case is made for it to be theatrical instead of HBO Max, because if it, if you believe Internet Movie Database, which you know, grain massive grain of salt with them, the uh, estimated budget for that movie is 120 million, which means oh. in Zaslav's world, screenings. yeah, in, in, in Zaslav's world, that's theatrical or bust. So you better make I mean did did they uh did they change did they say that they were gonna did they switch that to a theatrical release officially? Yeah, they did. That, yeah. They did. Okay, all right, cool. So then that, that then you know what? Then then quite honestly, that's already a feather in its cap. That's already a bonus because yeah. the budget Batgirl never got that. Yeah. Batgirl did not get that. That's that's true. Yeah. So like but hopefully so, I yeah, yeah. We'll see what no, happens. I, 
dude, dude, listen, you know me. I, I'm, I'm Mr. Representation Matters. You know that. So I, I, I had, we had our experience with Black Panther. Asian culture had their experience with Shang Chi. I want you to have your moment with Blue Beetle. I, 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 right. I, 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 I am being serious about that though. Like, that no, is, no, 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 something yeah. that you know, I, I, I don't want your first to be El Muerto. No, 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 you don't want, you don't want El Muerto. <laughs> no, no. I mean, like, you know, I always, you know, I always say that. I'm like, Hey man, I'm like, Hey uh, guys, uh, you know, what's going on with the, uh, the Mexicans here, the Hispanics, what's going on? Come on guys. We need some Hispanics here. And blue beetle is going to be that. And I'm like, and I like, I like Mariduana. I think he's fantastic. I mean, after watching and I'm like, I, I got excited for this whole thing. And I was like, Hey, let's do this. Let's do this. Get some blue beetle. Let's get Jaime Reyes out here. Let's do this. And, uh, hopefully we get to see it because I think it could be something. I like the blue beetle character. I like, you know, when it came to rebirth, rebirth focus on Jaime Reyes was like, you know, okay. when it came to, and I collected both and I was like, oh, okay. You know, and I knew the backstory with the, the previous Blue Beetles. And then, I, but I really enjoyed what was happening. I was like, okay, all right. All right. This, this, this is something here. If we're talking about representation, hey, we got it right here. And hopefully, think, uh, you know, we could do think, something here. And I'm like, hey, guys, we got something. And hopefully <laughs> it stays. And, you know, yeah. I, I, well, I, I, th I think Young Justice also because yeah, yeah, Justice that was my introduction. Yeah, yeah, was Young that, Justice. Was that, was that Outsiders that he was in? Yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah. he was in season okay. two as well. He was in season oh, two. Was, okay, and, uh, right. I've been rewatching, yeah, and uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, like, it's a unique character, and I'm like, okay, you know, this could capture an audience because it's a unique superhero, and I like. And then, I, I, you know, my whole hope was like, okay, and then after we establish that, can we get uh, Booster Gold team up here? I mean, obviously, we know that that relationship. I mean, there could be something there, but who knows if that's actually going to happen. I don't know if that's part of the 10-year plan. You know, with Tom Holland? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Tom Okay. Okay. We've talked about the possibility of what, because somebody was suggesting, you know, because Feige wrote uh, Adil Alarbi and Bilal Fala that email. And so, and I didn't know, no. I, I guess I found out because I still haven't watched Ms. Marvel. I didn't know they directed a pair of episodes for Ms. Marvel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good oh, yeah. job. Did a great, yeah. yeah um, you got to watch that, right? So, you got to watch, watch so it. There, it, yeah. it, it Casey, you, you, we don't want to go down the road. <laughs> oh, of the list. We don't want to go <laughs> down the list road. <laughs> um, it is on the list, but no. But it's like so. There's speculation. People are like, well, it wouldn't surprise us if you know all of a sudden those two directors and Leslie Grace show up in one of the Avengers, one of the Secret Wars movies. It's like, oh well, yeah. So there's talk about like. You know, Marvel grabbing disgruntled DC talent. They would. Uh, the directors, at least, I think. I don't think for Secret Wars. I think that's a big. Oh, I know. Somebody big... told me, it was like, what if they direct one of the Avengers? I, and I was like, whoa. I whoa. think they already got that director. My hope is that it's Coogler. <laughs> and they announced that after Black Panther comes why, out. Why, 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 why do you want Coogler? Why, why you think I, I just think he's the best director they have. have you seen like, that, pound for that pound. Wakanda Forever trailer? Oh, my God. I've yeah, seen I, the I, no, no, Yeah. I, I, have you I, seen I, it, on, I, Ray? Ray, have you seen it on the big screen? 
My my theory, my yes. theory is the only reason. Have you they have, okay? Oh. The, the only was... reason they haven't announced Coogler is because they want Black Panther two to come out first, and then when it's hopefully reviewed well and does well, they say, "Oh, you guys like that?" Well, Coogler, he's doing Secret Wars. I don't believe that. I'm just willing that in existence. I want Coogler to do it. So, but would he, would he take something on like the Avengers though? No, I don't think so. But I just yeah, want see, a case. Yeah, I want I, it very I, badly. I, I, he's I, I the best character we got right over there. I, okay, I, I, I saw the Wakanda Forever trailer in front of Nope. Weird. Yes. So, I, so yes, I did see it in in, in IMAX. I didn't see it in front of I, Nope. I saw it in front of Bullet Train though. I was like, wow. Okay. Um, that's 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 weird because. <laughs> Yeah. That's weird because nope, it it nope is. It, oh, dude, it, I saw it, I saw Woman should, King like crazy, but it's that, like yeah, Woman yeah. King, yeah, that but, doesn't but make any. Beans, I mean, okay, and everything, well, yeah, you would think, yeah, yeah, I know I, what you're talking about, right? But I didn't see sense, it kind of nope, but, yeah. Um, but no, I I, I, I don't know, I I don't get the, like I don't get the sense of Coogler being like like I. I don't think grand scale with him, okay. and, I, and I and I don't know Secret Wars. Like I don't know yeah. what the story It'd behind be all scale. that yeah. is. But and, and I'm not saying you can't do grand scale. I'm just saying I don't think of. And, and I know people are like Black Panther was huge. Yes, I know Black Panther was international, but it wasn't Avengers. Mm-hmm. It was yes. a solo. It's a different level. Of, yeah, exactly. And and it, it'll okay. be and I and I know that they're you know Wakanda Forever obviously is a grander scale because of the more in the atlanteans and all that yes i get that but still i don't know i just i i i feel like their their pick like it, it do you lean towards the idea of their pick being somebody that's already there or somebody yes. that we don't know and do i think do of, think i think this is on purpose and people yeah, i like me saying like this people people might not like me saying this but i think it will not be a white male director either i think they want both directors to be that's it yeah, well, I, I, I love the fact that they, oh, what's his name uh, from Shang Chi is doing King Dynasty. Yeah, and that's a great pick. Where's my ten ring show? Where is my ten it's coming, ring right? show? In a month, you'll get ten, that announcement. I want the ten ring show, Travis. Seriously, that was another thing that was like when it was announced, everybody kind of went, Oh, yeah, that's that's good because everybody kind of like you know generally go is like mm-hmm. yeah shang chi was probably the 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 strongest top tier when it comes to phase four i mean and it, same it, thing. That's, a, that's not a grand scale movie now it's different because we do i think we have more like info and cougar kind of is though if you think about it i think shang chi is a grander shang chi i think is a grander scale than than Black Panther, largely yeah. when it comes to an origin, when it comes to an yeah. origin story, right. it's it, it, I don't think Avengers scale though. I still don't think. Yeah, it's that. okay. It's not, like, I, I the, it's that. not a Civil War. That. It's yeah. not a Ragnarok. Yeah. It, it, it's not Avengers scale. However, when you talk about, especially the third act, man, with the dragon, yeah, like, right? all, all everything mm-hmm. I there. I mean, that's. I mean, it, that, that's as big as you can get in a solo film without going yeah, over, yeah. essentially. Shang-Chi so. is just like so enjoyable. It's great. Like the choreography is just fan fucking tastic. And and so when that was announced, I remember seeing it going, Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, everyone's okay. pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. Because yeah. I, and I think a lot of people were like, Okay, yeah, yeah, we totally get that. Now, when it comes to the sequel, it's like, or when it comes to Secret Wars, it's like, does he do Secret Wars 2? Or like, yeah, do they get somebody else? I mean, I think that of course they want somebody else, but I'm just kind of going like, is it going to be somebody? Just long as it's not Taka Watiti. 
It won't be Tyke. I don't think <laughs> it would be no. Tyke. I don't. I really don't. Like, even though that would be the meme pick, and I'd love to see the timeline. The as I know. I'm being a dick. I'm being a <laughs> yeah. dick about it. Yeah. Like, and as much as I love, like, I like Ragnarok and Love Thunder. I don't want that. Even I don't want that. But no, uh, but, I think it's someone in house. I don't think but, they go new for Secret Wars. They feel to too your, risky. To, to your point, Travis, about Marvel prioritizing a diverse mm-hmm. director. You know, and, and I realize that perhaps they're in a different position than Warner Brothers because Marvel has, what Disney, I, re- I rather should say, has struggled with yes. diversity over the years and they have gotten better over mm-hmm. the last number of years, most certainly. And in Warner Brothers' case, they haven't. But yeah, I, 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 I won't lie. I don't necessarily like hearing Zaslav say what he said about, you know, not prior not having some thought or some priority to that because you from a pr stamp number one from a pr standpoint which is funny because for years we've talked about how horribly batshit warner brothers pr has been and it's only gotten worse over like the last number of years to the point where like pr disasters happen regularly how many pr disasters happened this week with Warner Brothers, right? <laughs> and they just don't care. They just let it go. They're just, yeah. Oh, and, and, and so to me, it's like, okay, yeah, and, and people make the argument, well, no, it shouldn't be about race. It should be about best person for the job. I, I understand your perspective on that. But by the same token, we don't live in that world. No, we don't live in, 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 in that type of world. So there's many people have... that didn't get an audition or a directing audition because of their sexual orientation or their color, where a white person that was straight just got to walk through that line very easily. That's right. where it's like if we were playing fair the past, how, however long cinema has been going, if we were playing, paying, playing fair that whole time, then sure. But it wasn't that there was second right. that someone would step in that room. Oh, this guy's gay. Uh, yeah, we don't want him for this role. It doesn't and, and, matter what he said. It doesn't matter how he auditioned, you know. And in today's world, that is important. Mm-hmm. That is part of that. That's got to be part of the business. It, it just does like from a representation standpoint. So that does concern me with Zaslav. I, I hope that that is something that perhaps maybe the new DC boss flips or that, you know, maybe it's a case where, all right, he is trying to, you know, this is me thinking a bit 4D, Dave. Maybe he's no. looking yeah. at it from the standpoint of, well, no, I am really going to pick, you know, and maybe it just happens to be, you know, a minority candidate or whatever. I just don't like the idea of him stating that it's not a focus because I'm sorry, it should be. I'm actually not sorry. It should I think be. I think so, like 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 especially with somebody coming into this this company, it's like if you're not going to think about those aspects, like you're going to fail. You're dead That's on arrival. Thing. Yeah. That's the yeah. thing. It's like and, and he knows this, and it, but but at the same time, he's like, all right, numbers, but like, hey, what can we do here? And he's not going to be like, I know some people were like full on going, oh, he's just going to cancel all the, you know, all the people, you know. people of color stuff like that and stuff like that and i don't think no that's bad for business and he knows this and he and he's not stupid when it's like you know and he's going all right we're gonna have that i hope this is what i'm hoping is like the fact that it's like hey all right we're gonna like with when it comes to the to the plan it's not gonna just be like hey it's just gonna be a bunch of fucking white people no i think he's like he knows like hey (laughs) this is this is just gonna be like all right directors Who's going to be for the best for this gig? This gig, this gig, this gig. Do, 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 not, find, do not find yeah. three more white male leads named Chris. 
Yes. Do that. No, no, none of that. None of that. We don't need Chris's in here, please. You know, I, he knows. He knows. And I think, like, I know people are dragging him through the mud, but it's like, you know, when it comes to somebody who's like trying to be like, try to raise a business in nowadays, you can't, you can't just be like, oh, no, no, I'm setting my ways because this is what, you know, you, you can't do that nowadays. You can't. Right. You, you, you got to know which way the wind is blown. You have to have diverse, you know, voices that are going to tell these stories and i'm hoping and i'm pretty sure like being like who he is he knows this you have to have those diverse voices and so you're going to have all these different voices that are going to tell these stories and he knows that, and he's going to realize that and that's that's what we we got to hope for because there's nowadays you can't have a fucking big huge studio that's just like is just one you know one yeah, type one of voice. voice. No, yeah. you can't oh, do that. Yeah, no, you have to have, and you know, if you're going to rebuild Warner Brothers to where it is, you're going to have to have, hey, we have to have all of this right here. And he knows this. And he, but, it, but, but at the same time, he's go, he's going to be like, that doesn't work. That doesn't work. That doesn't work. Let's try this. Maybe I'm, that's what I'm, that's what I'm hoping when it comes to this. It's like, all right, maybe that didn't work. Let's try it this, this way or something like that. I don't know. But that's no. why Blue Be Beetle gets canceled. That tidal wave will get fucking huge. <laughs> that oh. that narrative, right? Like that would be uh, out the window. That, 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 that but right. That, that, that that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like that's like you because it would be hard to you know especially if, now listen if if Static Shock and the Black Canary thing if those get wet. I'm not going to be surprised because Canary they never got, they, no they, they never really to, got Greenland. Right. They, they never got the, the production. Like we never got, yeah. they, they're kind of in the same purgatory that new gods was in for like four years. We're like, we never, the studio never said anything. We only heard stuff from like Ava DuVernay and Tom King. And that was it. We didn't hear anything from anybody officially on that until the yes. day they were like, yeah, we're not doing it. Right. That kind yep. of thing. It's the same thing with, Black yes. Canary, we're only hearing from Misha Green and Journey Smollett. And as much as I would yeah. love it to happen, no, you're you're right. Well, especially if it was tied into Batgirl, no, it's certainly not going to happen. At this well, point, yeah, and I just think he'd look at that yeah. Birds of Prey box office, and yeah, the tail end yeah. was yeah. the COVID stuff, but still, I think he'd look at that and be like, "There's no way we're doing this type of film." Not for right? that, but well, because no, exactly. that because because it, yeah. it was a higher budget. Yeah. It was like what ninety to one hundred million dollars for that, and I love the movie, but no, yeah, it, it oh, doesn't yeah. fit doesn't fit where he's at but no so if those don't go anywhere i'm not whatever I'm, I'm disappointed but it's like i'm not like you know oh this is terrible it's not the same as batgirl but in blue beetle's case yeah being that i mean because it, it didn't did it rap principal yes rap principal yes, okay, it so yes it did yes it did that's on if you can't canceling one is one thing that canceling two yeah, that's, that's gonna, that, not gonna that, look good. No, you, it's you can't, not gonna look good. No. That 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 uh that tweet that they because you know they found that uh you saw I know you saw this Dave because I I showed it a couple of times. Not gonna lie, the the whole uh the Trump tweet from mm. five years yes. ago. Yes. Yeah. yeah. And so. when I look at that, I'm just kind of going like, all right. So he mentioned that. I mean, but yeah. you know, and 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 somebody even like joked about it in my mentions, like, yeah, but he's like an evil Trumper. I'm like, yeah, I know. And like, I saw him. Where the pictures with him with a with a uh, mega hat. I'm like a mega hat. I'm like, all right. So yeah, oh, he said some things. He said some things, and I know like that that caught that ruffled some feathers. But at the same time, I'm like, all right. But at the same time, let's let's relax on that we you know it's not like he was like hey look at me and trump and you know i mean 
There's That'll so many pictures. Next week. next week, you'll see a bit. Oh, there's pictures. There's pictures well, well, with well, Snoop Dogg. <laughs> you know, well, well, like, was the, yeah. the, wait, 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 is is there actually a picture of Zaslav with a MAGA hat? Is it a real picture? No, or no, no, no. I was joking about okay. that. I was oh, joking okay. about that. That's the okay. thing. Is like people make it seem when they saw that that there was something like that. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Like when it comes to nowadays, it's like people just like start freaking out. I'm like, whoa, whoa. Unless there's like a picture of him with a MAGA hat, you know, storming the fucking castle on January 6th, then yeah, I'll be well, like, fuck this guy. There not be a picture of that. <laughs> wearing a DC shirt. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. That's <laughs> why. <laughs> like, but people make it seem like when they when they were passing that around, they were almost like, "All right, guys, relax." When it yeah. comes to that, no, it, all right. So maybe he said like some things, but it's like it's not like he was like, again. It's not like he yeah. was taking a picture with a maga hat, storming the fucking castle right. on January sixth. It's no, not it, that. So yeah. let's kind of just you know, okay, we don't have to like throw him under the bus because of that right now. But let's 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 give it some time. Here right. he's trying to he got he he got inherited a fucking shit show from the last regime. Let's see what he has to do. And yes, it's been a little aggressive, which, you know, and I'm I don't agree with the whole Batgirl thing. And I really hope that eventually we can actually see this film. But yeah, let's just see what happens. And hopefully, yeah. I mean, if Blue Beetle gets the axe, I'm going to be like, fuck, man. At, least, at least he fixed one thing. Yeah, I mean, true. He he fixed the DCC thing, Detective Comics Comics, which is no longer Detective Comics Comics now. Right. <laughs> oh, right. Oh, oh, okay. So that's oh, so that's what that was about. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, I, I, it's like seeing ATM machine. Yeah. yeah. Right. No, I. I, yeah. I, I, I no, I, David, and, and, I, and I, I do agree with that. It's just heightened emotions. Yes. Over the really fucked up situation with the background movie and yep. you know it, it, and and especially when you consider the conversations that many of us had you know not necessarily about the directors who i think both are muslim but about mm -hmm. leslie grace yeah you know and and the whole oh no the optics look bad the optics right. look bad when yeah. it, comes to it. it yeah. really does oh that was the, the first time movie I, a transgender yeah. character yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I, 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 I read Kino. Yes. Yeah, so no one's talking yeah. about that. That's a yeah. So that's and even then, but like, I think that's what was like. Hey, I'm I'm looking at the numbers. I don't care about right. what the backlash is. But but I've brought that up many times too. I'm like the optics do not look good. And then if yeah. Blue Beetle gets canceled, it's gonna be even worse. Oh, it's yeah. gonna be even worse. You know. That's so, what made me sad though. When she posts that picture, she's doing her whole yeah. speech about like Dude, girl. and that there was broke me. it was J.K. Simmons and um yeah, whoever like uh, the two characters are. Then Leslie Grace. It was in my Christmas tree. I'm like, man, I would have loved just to see Barbara Gordon and Jim Gordon around a Christmas. Yeah. Tree, you know, like yeah. I saw yeah. like. Damn, yeah. like there's so much stuff that, God like, and, it, man. maybe it's not the greatest film all the time, but it's still like, I just want to. I, I see, J I see Jim Gordon by a Christmas all. tree. I want to see that. I want to see. <laughs> I want to see Dennis Frazier's Firefly. That those directors will make it look good because they did yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, well, I just don't, and, and I just don't buy the idea that, you know, it, if you were to release it, it cripples so much of. No the brain that you're trying to salvage. It's like, because that's, that's, Jonah a, Hex. We survived Jonah Hex. We survived Catwoman. Listen, as someone who actually 
kind of like this movie. So I've Justice League. If if Sony right, not I don't kind of like Justice League. Fuck Justice League. But I I'm (laughs) saying, as somebody who kind of likes this movie, if Sony can release Morbius twice, yes, in theaters twice, Mm -hmm. I mean, come on. With the right content moves, if Batgirl came out, let's say it was, but let's say these reports were all true that, oh, it was apparently unredeemable, irredeemable, irredeemable, which is like, all right. With the way rate content moves, that would happen. People would talk about for a month and then move on. You know, and with Morbius, the only reason people talked about it more is just because like a meme happened. If a meme didn't happen, like look at something like Dark Phoenix, you know, like Dark Phoenix came out and yeah, people joke, I wasn't the greatest as that, but then people moved on and stopped talking about it. Like if Batgirl was bad, people would just, oh, that wasn't the greatest. And then they'd move on and get on with it. You know what, Travis, Dark Phoenix is actually a better example because Dark Phoenix was a movie that was literally dead on arrival. Yes. The Marvel... The, the Marvel or the uh, Disney Fox deal happened. We knew that there was, it, it was like a year earlier. We knew that Fox X-Men was That's over. A great we were not getting anything else. And, yeah. and not only that, they released it like what a month after an end game. Yeah, and like get new mutants too. When they put that out to passenger, it was the first COVID movie, and they're like, "Oh yeah, just throw that shell in theaters. Let's just get rid of it." You know. I actually liked both movies. I like I like New Mutants quite a bit. Yeah. I I haven't seen New Mutants, but I did like Dark Phoenix, and I also Dark Phoenix. I have issues with, but it it wasn't (laughs) as bad as Apocalypse. That's the thing. I I like it better than Apocalypse. I love Apocalypse. I still like oh, Apocalypse. God. I love Apocalypse. I still like Apocalypse. Oh, I love Apocalypse. I don't know. Yeah, I, 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 I love the Hey, thank you, Jason McKenzie. Look at this. This guy's hey. just been generous tonight. Thank you very much, Jason. Enjoying the work. You know? awesome. Shout out to everybody. Yeah. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, but but uh, I you know, it's a good way to uh, wrap up the, the stream. I don't know if anybody else has anything else really to say. We're going five hours right now. But um, yeah, I mean. What? Say what? Have oh, shut up! Prey? Shut up, Casey. What? What? What did he say? Have I didn't hear Prey. Him. Have you seen Prey? I Have you seen Prey it. yet, Ray? Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. really. <laughs> so me and Ray are in the same book, are in the same like page. Great. Because we haven't seen Prey yet, mm-hmm. right? You haven't seen Prey? No, I have not seen Prey. <laughs> okay. It's just yeah. Well, okay, Ray, watch it tomorrow. Well, I know. Do you have to work? Well, no, but it just it just came out today, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah. it came but out I'm, today, but I'm gonna watch it tomorrow. We got we ha- yeah. we have to like judge and see where well, this well, fits well, in well, our well, predator. Well, hang on, uh, uh, Casey, have you seen the other <laughs> Predator films? No, he hasn't. Ah, <laughs> yes, he so, has not. He saw the Predator. He had the. Key I will see it this weekend. <laughs> I will see. That's thing. They're all on Disney Plus. Oh wait, they're not for you guys, actually. Good on this new movie for making me interested in that franchise, right? See, see, and I told, and I told Casey Ray, I, I I said, watch Predator, Predator Two, because fuck anybody who thinks that's a bad movie. It's Predator Lethal Weapon. And what? It's Predator Lethal Weapon, but okay. Oh yeah, that yeah, but still, still, it's great. It's great. It's great. And then predators with the plural because that's a good also that's underrated good predator movie. Yes. A, the all the AVP ones, the the Alien vs Predator movies, you could skip. I don't really care about those. Those are popcorn and, watches. Yeah. Those are like yeah, fun those with some popcorn people. watches. Yeah, but the must sees are Predator, Predator Two, and Predators. 
So yes. and now pray. So, so I, I actually appreciate that Casey has not seen those because he saw essentially the first story. Now he mm -hmm. can go watch the best he one. Kind of did. Predator. Yep. Yeah. He, he, he's he's kind of on the. It's almost. That was like, my plan all along. Yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> all right. Yeah. I'm there's sure gonna be some was... cool shit then when you watch <laughs> them all. There's gonna be some Easter eggs. You're like, man, they yeah. set that up. That's what Look I said. Plan. Look said, at their ten year plan. Once once you watch the ones that we recommended, go back and and see the Easter eggs and the callbacks. Oh, yeah. There's a big one. I, oh I, yeah, I think, I think technically, I think technically that's a thirty-year plan. Thirty-year plan. <laughs> 30, yeah. 40 Fox year plan. had this all right. thought out. They didn't think yeah. of the X Men, but they thought out Predator. Right. I don't know, but, like, but 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 anybody who gives Predator two like some shit, I'm like, what? Like how? Like how brilliant was that idea to like, you know, when it comes to the '90s? First off, it's the '90s. Why not be like, oh yeah, you had the jungle at first. Why not put it? You know, in the concrete jungle, concrete jungle, uh -huh. you know, and, and then you have Danny Glover and it's during a heat wave I, I, in L.A. I, with the gang well, wars I, happening. Come on. I'm going to have to I'm going to have to rewatch it and, and try and Dude, give it another do. shot. Because Dude, it's not that I, I love it. I, I love it. I, love I don't it. dislike it. It's just yeah. when you can the bar. it. Well, it. it, it I mean, compared to the first and, and Predator. There's a scene where, like, yeah, that's what I mean. yeah. like, he's, like, driving, and he's, like, sticking it. He's, like, boom, 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 boom. I mean, come on. It's so good. I mean, it, well, well, pure it, 90s uh, awesomeness. Right. It, pure 90s, yes. It yes. Is, it, well, it's, I, 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 well, I read some more stuff on it, and I, I, I don't remember who directed it, but, like, there's definitely, like, a yeah. lethal – there's a definitive lethal weapon connection. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, not not just because Danny Glover, Gary Busey, and I want to say the, I even think that the guy that plays the captain in Lethal Weapon, I even think he might be in it. I think. I think be. I read that. I think I read he this recently. Be. I remember the other yeah, day. Yeah, I know what you're yeah. talking about. I'm like, he yeah. might be in it. But, but what's so great it, about it too is like it's during a heat wave, so everybody's sweaty. You know, oh, yeah, even though right. they're wearing boots. You know, it's like they're all. Sweaty. Oh yeah, like the, it was well, yeah. like Danny Glover's got like a, a trench coat and hat on. I'm like, what are you doing? It's oh yeah, kind of the you got Bill Paxton in it. Bill Paxton's also in it. You know, it's oh, trifecta for Bill Paxton okay. because he's been in an he's been in a Terminator film, an Alien film, and then it was like Predator Two was like the trifecta. Yes, it's like oh yeah, he's been in all three. So it's like you have to and, you have to embrace. The Bill Paxton, and, and and one of the one, one of the egregious '90s tropes, especially with with cops, is like either the guns are too big or they all have like laser sights. Yes, like yes. It's oh, it's 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 so stupid. Oh yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. But it is oh, pure yeah. '90s. Yes, it's totally. pure '90s, pure '90s. So everybody watch that after you watch Prey. All right, guys, this has been fun, and uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. And thank you to Leo for, of course, being the guest tonight. Hey, there's Casey. He's back. Um, there's that pretty face. Anyway, so uh, you know, thank you to the panel for you guys showing up. This has been fun. Always. Let's go around the horn. Uh, we'll go just in order. Travis, you go first. Uh, you can find me at Trasby Snail. I got some vacation time, so I've been podcasting yeah. a lot, so that's been lots of fun. And, uh, yeah, I'm 
just excited for the summer. I was happy to be on this because the next two Fridays I will not be here because I'm going to be camping. So I will not be uh, unless something terribly goes wrong. But I'm excited to just get out in the wilderness, detached from the phone. Yeah, where I go doesn't even have a signal. So I can't, you can't oh, even Lord. reach me if you wanted to. So I'm looking dude, very we'll forward. We'll try. We'll try. Dude, 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 <laughs> yeah. dude you're, you, you're going to come back and fight. He's going to be in charge of DC. <laughs> oh, I know. And I, it's going to be the best slash worst day. I would I would love to see uh, who Taika casts as Superman. But, you know, we'll oh, find out. <laughs> he had oh, to go there. He had oh, to yeah. go there. Oh, yeah, lots of fun no. as always. Hope everyone has a good weekend in the chat. Good. All right. KC. All right, you can find me at Krypton Cage on all social media and also at The Real Talk Live. And I would say to all DC fans, just have some patience and we'll get through this. If we got through 2017 to 2021, we'll get through anything. (laughs) True. He makes a good point. All right, Ray. Uh, On Twitter at The Flightcast, you can find my weekly podcast and my blog at theflightcast.com. I've been doing a lot more Patreon stuff as well lately at patreon.com slash theflightcast because I've gotten like I I, I I may or may not have recorded a really ang- it's the most I've ever cursed. I saw like that anything tweet. I've ever recorded. <laughs> and it's, I haven't listened to it yet, but I yeah. saw your tweet and I was well, like, well, oh. Because because I had a couple of people that were like, Ray, you're going to do an emergency show for this day. And I was like, well, I haven't posted anything on Patreon in two months, so I need to post something on Patreon. So, yeah, I, I did it there. And, and yeah, it's I think there were people that went there just to hear me scream <laughs> like because of what happened. So, yeah, uh, thank you to everybody that has joined recently as a result of that. But, yeah, that's what's going on right now. And we will continue because uh, of. I would like to talk about something happy. Please. Can some, happen, can some happy <laughs> It'll stuff? happen. It'll happen. happen. You got It'll last week. Affleck was back. Don't be greedy. Don't be greedy. Yeah, Don't be I greedy. mean, there's that, at least. Don't be <laughs> Alex greedy. Alex right? yeah. yeah. All right, guys. Uh, thank you to Leo. Make sure you guys subscribe to him. Uh, his YouTube channel's underneath uh, at the Geekly Goods. Really great, great, great dude. I love his energy and uh, all his reaction videos and everything like that. Thank you to the panel, everybody who showed up. And uh, yeah, guys, uh, yeah, keep your heads up. You know, we're going to be talking about this stuff, even if like uh, it's a downer. We'll we'll try to create a positive spin out of all this. You know, we'll see what happens. But anyways, guys, been fun. We'll talk to you guys later. <laughs>